Sports.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OGK Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome back on a Monday night. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTO Sports. Dot com. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're back after two weeks off, and uh, better than ever, Dean Wilson, Ryan Morris, Will Hahn, and the great David Pingree in studio right now as we speak. Ping, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for coming by. Uh, wouldn't be anywhere else right now. Uh, I think not. Anyways, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me as usual, my co-host, my friend, my partner, sometimes war, war uh, sparring partner, Kenny Watson. K-Dub, what's up? What's up, Steve? How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. How's the eye? Eye is. Uh, Can we talk about like, that? Yeah, you have, you have yeah. surgery on your eye. Yeah. Uh, ping, ping. Uh, just want to take a picture of it, and I didn't know he was going to post it on Twitter, but that was pretty sweet. <laughs> 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 well, you got to see, you got to share that with the world. That is creepy. Yeah, but you generally, ping when you take a photo like that, you say, "Hey, can I put a, can I put this on Twitter?" Uh, uh, yeah. So um, it is posted on Twitter. I think you should take that down right now, please. Delete. That. You want me to? Yeah, I don't. People uh, don't need to see uh, that. Already, we're starting off with uh, warring but, uh, already. I don't uh, even know how to take it off. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. So, uh, Tits can help yeah, you. things are good. Things are really right. good. Things um, are really good, matter of fact. We're going to get to you. Uh, I just asked you your Twitter handle. What did you think I was doing? I didn't know what you were doing. I thought you were going to start following me or something. Right. I, I don't know. I was the same way. Oh, and, then, and then Tits just retweeted. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, just, that was beforehand. I two tried. weeks off. We're back. It's problems already. Uh, thank you, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Moto for coming on. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we're, we're happy to be back after a little break. And uh, don't forget, you can get this on iTunes. You can get the archives later tonight. PulpMX app is back and online. If you have problems with it, you can delete it and di- do the uh, reinstall of the new developing app that uses uh, much better interfaces, I was told to say. So uh, thanks for that. Search PulpMX on the app for your, uh, uh, on your iPhone. And uh, great show lined up. Uh, pumped to, for everybody to, to listen to us. We've got some Tweet at Tits segment. we got X-Brand Goggle Teros. we got Stump the Tits. we got David Pingree, 2000 Vice Champion, 125 West Vice Champion. Such a big deal. It's awesome, isn't it? Uh, I guess first off, uh, Kata, uh, what's up? How's the team? RCH, Brock Tickle, Josh Hill, give us an update. What's been going on? What's happening? What's what's it looking like? Uh, we're, just out, we're just out uh, doing some testing, pounding laps, trying to get ready. Um, guys are riding good. Um, we still have a long ways to go with testing, but uh, it's uh, the crucial part of the season where we just uh, go out there and you know, get in shape and try to get better every day and, and stay healthy. That's more important than Here, anything right here's, now. Here's the part where you drop that either Tickler Hill are X number of seconds faster no. than they've ever been. No, I'm that's not. I mean, but you know what I mean. You know, you hear it all the time. I do, yeah. I, you're, uh, that's not Jimmy. Uh, you're talking about Jimmy Perry lap times. <laughs> I'm not Jimmy Perry. We're, I don't. You know, we we have a, a little schedule that we're doing and yeah. uh, things are good. So, right. you know, um, tomorrow is a big night for the team, and I can't be there. But we're doing uh, our team uh, 
launch of all of our sponsors and the team riders. We did a press conference announcing the team, right. but now this is the team launch at Saquon tomorrow night in San Diego. If anyone lives in San Diego or Temecula or Menifee, over there there's, there's a freestyle demo going on with uh, Mike Mason, Twitch, um, Bobby Lee, and Lance Corey. There's going to be huge giveaways from Hart and Huntington, Fox, Famous. And then uh, after that, um, everyone's going to go inside. They're going to do an autograph signing and a press conference. And what then time does this start at? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock, the freestyle demo starts. It's from 7 to 8. And then after that, everyone goes inside. And hopefully people go in there and gamble and uh, go to the sports bar and, and drink and hang out with the guys. And uh, Spend some should, money be a, at should, be, should be a fun night. So uh, if you're in the area, and definitely I, go down there and check it out. And I guess this would be officially the first chance for Josh Hill to sort of be introduced or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we didn't. at the time, you didn't Yeah, we know. really didn't know what we were doing. So uh, Josh is going to be down there, and it should be cool. I mean, I think uh, the guys that are putting it on for the, for the team – um, like I said, I can't be there, so it's going to be kind of a bummer, but whatever. It'll be good. <laughs> is Ricky going to be there? Ricky will be there. Ricky will be there. Um, my boss, JH, will be there. Um, everybody will be there. That's oh, good to know. Yeah. Um, Koi, my boss, JH, will be there. <laughs> he likes that, doesn't he? He loves that. He loves it. No, I, Dude, he hit, I me up, he hit me up like last week, and I tried to call him back, and I go, what's up? Are you okay? He goes, just call him to say hi. I'm like, no, just call him to give me a hard time probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. That's Corey Gibbs. That's I was laid up when he hit me up, so I really didn't uh, right. talk to him much. But. Um, Ping, what's new with you besides the cast? Beating uh, up dogs? Yeah. Pedo, dude. I'm a pedo <laughs> lover, and you're beating up dogs. I got this guy sitting next to me that beats animals. <laughs> it was dirty. I, 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 I heard. I don't, I don't beat animals unless they're going to jeopardize your family. They're trying to eat my dog. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we have an issue. I can, I can vouch for those two dogs downstairs. Those two lovely dogs are in no <sighs> way a threat to you. Please, no, don't, I, please I, don't hit them. I'm pretty comfortable. Yeah, please don't hit them. I would just grab their ears and, you know, right. stretch their head apart. <laughs> right, right, right. Pit bulls are, are just radical. I was, I was first, my, really my first run-in with one. And right. I couldn't believe the beating it was taken so, from three guys before we could get it to how, let go. How long for the cast? Uh, next week, I go in and get it x-rayed. Yeah. I'm hoping it is healed and he'll put me into a brace. Wow, so you're out, you're out of action as far as riding goes for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're done. Uh, it may be first of the year. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. How's things at Racer X? I guess. It's awesome over there. Yeah, I got some cool new stuff coming in the magazine here. I got to do two features this month and two five minutes with and my regular Racerhead stuff. Dude, what's up with the new employee there, Jason, uh. with with, uh, with JT Money? Wasn't he step up and... Uh, you're telling me, bro. Dude, talk to that. Who's that? Who's the boss? Wygant. Wygant. Put well, some, put this some is magazine on. stuff more than anything, but but Jason, yeah. Is JC going to start contributing to the magazine too? I don't know. I don't know what uh, his deal is. I think I don't know if it's just online or well, mag or what. He needs to start contributing to something besides. I, I like how I, how Racerhead last week saw no mention of JT at all. Nothing. Yeah. You know, I didn't do anything. You didn't do anything, and I feel like JT should step up and <laughs> and write something. Nothing, dude. Yeah. I think Nothing. everyone was at a turkey coma. Hey, did you go yeah. out? Did you go out to the day to get hurt? No. No. Oh. I had, to, I had to go to Phoenix for Thanksgiving, so. Why do you call it that? Day to get hurt? Yeah. <laughs> Think I mean, about it. How many people have got weeded out there? I don't know. Really? Uh, yeah? Not anymore? It hasn't really happened in a long time. No. But for I mean, like the only guy three, I knew was Donovan Mitchell, right? But for like three years, people got hurt out there, like all in a row. Right? Yeah. The first there, few. There Donovan Mitchell, hurt, I remember, yeah. was one guy. I think guy. Ernesto got hurt out there one year. Yeah. It was like three years in a row. That's yeah, why yeah, I call it the, the day, day to get hurt. Jeez. Um. That's a pretty fun event, though. I went to it I've at LA. Been, yeah. I went to the one at LACR one year. That's the only time I went, and yeah. I went camping and hung out. It's pretty cool. Right. Troy does a really, it really good job. It always seems cool, yeah. Yeah, I think he does I mean, a really good job. I mean, it's put on by Troy Lee. Like, it's cool. Yeah, it's, right? it's a mean, good event. It's, it's looks pretty cool. It's awesome. 
Like seriously, it's one of the best events. It's huge now. Yeah. Like I don't know when the last time you went, but did I've you never been. Any? I've never been. Oh man. No, I've never been. Comp Edge uh, now, right? It's, it's big. A, it's no, at, it's Glen at Glen Helen. Helen. Oh, Glen yeah. Helen. Okay. Which is a a good spot for it. Yeah. You know, they've got yeah. some asphalt and hills and sand. I mean, they can do so yeah. much stuff with it. Yeah, but, yeah uh, man, yeah. it's it's a it's one of those. I I don't really like to go and camp out at the races, but that's one joint you want to go. Yeah. Park it up. Get a little. Trailer Dude, I remember that when I went back, you know, shit, I don't know, maybe 2002 or 2003, um, I remember I w there was some, like, bonfire going on, and I was like, ah, I'm going to go over there, cruise over there, and check it out, and I'm standing there, and this guy has this big old jacket on, drinking beer, and he's just, like, rambling, dude, and I look over, and it was RJ. <laughs> just telling stories at the bonfire. I'm like, dude, how cool is this? Like, standing next to Rick Johnson, right. and he's just telling Lachine stories to, tell like, just right. random dudes. Did you yeah. tell him about your tattoo? Oh, he knows. Have you ever me. talked to? Him? Yeah, you have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Rick are cool. Love that story. Yeah, I love the story when he 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 tells a story about um, Lachine. This guy right here. He he shows up at this chick's house and he was like dating this chick and it was Lachine's girlfriend. He didn't even know about it. And Lachine hit him up. And he's like, "Dude, I didn't even know you existed." So, uh, well, Ronnie Ronnie says that RJ knew, knew better. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Every time, right. every whenever time. you talk to each one of them, the story's always like. I always so that's that's our little thing. Every time I see him, right. I go, "Dude, I didn't even know you existed." So we just <laughs> laugh at each other. It's pretty funny. RJ is one guy I've never done a podcast with. I've never been able to. Oh, another one, huh? Uh, no, that's just about RJ. It's about the only one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I tried to lock him down one time. And he's he the like, only one you haven't got one with. Yeah. What about the greatest of all time? McGrath. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I I asked RJ one time. He agreed to it. He said, "Yeah, let's do it." Called him up. He's like, "Hey, man, I just redid my garage." It's going to be look awesome for this video. And I was like, oh, this is actually just over the phone. It's not a video at all. It's oh. called a podcast, you know? Like, I kind of, sometimes I got to explain to some guys what a podcast is. And he was like, oh. And I just heard the wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Never got back to me after that. Uh. Anyways, uh, I'd like to do one with, with him. Um, what, what do we go first? Okay, I, lots of things have happened. Um, Velocity 3 announced their, or they haven't announced it, but they have a team. They're going racing. Um, the 2013 motocross schedule came out. Uh, Kenny, you were on DMXS. Uh, look for a fine in the mailbox for that, for appearing on that show. Wait, let me finish this. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, inside the outdoors, Josh Grant. I got a lot of email about Josh Grant, Tommy Hahn, Kyle Chisholm segment, or Dean Wilson's team falling apart and Dean Wilson signing with Pro Circuit. Where do we go first? What do we talk about first? I want to get both of your guys' opinions. Hey, this is your show. Things. You make the call, Steer the Steve. ship, homie. I will say this. Let's talk about Dean Wilson. Let's. My co-host here, and maybe I'm letting the cat. He was onto this a long time ago, and we didn't say nothing on the show because it wasn't really sketchy. Th he came to me two months ago and said, "Hey, man, I heard Jeff Ward Racing's in trouble. I don't know what's going on, what they're doing with Dean. You know, we didn't say much about it, but you were onto it. You I don't did know. I say stamp it? I don't know. Did you stamp it? I'm not sure. I'm not saying you didn't. Uh, but, but you didn't see me tweeting it. No, no, no. Because I am not, we, I am not a reporter. We discussed it. <laughs> was we, dis it uh, we discussed it and said, "Don't let's not talk about it because we don't really know." But you know what? The you thing did, is, you did. I did, and yeah. I knew about it. And I mean, I didn't know that they were going to do that, but I, I had a good feeling, and I knew he would end up back there at Mitch's. But I was more disappointed for those guys, all the, the employees there. You know, Oscar, from Dang Paul, and Oscar. Right. You know. You know, everybody, right. because I, our sport doesn't need teams to be going away. I think it's good, like, Velocity's coming in and, and other teams are coming in. We don't need to lose teams. We need to build teams. And for them to go away, 
wasn't good. But I don't know if they are going away. I heard that they. I don't know either. We had Dory on our show. Last, I mean, I don't know. Last... I know that they're, they're they have guys out riding their bike and they're doing stuff. Yeah. And I hope to God that they could pull it together and go I racing. Mean, I don't it, care who they get. I, I mean, I, the last thing I talked to Paul was a Supercross only deal, but they lost Chisholm. They lost Dean Wilson. So you know, Metcalf's out there, but he looks like he's going to Valley. So I don't know who they would go racing with. But uh, you know, you're giving me a look. I don't know. I don't know. I know they've been talking to. Oh, okay, so maybe they there's, do. There's something. dudes out there. Right, right. I mean, there's Josh guys Hansen. out. There's guys out there that are capable of being up up front. So there's still guys available that you know. Josh Hansen. That have been there. I think. I'm not saying that mind. you are, but I'm just saying. Well, I can't think of anybody else. Pink, can you? I'm probably not. I mean, Canari's locked in. So don't you know? Yeah, Canari. He's super happy about that. Aren't he? <laughs> he's locked in. Yeah. I uh, hope they didn't sign him over his German race. Um. Anyway, so they so they might do something. But anyways, so what I don't about, know who they're talking to, but I, know, about, I, I, I would like to see them. I know, like, you know, when we're at the track, they're down there every day yeah. testing, you know. Well, it sounded, because I, I chatted with Wardy for a while about it. Yeah. And he when was, was this, like, recently? This is this week. Oh, okay. And he kind of was like, dude, I don't even know what's going on. He goes, you know, <laughs> we, we uh, basically it came down to one of the sponsors that they couldn't get locked in yep. and it it was because this sponsor is back in new jersey and so as they were really trying the to rush along to get yep. to happen that hurricane wrecked them they they're underwater back there so um he says you know uh what's his nuts um that runs the team, owns Paul the team. no 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 owns the team mike Kranjak. Kranjak was like <clears throat> you know kind of going through these fits of oh that's i can't i can't i'm not doing this i'm not going to spend this money if we don't have sponsors you know mm -hmm. and he It'd be all downhill. And then Wardy would be like, no, we, we got it covered. These sponsors are going to come on. It's just going to take some time. Yeah. And he'd be like, okay, okay, fine. Let's go. And then he just kept going back and forth. And so I think it's, according to Wardy, it's still the well, same kind of thing. He's just back and forth. But let's ask. One, the, one let's day ask, he's racing. One day he's not going. Let's ask the outside sponsor, King B2B man. B2B. Uh, if you don't have your guy in, Kenny, at this point, you can't go racing. <laughs> no. I mean, whether I mean, or not the hurricane comes or whatever. I mean, we're, we're at December, you know. You can't do this. No. I mean, if you don't have things locked in by September, it ain't going to happen in October, November. Because everyone's budgets usually start in October. Yeah. So if you're not signed up by the end of September, you ain't getting signed up usually. I mean, we're working on some other stuff. But, you know, we're not we're not counting on anything. It's yeah. like, all right, let's work let's for – Let's see what happens. Let's yeah. work for 14. Let's keep working. But, you know, I know, I know that those guys at Jeff Ward, I know those guys very well. And I know that they were pounding the pavement hard – and entertaining people at races and, 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 and trying and doing their thing. Um, you know, maybe it was one of those deals where they did very well with Sam and Well and they had a big nut that they could fund the team and were funding it off of that. And, you know, that guy that owns a team isn't successful in business because he's stupid. You know what I mean? He's not going to keep funding, funding, funding and get nothing in return. So, yeah. uh, you know, I hope, you know, hopefully that they, they do have something. And I know that they have a lot of good guys. And they Oscar, can, Oscar left? Went to I, I don't know. I heard he went to Reed's team. Yeah, me but too. But what what would he go to? What would he do to Reed? What would Chad use him for? I don't know. What would Chad's Chad use? like assembling all the best mechanics <laughs> in the world over there? Not using any of them, really. Hey, I mean, I, dude, I, I'll tell you what. If Chad picks up a good sponsor, he has the personnel in place to to, to do yeah. it. And I think that's awesome. I think that's something that we tried to do with our program before we had the the, the riders that we needed. Before we had you know Ivan and Josh Hansen and those guys, we built it with strong personnel, and that's what we did. But you know, we we had something that you know. We had some funding behind the program and were able to pay for it. But I know that if we didn't have the funding, I didn't think that you know my team owner at the time wouldn't have paid out of his pocket just for yeah. just to have those guys in the in the, so, in the background. Okay, so Dean goes to Pro Circuit. What do you think, Ping? Two fifty Supercross, four fifty Motocross. 
Yeah, I, I think he's bummed at being on that 250. I think it's going to be hard for him to get all revved up. But you think, yeah. <clears throat> who's on the East Coast with him, though? Who's he going to have to compete with? Barsha's mm. out. Well, you'd have Bogle and Zach Osborne. Um. Wharton. I mean, I'm, none of these guys are striking fear. And well, that, that's you're what not, I'm saying. He's, yeah, you're not. He's looking, <laughs> right. you know, he's probably going in there pretty confident because he and Barsha were. <laughs> How old is Dean? 20? 21 at the most? I don't know. I mean, he's still young, dude, and yeah. that's a title that it's just going to make him better, I believe. And I, th- I, I was always it's the. amazing he hasn't won one. Dude, I mean, I can't, I can't, I'm not a rider, so I don't know, but I was almost always one of those guys that said, hey, you ride that class until you're good. You're perfect example. Is you ride that class until you can't ride it anymore, right? And you know what, what I mean. <clears throat> Ricky, build, Ricky build. Carmichael's famous quote is, "I should have stayed another year." In one twenty-five, ask a guy that should have stayed, that didn't stay, that jumped up was Brian Swink. Yeah, perfect example. He could have stayed there, and but you yeah. know, it, it's different. But, but, but you go when the op- when the right opportunity presents it, it, exactly, itself. Exactly, exactly. Thing, and I mean, he's big, he's tall. You know what I mean? If if Forty's team had kept going, and they had good funding, and they could get those bikes dialed. Dean would have done good on that 450 in Supercross. I don't think he had any issues. So, best place for him, though, Pro Circuit? I mean, I think so, right? Yeah, if you got to ride a 250. Right. um, There, you know. What else did he have out there for options? Anything that you knew of? I I couldn't. I asked a few people. I asked around. I I thought he would maybe shop around at KTM again because they were bidding on him, and and it was Roger kind of said, well, if I can't get another top-level guy, I'm not going to get anybody. Yeah, yeah. So I thought maybe he would come back into play, but. I never heard any, even any rumors of that. So, yeah. really, know. the only place for him was. Uh, it's just it was circuit. too late. You know, money's yeah. already spent at that point. So he's right. I think he's lucky to have fallen back where he did. Right. Do you put any of this? And I don't, but I know I got some phone calls about it. Do you put any of this on Dean slash Tony Gardier's agent for the team for not knowing, not going in, knowing you had a title, you had money guaranteed, you had equipment guaranteed. Do you put any of that on those two? I know there was other agents that really thought this was awesome. You know how our sport is. You get the phone calls. You, people are, you know. Do, do, yeah. do you put any of that on there? I, you know, it's hard because I mean, who knows what they were promised. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, I look at, like, the team's been around for, what, eight years? Six six years? Yeah, it's they not won, like it's a brand new team. They won two titles, you know. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a an established. Uh, they had a whole year of working with the bike. They were going to have right. factory Cowie help. You know, there wasn't yeah. any issues back when they were negotiating the deal. Everything yeah. was looking good. So, you know. I mean, because they were talking to you, Kenny, right? Who? Dean. I mean, you. No. No? Never got that no, far? No, I mean, everyone's like, you guys are talking to, dude, I, we talked not, to. Not recently, I mean, before. Even back in the day, it yeah. was like two phone calls. Okay. And it was like, he said, you know, he was out of our price range at the time. And I was yeah. like, no way. We didn't have sponsorship. We didn't have right. stuff all lined up. And that's one reason why, I mean, I said this before. So do are you smiling a little bit? I mean, obviously you love no, Tony hell and Dean, no. but... No, hell no. I'm not smiling. Ballpark, I don't... how much was he looking for? There's oh. a guy in his in his shoes... More than, more than we were... More than well, we, I understand more than more what More than pay. we wanted to spend. Way more than what we wanted to spend. Ballpark. Without, without being proven, with having two shoulder surgeries. And if it was a guy, you know... A Tim Ferry, for example. Back yeah, exactly. Right. I don't think it's my place to say how much money. It's, you know, it's, I'm not going to shout it out there, but it was quite a bit of money. It was probably double what we're paying guys right now. So I mean, it's a lot of it was a lot of money for at the time. Plus, he wanted to keep gear, he wanted to keep this, he wanted to keep that. You know, yeah. I mean, it was, it would have been you know millions of dollars, not millions, but, but a million. Plus. Having said that, look at what Barsha just did at the Monster Cup. 
and Dean's on that level, right? Well, you Isn't know what? Dean exactly hold, on, hold on there. Okay. I, I like Dean Wilson. I think yeah, Dean yeah. Wilson's an awesome, awesome He's rider. He's going to be our guest later. Dean Wilson hasn't proved himself on a big bike yet. I think he can. I think he's awesome. I think he's going to do really well. But So you take he, Barcher's outdoor rides on a 450 as, as something that you can go to the bank with? Not, not, not just that. He's a champion two times. Uh-huh. Okay. He's, proved, he's, run the, he's ridden the 450. He showed that he had speed. You know what I mean? Right. I, I think that Barsha's credentials going for a Supercross ride are better than Dean's. If it was going yeah, outdoors, but, but it'd be Dean's, a different... Yeah, Dean's a national champ. I, I'm saying outdoors is a different yeah, story. Yeah. You can't but, hire Dean Wilson for a Supercross. And, and if you're going to do both, you need to f- look at it both. Okay? Well, yeah, and you can't compare Dean Wilson to Barsha. You can't. So doesn't Dean's eyes. great outdoor rides cr- uh, cross off with Barsha's Supercross championships and 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 wash out to be for, the same for, rider for a team for most teams going into it maybe you not. want you want you, you, that's your number one priority is Supercross because that's what that the, much though that much that's what the that's sponsors that's look at the most that's what well, they look at I, then I would say that Barsha probably has a leg up in indoors and do, and don't get me wrong dude I think Dean is going to do really yeah, good yeah. on a 450 when he gets there in Supercross but my mind and 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 putting everything in line and Put in pen to paper. Dean D- Wilson. D2B. Yeah. Dean Wilson hasn't won a Supercross title. He had two shoulder surgeries, and who knows where he's going to come back at. Yeah. I know he said he's training harder than ever, and uh, I hope yeah, to God yeah, he does. Yeah. I, mean, I want to see him come do. back and kill it. <laughs> right. I mean, that's it's you know everybody says that. I mean, what are they going to say? I'm going to come back and suck. You know, I hope Dean comes back and kills it. I I really like Dean. I have a lot of respect for him. It's just a bad situation that he got into. I think a lot of people don't know. Um, you know, on on our team, there was a couple situations where we could have, we had two riders that we were ready to sign. We talked to them. Everything was looking good, but we didn't have our deal done. So we couldn't go to that rider and say, hey, we're getting this, this, and this when we didn't have it on paper from the manufacturer. From somebody else, yeah. They told us that that's what they were going to do, right. but we weren't going to go to a rider and say, hey, this is what we can offer until we had it in paper. The riders were like, well, I can't. You know, can you promise me? Yeah, we can promise you. But if it falls through, we're looking like an idiot. And all yeah. we have is our credibility as a team. So if you have another offer, you need to go take that. And those other two riders had offers, and they took them. And we had to go on and move on to the next guy. And then we got our deal done, and we were good. Hmm. Interesting. But on the it's catch-22. So Tickle was third pick. Yep. Uh. But but at the end of the day, at <laughs> oh, the end of the day. That, what's that look for, Ping? What? I was, I, you're very hey. proud of yourself for that, aren't you? No, but you know what? On paper, when you you yeah. have all the riders lined up, you cross them out. This just, guy's gone. This guy's gone. Co- I just got this, this guy's quote gone. from you from the story, my feature story I'm working on. Exactly so. what I put in there. If you look at combined points from 2012, Tickle was the first guy that had had no ride. So at the end of the day, I think Tony was trying to do what was best for Dean. Yep. But I think the only mistake that they did made is they did not have everything guaranteed. What exactly equipment there? I mean. No disrespect to o- to Olin's, they were they were testing Olin's suspension. They were. I mean, what what does that have anything to do with factory equipment? And your guy's on the couch, or you, he's back in Florida riding a stock bike, but your other riders out testing Olin's suspension. That's what really would have made me start scratching my head. Like, hey, what's going on there? Why would you even test that stuff? Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but at the end of the day, technology, bro. Hey, at the end of the day. It just sucks to see teams absolutely lose lose you know the industry lose teams. It's the circle of life, Kenny. We lose Jeff Ward Racing. We get 
Velocity. Velocity. Velocity Racing. Velocity 3? I don't know if it's the 3 or not. Their Twitter account doesn't have the 3 in it. So. Dude, I'm pumped for those guys. So those guys are good right. Kenny Jermaine? Kenny Jermaine worked Brian on your Barry. team last year, last couple years? Kenny that was my mechanic in 96 and oh, 97. Oh, yeah. yeah. PC. And, and Brian G. Barry? Yep. Uh, yep. The Love only it. mechanic that ever wanted to fight me in the mechanics area? Yeah, that was, I mean, I wish those guys the best of luck. I mean, they... I know they're going to be – they have a lot of work to do in a well, short time. I don't know. Uh, I know you read Pulp Mex every day, Kenny. Um, today I wrote a blog about Yamaha, and they are just opening the floodgates. Tie Loop, 1110, Velocity, of course, Star and JGR. Contingency program all the way back to 20th and back to 40th in the outdoors. That's good. That's Yamaha cool. is, is making a push. I guess so. I guess so. It's damage control. Um, all right. What about okay? What about this inside the outdoors? Uh, lots of talk about this. Um, Josh Grant going on. Uh, you know, you get the people who tweet me. Our sports so effed, Mathis. That you know, Josh Grant's left penniless. Tommy Hans riding for nothing uh, on a factory bike. Our sports so effed. Um, I say kudos to Josh Grant for for bringing saying that on TV, but it's not a sport problem. No. His mom took money from him. That could happen, you know, at Pingree working at the local deli or or any of us. Everyone can That's say That's not a motocross problem. I'll say this first before I talk about Josh Grant's situation, but Tommy Hahn and Kyle Chisholm, they choose to do this, okay? They don't have to do this. This is what they do. Right. And I, I'm 100% behind those guys. Think that, I think the sport, I think those guys in, their, in where the level of rider they are, they need to make more money. But... They're the ones, if they're not going to get that much money, they should say, you know what, then fine, I'm going to move on in life and go do something else. Instead of guys like Josh Chisholm or Kyle Chisholm and, and Tommy Hahn, Tommy has had his opportunity. His window has been there. It's, it's closed. I mean, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, my time has come and gone. If I go race, I'm going to be a ninth through 14th place rider, and that's about good as I'm going to be. But they have that racer mentality, like, I'm going to get better, I'm going to get better, I'm going to get that ride. And that's what they keep driving for. Am I wrong, Ping? No, you're right. You, you told your whole life, that's what's beat into your head, is, you know, yeah. don't ever quit. Keep working. You can, you know. Yeah. Nothing's are, impossible. But there has to be a point. They've obviously never tried to staple water to a tree. There has to be a point yes. in life where you go, okay, you know what? I've given my best. I worked my ass off. I take my hat off to those guys. You don't know what that takes to get to that level. And you know what? I've, it's, it's, I, I have to move on in life. Instead of keep doing it, doing it, you're losing money, injuries. Before you know it, you're 30. You don't got a pot to piss in. You fucking can't get out of bed in the morning. Now what? I think that's what really hurts our sport. That's the side they need to look at more than, you know what? If you don't have it, you don't have it. I mean, that's just the way it is. If you're not going to get a ride, you're not going to get a ride. No yeah. one's making those guys go out and ride it. And, dude, yeah. I, I love Tommy Hahn. Right. Tommy, you know, I, I Ivan respect. Tedesco, another guy that Jeff Ward could be talking to. Or those guys. I never thought of that name until right now. So uh, Ivan's Chris in that Bose. boat, too. Ivan's in that boat, too. 31 and no ride. But here's the point. Here's what people – here's what I think. Should you – be able to be a ninth to 12th place guy and make a decent living. That's maybe where the issue is. That, that, or that. whose idea of a decent living, like what's your idea of a decent living? Tommy has gone on and on in many interviews as saying he doesn't want to make 30 grand a year for what the effort and the work and the risk he puts into it. So 
Well, you know what? This I is mean, my this was my saying. Like all these teams are like, oh, there's no money. You know what? There's no money. We can't pay those guys. Teams aren't going to go pay if if the teams aren't if the teams are getting a few million dollars sponsors, they could go pay those guys 150 grand, 200 thousand dollars. But if the teams aren't getting that much money, how are they supposed to pay these guys? You know what right. they want to go race, and then how are they supposed to fund a team? You know what I mean? So it's it's a it's a it's a touchy touchy situation, and it's hard, and it's something that those guys have to make their mind up if this is what they want to do. If they want to do it, put your head down and go after it, and don't make excuses. I mean, I I, I love that show. I thought that was awesome. It was put together awesome. Right. Yeah. But Troy, it Troy made, does a good but job. It, but it made it look like it's the industry's fault. It's it not. Kind of did. It's not the industry's fault. It's the way. Kind of did. You didn't. It's see the it, way right? the apple falls, right. and it's the way it is. Like uh, guarantee the the purse money, yeah, for sure the purse money. You can't compare it. Oh, the last guy in a golf tournament makes a f- you know eighty yeah. grand, dude. You're not. That's you know, apples to oranges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like like Palm told me a long time. We should put you know a shotgun to the golfer's knees, and if they miss a putt, you know, make it extreme golfing. <laughs> that's what. It, that's why it'll be worth eighty thousand. You know, yeah. I I get that. Yeah. I I I get it. And it's just, it's just a, like, how do, how do we as it, an industry? But it all comes down to money. This, this exactly. is such a tiny, tiny little industry. People yeah. think that uh, well, they try to compare it to golf or to football, and it's like, no. So many people golf. There's so much more money yeah. in those sports than exactly. in this sport. It's tiny. The so, fact, you know, and, and the fact that our teams, you know, used to be able to go race, and I, I don't know what the budgets were in the 80s or early 90s, but you had a box van and you and your mechanic were on the road. It had to be a fraction of what it is now. You don't. You didn't need a semi. Four strokes are way more expensive but to you run. You think guys? Okay. So, so more money is going to to just provide a good team. The equivalent to a Kyle Chisholm now, back then, would be Factory Phil, your brother-in-law. I would say, in the big class, an eighth to tenth place guy. Obviously, he had an awesome year in '96. But yeah, no, generally speaking. Generally speaking. So how much was he bringing home a year? Was it more back then? Was it equivalent to now? Do you know what I mean? Like. I guess that's the question you got to ask yourself. Yeah. Is well, it depended on the year, you know. Like he, Phil was making good money when he was at Factory Suzuki. Yeah. He was probably making hundred, hundred fifty, which for then, yeah. for then was pretty good money. Well, for now it is. And he had a f- he had a few good years, and then I think it just every year started going down. Right. The more. So do you think Tommy and this Kyle is a perfect came off this is a perfect way to well, look you at interrupted it. me. Well, the, I'm just going to explain. Okay. I was just jumping on what Pink said. Right. I think the money thing, it's a, it, the sport isn't as big. Yeah, everyone wants to think it's this huge motorsports. We're in these big stadiums. Perfect example is you go look at any other kind of motorsports, like a, a truck racing, or you go to a, a bicycle thing. You go to you got guys like that that are ride the Tour de France and that are on these big teams that make you know the guys that win make millions of dollars. But the guys that are on the team that ride around in the back of the pack. They're not making those that big money. Right. You, guys that ride BMX, you have these guys that race BMX that fly all over the world that race BMX, and they're sponsored by Giant and, and WD40 and Chevy. They're making 150, 200 grand a year. But then you have those other guys that don't, that still go to hopefully make it. That make twenty five, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year. Well, is that what? I mean, to me, that I mean, a guy like Kyle Chisholm, I know what Kyle makes, you know, from salary from O'Neill, and he's and he's shared these things with me. Um, he's a 10th place guy, 8th to 10th place guy. And uh, to me, I think he's making a fine living. Uh, obviously, he's an incredible rider. He's a great skill. But do do these guys, are these guys coming across like, I don't want to say whiners. I mean, that's too strong of a word. But Well, it, what, they do, de- for, for the risk they're taking and the work that they do, they're, yeah, they're they underpaid. do deserve more. Absolutely. But it's just not reality. 
just because they deserve right. it, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make it I deserve so. more. I mean, I do too. Right. We all do. We all do. Hey, I, I look at too. it this way. If, if you're going to pay, let's say, I'll, I'll just throw this number out there. Let's say you have a guy that's a, a ninth through 14th guy, and you're going to pay that guy $150,000 for Supercross. Okay. That's okay. actually... Decent, right? Yeah, That's yeah, the, or yeah. Let's say you're going to pay a guy $75,000 right. for Supercross only. Does he get to do his gear? Flat rate, seventy-five okay. grand. we are going to give you the bike. We're right. going to pay for all your expenses. You're going to make $75,000 to go race 17 races in your off-season. So you're, you're riding for eight months out of the year. Don't forget, $2,000 a weekend for the main minimum. That's $34,000 okay. okay. on top of that. Okay. So right there. Where else are these guys right. that have no education, that can't ride, that can't do nothing but ride a motorcycle, and they know that are going to go make that much money out in the real world? Because working construction, being a plumber, being a, a lot of these guys seem to think they're out there. <laughs> jobs like that are out there. They do. Or I'm going to go work for the industry. I'm going right, to go be right, a gear right, guy. Right. Well, do you think a gear guy makes 150 grand a year? Yeah. Not even close, bro. No, you have a point. And. It's it's it sucks and, and that's it's it's motocross and it's always been like that. I'm sure if you got guys back, if you got privateers on the show from yeah. the '80s, they would say the same exact thing. Yeah, it's the way the sport is, and it, it sucks. And it's almost like never changed. Yeah, and right? it's not like even, it's not yeah. like the teams are making millions of dollars. It's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, velocity velocity racing is not park you know pocketing. No, you know. and it's hard to speak t to like. Feld or MX Sports and say, ah, oh, they, they're being greedy. They didn't make the purses bigger because I don't know what they're making. You know, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you can do the math no. in your head, but how much does that stadium cost to rent? How much yeah, are you paying yeah. dirt works? Who how knows? about bringing all that dirt in? Right. How about the cleanup? How about, you know, right. I, I have no idea. Well, like I just said, you make all 17 main events, you're going to make $34,000 or more in purse money. Yeah. No, that's, that's if you have two, no other two, sponsors. That's nothing. Bonuses. That's nothing. Yeah. If you have everybody, somebody paying your expenses, it's thirty four grand. $2,000, a little bit more than $2,000 to make a main event. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. And, right. you know, I, I think something needs to be done, but this is an, this is a subject that's been going on for years, yeah. and I and it'll probably go on for years more. Props to Josh Grant, though, for talking about his issues. Yeah, that's, and, and that, takes, that, that, that had involves. nothing to do with any no. of that stuff. I mean, I think he right. – I think his wife said it perfectly. You know, if, if, if Josh couldn't trust his mom, who right. could he trust? And I think that was just a really – and I think it took him a lot of balls – and a lot of courage to come out and, and say agree. that because yeah. there's you know how hurt inside that guy must have been just to to feel yeah. like that and just to to trust your mom with your with your whole right. life savings and everything and and have it go away. I I think it's you you really summed it up well, Kenny, and it's harsh. If you don't like it, go do something else. I mean, it's harsh. It is, but you have a point. If you feel like the work you're putting in isn't making you enough money and you can go make more money elsewhere, then I guess quit. I hate to say it like that. Hey, you know what? My, my, my whole deal was, is like, I like, you know, to... Josh Grant's not the first one to have parents go sideways no. on him. No. Oh, Ezra, yeah. Ezra Lusk. Oh God. Damn Bradshaw. Ezra Lusk. Uh, I think Damon Huffman, maybe um, like, yeah. yeah, it's an old tune. Unfortunately, there's a lot of lower middle class, blue collar, maybe a little whiskey tango type of families in motocross. That's, this isn't a you know right. white collar sport. Yeah, I mean I think it's so you I get, think it, you get some people you know that are just shady. Well, the thing is, I look at it too is like you know on a parent side, you have to look at these guys like you know they're if they're you know dual income, dual income household, and the 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 dad doesn't go work for four days a week because he's taking his kid to the races, and the mom's working, and they're putting every penny they make into their kids racing and doing this, then all of a sudden. 
80% of the time, the kid, 90% of the time, the kids don't make it. Just like, you know, any yeah. other sport, maybe, baseball, maybe, football, maybe basketball, higher, 95%. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like you see all these football players and baseball players giving back to their family, buying their parents' houses and doing stuff for their families. Well, a lot of these kids don't, and they say it like, oh, they're, I don't care who you are, if it's any top rider out there that's out there, Chad Reed, James Stewart, Brian Villapoto, Dungy, all their parents, Trey Kennard, all their parents have put a lot of money and energy. Your dad, for instance. I remember Ping's dad at the Nationals in a polo shirt with the little khakis with the top sliders on. You know what I mean? I rem- and, and I know, like, people's parents, they just, I think that they, where do you draw the line? Do you draw a contract with your kid when you're, well, that's a, yeah, that's you draw a contract issue, when your yeah. kid when he's 15 years old and say, right. if you make it, you're paying me 25%. You yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah, what yeah. you're doing for your kid. You're supporting your kid. Yeah. Some, some guys do. Yeah. Weimer had some kind of weird deal like that with his dad. But do you think that's fair? I no. I think I, I, I think I, if if <laughs> I think it's th- fair. These are your, the, I don't. I don't think it's. I think it's jacked up. Well, I think as a ro- I think as a parents, person, you should pay your, your your parents back. We're we're getting into another territory, but if you're a star rider, you should absolutely write your parents a check. Write them a check. You think? Absolutely. I think if uh, I think, the kindness I think, of your heart. I think it depends on maybe where they're at. If they're yeah, if I they think need if help. I think if they're stable, but if they're yeah, if, yeah. if they're doing okay, but if they're they if they took every penny out of their which they for all, instance, I'm going to give you a perfect example. I had a writer. I'm not going to say his name. I worked for him, and his his parents. Ray Crum. His dad was retired at the time. Boom. Dude, why it. do you got to throw people's name out there? No, it's not Ray Crum. Oh, I'm okay. guessing. I'm guessing. People's parents worked their whole lives, and, and he had elderly parents. They were retired, okay? He was doing okay. He had sponsors. The sponsors went away. They hired me. They took their money out of their retirement pension, put it into his racing, hoping he was going to make it, okay? This guy wasn't putting the work in. He was partying, screwing off. And I said, dude, you're really doing this. Your parents <laughs> took in, taking their retirement pension and put it into you, and you're just like f- taking his shit and throwing it in their face, I go, dude, you definitely need to, you know, pick it up right. or, or walk away. I said, dude, why don't you give two years of your life, everything you have, and put it into your racing? And if you make it, you make it. If you don't, you go back to school and do whatever you got to do. He's like, that's a great idea. Thanks a lot. For two weeks, he was on it. We're driving <laughs> two, to Ponca City. Two weeks. We're driving to Ponca <laughs> City, right? And I'm driving, and he's in the truck, and he goes, I'm going to go get my goggles ready. I said, cool. All of a sudden, I smell pot. And he had one of these doors that swing open to the back. And I reach over and I open the door in this box truck. The dude's blowing pot smoke out of the vent. <laughs> and I go, what are you doing, dude? What happened to this? Oh, a- after this, I'm done. And I'm just like, dude, yeah. I just threw my hands up. But that's what you deal with. That's what you deal with. And these families, they never tell their kids no. Yeah. And if, if, if I can see it, they have to see it. They're not putting the work in. And that's where they have to draw the line, I think. I mean. And what about poor spending habits, too? I mean, Ping, you've. You've said yourself you you had some, or maybe I think you've you've told me that back in the day, was there something you regretted buying or didn't you? No, I never. I, I was always was good some, with my okay, money. Some, but I know Red Dogs told me like he was an idiot. Nathan's told me he was Ramsey said he was an idiot. Like nah, it, there's I, a lot of that. Yeah, I, my parents always instilled. Uh, you know, they right. they were frugal. My mom especially, so I, that kind of got passed. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. Your your Biggest dad expense I ever had was a truck. I bought a nice Chevy truck. Right. Well, so Ping, if yeah. let's say you like you were successful, you had a great career, you did well for yourself. Let's say you would have went to that next tier, because when you were in it, it was the heyday of getting paid, and you got paid for well for what you did. Let's say you were at MC level, MC money. Whoa. 
at the end of your deal, would you have scratched your dad a check? Or was your dad, uh, your dad I, was well I, off enough where he I didn't mean, need he, your my money? My dad, like, survives, you know. It's not like he's over there living in a trailer and, you know, wondering where all his money went. But, yeah, I mean, you'd maybe buy him a car, you know, whatever he needed. If he needed his house, you know, a big chunk of money put down on his house. Right. or This is the way. do something like that to definitely take care of him. But I, I feel like as parents, I don't know. It's a fine line. Like that was irresponsible of you to put yourself into all this financial exactly. ruin. Exactly. On the you know rolling the dice that your kid was going to make it. That's yeah. that's what my my but biggest it grief takes is. That much, doesn't it? That's the way I agree with with the whole uh, parent thing. Is I think that if you're a parent, you know it's, you're spending. It's, it's literally worse odds than going down here and putting something on, yeah. on a hand of blackjack. Dude, what about this? Like, if that's, you have yeah, betting, betting on your kid to make it in super, like we just said, it's 95, 98 percent right. chance he's not going to make it. Let Kenny talk. Sorry. If <laughs> it's all good, if I think if if the parents can are fin- financially okay and can afford to pay for their kids racing and get them out there, but what I don't agree is with these parents taking every cent they have and putting it into them and then hoping to get something back. I don't yeah, agree yeah, with that. Yeah. No, I don't agree yeah. with that. I think if a parent. And a family can afford to do it because at the beginning, that's what it all starts. It's a family sport. You do it because you love dirt bikes. You love, you love racing. You go to the sand dunes. You go camping. And that's what it's all about because once it, once it goes over that hump and it gets all serious that you have to go to these amateur nationals and they go to homeschool and they're just 12 years old. They've got their kids in. A, dude, I was at Mammoth this year. I'm sitting in the sauna. Whoa. I'm sitting in the <laughs> sauna, right? Dude, this kid – Rolls in with his rookin' road bike. He's probably 13 or 14 years old. And he has a stationary spinner, uh, a stationary thing, into the sauna. (laughs) Spinning in the sauna? And he's spinning in the sauna. And I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) He goes, my dad's making me do this for 15 minutes. I'm like, dude, when are you racing? He's like, tomorrow. I'm like, are you kidding me? I go, what class do you ride? He's like, C class. I'm like, on an 80. I'm like, oh, my God. It's like. It doesn't make sense to me. It there's doesn't. a right there's a right way to do it. You know, like if you look at McGrath, his yeah. parents very humble people worked at owned Jack and Ann McGrath Auto. You know, mm-hmm. not like they're raking in cash. They right. they put every spare dime they had into taking Jeremy racing, and uh, he made it. But they didn't ruin themselves. They went back to work every Monday. You know, Monday to Friday, grinding yeah, yeah. it out. And since then, Jeremy he's bought them cars. He's probably paid off that house that they were in. Got him a new. You know, he's right. he's taking care of them. But it's not like he was. I doubt that he's writing them big checks every month still. So do you guys think that inside the outdoors, I mean, was that a bad look for our sport? No, I think it's – I know I got a lot of emails and tweets that were like, F the sport, man. Well, you know what? You know? That's just people that don't know. Okay, what about about this question? Okay, and I know the answer. That's that's America's mentality now, too. Everybody deserves everything. You know what? I'm going to say – That's not the way it is. It's it's reality. There isn't that much money in this sport. Hey, I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah. Do. When I was laid up for a while, I couldn't really do much because I had to lay face down for a while. And mm-hmm. I, I really got into reading some books online. Oh, and I wow. read I read this Tito Ortiz book. And then I I heard um, someone said he did his podcast with Joe Rogan. And I went and I listened to it. And Tito Ortiz, you know, is a UFC fighter. Yeah. And Very, he was he was Jameson. he was brought up by a drug addict dad and went off went went left when he should have went right and all this crap happened. Well, he ended up getting on track, and he started being a fighter and being really successful and making a lot of money. Well, down the road, shit started to go wrong. 
And he started to freaking point fingers everywhere, saying, oh, that guy's the problem over there in my camp. That guy's the problem. That's why I'm not winning. And he started firing right. people. I'm going to beat him up. He's going to do this. And that's what he started doing. He said, after about three years, my life was just going down the tubes, and I couldn't realize what was going on. He goes, one day I had to look in the mirror and said, you're the problem. You are the problem is what's going on. And I had to turn around and stop making excuses. And why point did the he finger. come to this? Just, uh, just did he say? It just, he said he had awakening. He said, you know what? I had to take all of my all the responsibilities that happened, and I had to point the fingers back at myself right. and take responsibility for my actions. And I think that is what the bottom line is on this whole thing, where riders in this industry need to look at that and say, I know everything. They need to say, you know what? If it's my time to retire or if it's my time, I'm not going to get what I want. It's my time to go away. Right. I can't blame other people. And I can't do this. Can't blame the media. They can't blame the media. They can't play the industry. They can't play the sport. They can't play this because they're not getting paid. Right. If you were, if you were the best and you were good, you're going to get paid. Well, and I think I'll tell you. I think you meet the same people up that you do down. So if you're if you have high character, you have high morals, you treat people with respect. It's easy when you're up and coming. And I'm not saying any of these guys aren't doing that. I'm not saying that. But in general, I kind of feel like you get what you dish out. So when your times are tough and you meet some of those people on the way down that maybe you weren't so kind of on the way up, these things come back to you. That's how it is in life. Yeah, I well, mean, yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, that's, I mean, I just, in our sport too. It's, it's a really hard conversation to have with yourself or, or a decision As a rider, to yeah. To. Right. Because like well, you said, I'm not, it's, Aaron, it's, I'm not Aaron. Look at me there in that photo. Yeah, that's I mean, life was style. good. Yeah, I know. Life was good there. I had to tell myself. I can't do that anymore. Well, one look at that style, and I think you could. <laughs> what come are you talking about? Is there a deer in front of you? Your visor's pointed straight down. I mean, your elbows. It's the nineties, bro. You're Was jumping. You're, I don't even know how you get your elbows that low. There's a deer running across the track. <laughs> Is that what's up? It looks like. I'm it. just saying. I had to face the same realities, Ping. I hear you. But you know, <laughs> these these guys don't. It's like Kenny said. They, you know, it's all you've done. Yeah. And, and I got really lucky having like the Racer X thing kind of there for me as yeah. a as well like and a, i think you have some talent and skill at it too for whatever reason for whatever reason. you never took journalism in school you never, i did in high oh, school yeah, yeah i took high the journalism school, class in yeah. high school no well, so but, did I, but um for a lot of these guys they don't have that they don't have anything and right. it's like okay what am i going to do now it's a, it's a tough tough road i mean at least like she said um josh's wife she said at least stick and ball players they go to college they have something to fall back on yeah. and i think that it's <laughs> It needs to be – the window of racing isn't that long. And all these guys need to – I mean, I, everyone talks about how what happens to these guys. There's a lot of guys that are successful after racing that, you know – You know, I read a stat somewhere that said 70 – I want to say 78% of, of every NFL player uh, two years after retirement yeah, is broke. Yeah, yeah, I saw it's the same thing. crazy On statistic. the ESPN show. Yeah. Here's, what, here's where I blame – And they're making millions. Here's so, where I, mean, I blame you, Kenny. Of course. The industry, the managers, the teams, the sponsors. But wait a minute. If I turn this around, I can actually blame me, the media. Fuck. No. <laughs> here's, where, here's where the problem in our sport is. And I'll give – and I will say this. I will, I will stand on this soapbox till, till I die. Uh, Eagles somehow got scored. Um, there's no way that James Stewart, Ryan Dungey, Ryan Villapoto are making $5 million plus a year. Right? Can we all agree on that? Five million plus? That they are or they're not? What they are. Saying? They are making yeah. that much. Can we agree on that, Kenny? You, you think I'm, I'm right? I have no idea what they make. I have no clue. Okay. Three to five for okay. sure. Yeah. There's no way that those guys should make the money they make. And yes, they win. And their podium percentages are high. 
And a guy like Kyle Chisholm, hate to bring Kyle up again, Bobby Canari. A guy like Bobby Canari is 11 spots behind them. Still in the main events, still at racing hard. They're 11 spots behind them, and they're making $50,000, if that. We're going to go back to the old saying, the sport is not that big. We, sh- we can't pay those dudes that money. We're not that big. They can't pass the shopping mall test. You know, you know, do you know Ryan Del can't you know go to needs, the shopping mall. Do you know, if you want to point the fingers, um, it goes back to it the can, day. It, to you. No, not to me because I don't. We don't pay those guys. That. It goes back Casey to Casey Johnson to that big deal at Plano. It's the manufacturers that pay those guys that they they want to point the finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the manufacturers that pay these guys that much money, and they're the one that did that. They right. put they they built. Do you that agree point. with me? I no, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree. I think every I think those guys all need to make money. I think every guy. I think any guy that lines up on the line on a at main event. Su- I don't give a shit oh. if it's in the forty. If you make right. the top forty and you're out there under those lights. You need to be making if you're fortieth. You need to make at least fifty to sixty grand a year. What if we had like a salary cap for everyone? You couldn't uh, pay anyone dude. more than sixty thousand a year. Here's salary. how it started. Here's and how put it all, all started. All that money back into a purse. Uh, my theory is for years and years, Jeremy McGrath or Ricky Carmichael won. I mean, McGrath really started it. He won eighty percent of the races, all the titles, all the championships, and this was Supercross, of course, which is more heavily weighted. Teams just got desperate. So if you're a Yogi, if you're a uh, who else? Uh, Wyndham back then, they were like, "Oh man, we we can't win. We need to win. We need to win, win, win." Is it? So let's pay. You know, let's get our own Jeremy McGrath. And the value of winning is too high in our sport. And I know, but look at NASCAR. Wait, wait. You know, like you can win a race at NASCAR, and you're not. You know, you anybody can win. And doesn't necessarily mean you're a superstar or not. In our sport, it's like five guys can win. Well, and no, that's the thing it. with I NASCAR mean, is there's 15 superstars. I'm not even, but like I'm just looking at like. Sure, there are. You can name 10 guys right now. I don't even follow NASCAR. Right. I can uh, name I 10 NASCAR either, drivers. Well, you know what? This is what this is what we're getting at here. I mean, we could talk about this. All I feel like own. that's the. the game this back, is, this, this is, is my problem. Pump your brakes for a second. Okay, sorry. Back in the day when Jeremy McGrath was winning everything, the guys eighth through tenth were making hundred thousand dollars a year. You got David Volman, that was. Well, he wasn't eight. No, no, no. I'm talking oh. about after, like, let's say yeah, after yeah. he when he went to, uh, uh, what was that team uh-huh. he rode for? Buku. Oh, Buku. He was probably making that much. Nick Wade rode for that team was making that much. Those guys weren't winning. They were fifth through ninth. They were making that much money. This whole the whole country has went through a big recession. Okay? I guess you have a point. Big recession. Bike sales are finally coming up. They're coming back to the. In the last four to five years, no, those guys haven't been making that money. But in the past, they did. I guess you have a point. In I feel the past, like now, they did. Now, they did. But, but now it seems like like those guys are making double what Jeremy made. The guys now, they're making what? Double what MC made? What did MC make? Yeah, but they're... But, 700 grand from Yamaha, I think, was his... Yeah, his but dude, there wasn't the sponsors that they are now. And that's what the deal is. The it's, outside sponsors are coming yeah, in. Yeah, but Mon- it's like the... Monster didn't it's like in the, millions of bucks It's like either. the rich got richer in the last five years. I wouldn't say and that. And the poor got poorer. You you can't say that like America maybe you can't yeah. say that you it's there's there's too many variables going on right now there's there's too okay. many but I'm just saying good discussion though how give, about this give this it up something... give it give it some more time and we'll we'll t- you can talk about it in in two years from now you think we'll be back I I think... I think so I think so I think we have to be back I, I think I I'd tell you it's more like six or seven years but the economy will eventually come back sorry about the election by the way Ping <clears throat> yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> uh, this is a, sorry tits this was an idea that. Uh, Mitch Payton and I and a couple other guys were kicking around as if 
if you had a salary cap for all riders, yeah. no team could pay more than you, you can never do it. Let, but absolutely. Let's say it's sixty thousand bucks a rider. I know okay. what you're getting at, and I agree. So, so that was just enough to live, like you know, a reasonable. You could yeah. pay your bills and get by, right? Unless you were living yeah. like some kind of king, right? Take all that extra money, okay? Whatever funds you've got, and I don't know how you divvy it up or whatever, but put it all into a purse, so that it, the, and, yeah, and it was yeah. spread down. You know what I mean? Then, I, then your top guy could still go out and make his five million bucks. I mean, I he would, just had to I, earn it. I think sixty is too low for a Ryan Villapoto or a James Stewart, but. Yeah, a million dollars. Cap it at a million. I mean, you don't think that would help teams? Of course. If, if they didn't have oh, to pay God, James yeah. a million five but I, I for mean, a season when he just they, sits those on the guys should make millions. They but I'm telling you right now, they, if James they did, Stewart sells tickets. Hey, he sells tickets. Bottom line is, if they did that to those guys when before they paid him that much, yeah. if they did it as soon as they got off the mini bikes and never gave them that much money, yeah. and just. Right. Threw him breadcrumbs and they what? nibbled at it yeah. and said, "Hey, if you want to go make a million dollars?" That's what Mitch Payton's always told me. He says, "Like I'm a firm believer that you pay someone a good salary, and then you say how much money do you want to." This is what he told me. He said, "Get a writer in your office. Say how much money do you want to make? I want to make 1.5 million dollars. All right, here's a base salary of 100 grand, and here's a, here's a bonus structure that you can make 1.5 million dollars. And this is what you need to go do. If you're good enough, you're going to do it. If not, quit and go to school. Yeah. Bottom line." There you go. Uh, with that, let's take our first commercial break of the night. So our lines are jammed with callers, but we're getting to our first guest. We had a good discussion here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Fly Racing, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Moto. Thanks, everybody. We're back after two weeks and better than ever, I'd say. Uh, next up, Ryan Morris. See you in a bit. Mark Pellegrino. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. And you're hearing Kenny Watson with the little man's disease and that other idiot. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, STEVE, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with the new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set it and forget it deal, featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch perches, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX upon checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 
2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation and American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, Geico Honda, number 20. I use free gun underwear. You guys should get some too. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. 
Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Freegun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Freegun, get hip and get cool. Freegun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bell Ray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech gold valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore, and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
Welcome back. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. You like that, Ping? Who was that? That's the brand new single from the Tragically Hip off their new disc, We Are the Same. Drip, drip, drip. And now for plan A, the disc is called. That's called We Want. We Want It. We Want to Be It. That awesome. Was, that was not good December music, 15th, man. House of Blues, I Will Be There. Coming to Vegas. That's an awesome song. Sound like the guy had a gonorrhea or syphilis or something. <laughs> you know what? You wouldn't know good music. Screaming. Hey, I just got back from the drip. GNR concert, bro. What you said? GNR. Really good cover band. Welcome to the jungle. It was all right. Yeah. Axel. It, it, Axel that's really it. what it was. Mm. There was some. If if it's a hundred percent is the concert. There's maybe uh there was a ten percent slice of the old Axel Rose slash GNR in there where you're like he's got it he's back he hit the note sounds just you know sounds awesome everything and then the ninety percent was a really good cover band with Axel's voice kind of gone you know. Still, I'm glad I went to see Guns N' Roses, an iconic band. You know, before he's 50 years old, he could be dead anytime. So, he could. Um, all right, let's. Uh, we're gonna come up with Ryan Morris right away. At first, though, let's do. You know, if Axel ever listens to himself sing, bring he your might mic kill up. himself. Bring your mic up. There you go. <laughs> Are you there? You know, it's the same problem as I have. How, yeah, how would he feel if you he heard you characterize him as a really good cover band? All it's right, true, man. He'd like, kill himself. You, you're right. I mean, he might be dead soon. It's, it's true, though. Like, his music, you listen to old GNR. I mean, he's got a high pitched, screaming voice, and now it's he's, it's gone. Well, you know, it's not 25 like 25 years of cigarettes yeah. and drugs oh, and yeah. booze. You know, we still it. got his high voice, though. The Sammy Hagar. Still sounding as good as ever. Really? Oh, yeah. I just watched, uh, I shouldn't even admit this, watched his uh, birthday bash from Cabo online. You know what? I've said enough. Wow. <laughs> I think you've said too much. I've said enough. I've said enough. All right. Let's, uh, let's get our next guest on the line first. Or no. No. Here's what we're going to do. Kenny's on the phone again. Okay. Going to get our next guest on the line. But first, courtesy of Race Tech, suspension engineers of Derek Anderson, Cody Gilmore, you name it. Race Tech. Been around a long time. Ping, you ever use Race Tech stuff? I did. You did? I did. My rookie the, season. David Pingree has used race tech. And you loved it. And it was great, wasn't it, Ping? That was good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, great stuff. So thanks to race tech, we got a shirt and a hat to give away. Three shirts, three hats. Wow. First, first three callers. Ooh, race tech. Thank that's, you that's for talking bag. shit on our sponsors. That's a grab bag. Uh, first three callers. Step up with a hat and T-shirt. First three wow. callers. Fuck. First three callers. <laughs> uh, to call in, get the prize pack, get their T-shirt sizes. First, though, Tits, can you get Ryan Morris on the phone? Yes. Okay. Hurry up um, and call. You don't want to miss that R- opportunity. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> hey, let's – since, since – Paul Thede's Paul since, good. Since Thank Fuckface you, Paul. here has already covered it on another radio show, to which he will be fined. Ping, what do you think of, what do you think of Muddy Creek and the TBA race of the National Series? <sighs> Steel City and Texas are gone. Have you, did you ever go to Texas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you did? Oh. Yeah, I was miserable. Oh, that's right. You did. Kenny, you will have never – you will have died, Kenny, and never have been to Freestone National. I know it's crazy. I'm I'm bummed. Uh, I actually stood in in one of the tight corners and threw waters on my guys every lap they'd come by. Yeah. Uh, Whatever it took. You know what? I, Tony Miller, great guy, did a lot of work on that facility. I don't think there's going to be anybody sad to see it go. What do you think, Pink? I uh, mean, I mean, the it's track funny, was though. all right, but it was super hot. Nah, uh, the heat. You're not getting away from the heat. You think it's not going to be hot in Tennessee? Not Zach Osborne told me not at that time oh, of year. Zach Osborne's high. It could be. He, he's from there, bro. Ball sweat hot in Tennessee that time of okay. year. Okay. Depending on the sea, on the what kind of summer they have, but 
the thing with Texas is the track sucked. It did. You can say what you want about it. It was flat. You know. Yeah. It's just a big flat field. So. Speaking of flat, I mean, I, I, Utah's going to be quite interesting. It's at Miller Motorsports. You think that's where it's going? That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Speculation, Watson. That's a big. Shouldn't, shouldn't I, 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 I should I'm, I'm not gonna. It's not speculating. I I know that's where it's going to be. But they're building a whole new motorcycle park. That's fine. They can build it there. They could build the sweetest track in the world. Right. But it's flat. It yep. is flat. It's flat. But Elsinore was flat, or was it? I mean, I thought they did a good job for Elsinore. That that, that I thought going in that that was going to be a lot worse. They can. I mean, they have the money. Right. You could do anything with money, and yeah. they have time. But another thing is, it's not. They don't have nine months to build it. I mean, they get snow. They get. You know oh. what I mean. So it's going to be pretty hard to be building a track when the ground's frozen. All right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, but first I guest think I will never count him out. Uh, he is now recently retired, and now has moved on to be the manager of the Star Racing team, a gig he started last summer in the outdoors. Ryan Morris, what's up, man? What's happening, Mathis? Thanks for coming on the show, bro. Appreciate it. No problem. Uh, Pingree. Is he really your bro? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe not now. Have you know, you known him longer than me, right? No. Okay. I, I knew you longer. You know me longer than <laughs> yeah. him? Yeah. Have you known Morris longer than me? You and I were partying, though. Do, wait, do you know? Triple X. Hey, Meathead. Do you, know, do you know Morris longer than me? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know when you knew Morris. I guarantee you okay. don't. I, I think we had this conversation the last I think, time I, think I was on did. here. I think we I did. did. I, Kenny, we did. I was Kenny just trying to call him out. He hey, knows everything. Uh, <laughs> Pingree's, Pingree's in the studio, too. Um, Hi, Mo. Mo, so What's up, Ping? is it – oh, by the way, people who are listening, we have our winners for the Race Tech uh, hat and shirt giveaway. So. Congratulations, you guys. That was awesome. You're such a dick, Watson. Uh, <laughs> Mo, so are we, are we sad at the retirement – are we happy that you've moved on to be a manager like the great Kenny Watson? No, it's what, great David Pingree. He, uh, he's a writer. Well, Pingree's moved on from that. But uh, uh, what do you, what's your thoughts, man? I mean, obviously, it's a great career you had, and, but it's over, and now your next step. So, I guess, first, what's your feelings? Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really thankful to have this opportunity to move into something else. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, I'd really – really, really thought about it, and um, I wasn't quite, I guess it took me a while to kind of really make the decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of still wanted to race, but on the same note, um, kind of getting on the older side, <laughs> well, yeah, and the, this was the, a, the last time a really had... good, oppor- a good opportunity for me to move on to something else right. and start building a future and, and to make sure that I would be able to um, move on farther down the road and, and be able to take care of, of my family and move on to something new. Uh, the last time we had you on, you were, you definitely indicated to us that the career was not over. You were going to give it another shot, see what happened. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you, and yeah. you know that was definitely my thoughts then. And obviously, doors have been closed, mm-hmm. and other doors have opened <laughs> right. and guided me in different directions. Right. So. Uh, just kind of, uh, I guess, doing what I feel is best for me right. and my future long term. And this was just something that I couldn't pass up at the time. And I'm not saying that you won't. Um, you might see me at a, a a smaller race, maybe possibly, but okay. you will never see me. Definitely not at a professional level. Did you? And 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 just be honest. Or I, I know you'll be honest. But getting back into riding. 
did you feel like your injuries, and they were pretty bad from, from the L.A. Supercross, did you get, were you able to get back to your old level? Could you get back to your old level? Uh, or was it something that was, uh, you know, not, not possible with the injuries that you incurred? No, I mean, definitely I felt, I mean, the first couple of days back on the bike were a little, a little off. Of course, yeah. Um, but considering that I didn't really have much time to train and get back in shape with doing team manager stuff at the time. Mm-hmm. So I thought, considering all that, I thought the first couple of days went pretty good. And I've actually rode Supercross a few times now because I'm actually still doing, like, testing and development for the for the team on the 250F side. So right. I've rode Supercross a few times, and actually it's gone a lot better than I expected. <laughs> oh, wow. I can, I, can so, see, I can see it now in case of injury. Mo steps in, Ping. Steps uh, right now. That's hard to do <laughs> when you're supposed to be managing. You know what's funny? Yeah, that, that's not going to happen because I pointed out. So. Oh, that's right. You know what's funny is Ping, uh, and, and this is years now, Ping, I've asked you for years, any thoughts of coming back? How would you do, Ping, if you lined up? Uh, how long would it take to get you in shape? Ping, like, I've asked you this for five years, and every single time, Ping, you're like, it's over. Done. I'm done. I'm not racing. <laughs> like, there's, you've definitely, Ping, have let that thing go. <laughs> that ship has sailed, man. And, and you know, the thing is, and Mo, you probably feel the same way. Like, your speed's probably still there. You know, you could, if you yeah. put some laps in or, you know, when you're feeling good, your times are probably not that far off of the other guys. But, you know, for me, it was <clears throat> the little bit of, it's the mental part that's hard to get yeah. back dialed in. Where for me, yeah. it's, just, it's just not coming back. You know, I'm not going into that first <laughs> yeah, turn like, <laughs> pinned with 39 I other guess, guys anymore. I'm not doing it. I, I guess, uh, like, on... You know, the mental side of it, like, definitely is completely different um, going to a race on that side than if you're mm-hmm. just riding at the test track with the guys. Yep. But, like, my speed, like, I feel still pretty good for mm-hmm. two laps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and, like, the last time I rode, I was, you know, doing some testing stuff with Ross at Enzo, and, and Cunningham was at the track with me riding, and we are riding together and stuff, and he was, like, airing out this quad jump in the rhythm section and he called me out while I wasn't jumping it just giving me a hard time so I had to go air it out so I couldn't get picked on anymore and everyone was laughing like dude why are you even doing that stuff right. I'm like well right. like if I'm testing obviously I need to do what the guys are doing to make it comparable to say yes or no and mm-hmm. I ain't gonna let someone call me out <laughs> <laughs> that seems dangerous to give, me it a, give it a couple <laughs> of years Ryan yeah. you, you'll let them call you out um, so the star, the managing star racing thing um you did it last summer once you got back into the the swing of things. What do you like yeah. about it? What what uh, what do you enjoy about it? I mean, I think I think um, you know. Obviously, I don't know you that well, but I think you're you'd make a good manager. You, you're can, can I tell you why what? Ryan is gonna be a great manager? Yeah, please. Yeah, you've never met somebody so meticulous. You should walk into this guy's closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got about forty nine <laughs> pairs of shoes, and they're all like perfectly. They have like six inches between each pair, and they're all like you know heels <laughs> right, out, just right, match, right. even set, kind of like colors, whites over here, and then some like you right. know blues and reds are here. There's black on this side. Yeah, dude, it's I like have neurotic. That's why yeah. OCD problem. I, I told him, I'm like, Mo, there's meds for this. You need to see a doctor. There's, there's, <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna go either way because I'm kind of the same way. It's gonna they're gonna he's either gonna pull it or it's gonna drive him nuts when he just sees all this shit and this truck driver's not doing his deal and shit's gonna mechanics be laying around are, the mechanics, mechanics are, are gonna be throwing their hey. tool bag. You're all dude, there's a place for that. It <laughs> doesn't go there. There's forty nine bottles of, of water. water with like one drink oh. out of yeah. in there. And you're just grabbing oh, yeah. them all, throwing them in the garbage. But 
it's you're gonna you're gonna see. But you know, it's it's cool that you're doing this, Ryan, because you know earlier we were talking about riders. Like, what do they do when they're done? Like, a lot of guys don't yeah. have the opportunity that you have. And uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm pumped for you. I mean, I'm totally stoked for you. And I think it's going to be uh, quite a ride. I know that I you have a – I think he's going to be really good at it. And, mm-hmm. I, th- I mean, he's been around the sport. He knows the ins and outs of it. And uh, I think it's, you know, just adapting and, and having to, to answer to your boss and doing that, I think that's going to be probably – you know, when you have an opinion of the way you think things are going to go, and they that's where it gets kind of crazy. Well, then this gets to my next yeah. question, or one of my questions from What Mo. are you going to ask him? There's been five team managers there in the last year. How Th- are you going to make it work? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Is that what you're going to say? I mean, well, not not so much that, Kenny, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if Bobby Reagan listens to this show. I'm sure he's right by the computer. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure Brad, who's a big fan of me, is right by the computer. Let the guy manage. Let him manage. No, let, I, let everything's Ryan, been going let Ryan really, really good. All right, good. And, like, it's been a lot better now, I would say, than what it was when I stepped in for the Nationals just because, you know, everything was so new to me then. Yeah. And then we had about eight, eight riders under the semi, so that made it a little more <laughs> difficult for me. But right. I think it was good in a way because I came in at, a, I guess, a hard time and had to deal with a lot, so it kind of made – what I'm doing right now a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. So it's um it's good. Like Bobby's been awesome and um we've worked out a lot of things and I think the approach that we're going at it this year and the future is gonna be a lot better. I mean I hope so. And you 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 as a manager you have to have the authority and you two guys know this. Former manager you've been in the running Kenny for manager of the year two years in a row. Lost. Lost but still in a running ping you never won anything as a manager, but you were good. Uh, I mean, you gotta <laughs> let the manager make his decisions, right or wrong. Yeah, you know, it's my my theory on the thing is, and it's you know, my role is a lot different, and I'm not gonna have as much say as right. I used to. Like, what does JH say? How exactly. Does this, how does he almost win team manager of the year? Two years. What do you mean almost won? Well, according to J Bone, he played a little trick with everybody one year. <laughs> what I'm trying, to, what I'm trying to get at, what I'm trying to get at is that you know. No disrespect to any owner of the team, but if you have guys that this is their background, this is all they've done, like for you, Ryan, for your whole life. You've been racing. You've been involved in it. You know, Bobby Reagan, he's very successful at business and selling cars. It's like him, you you being the car company, you, you owning the car brand and him working for you, and he's telling you how to do it. Like, yeah, you are the boss. You own it, but you don't know how, how the, to run – a race team. You know how to sell cars and you know how to build a brand. I understand you're a businessman. You know how to run a business, but you can run the business end and let me manage the, the technical and let me manage the operations and you could deal with all yeah. the bullshit and the money. And I think when, when you can do that, I think you're okay. I agree. But I think yeah. it, a lot of things happen when you got to manage the money and you got to manage the sponsors and you got to manage you know the mechanics and then the testing and yeah. all that. I think it gets overwhelming. I think if you can find a happy medium in there, I think that's what works best because that's what. Yeah, I, for I, sure. I, like Bobby's been awesome for me. Just like we talk about stuff, and he's let me do a lot of things different that they normally didn't do. And kind of like going into this, my idea is. I've just kind of taken all the information that I've learned over the years from different teams of things that I liked that they did or what they didn't or what they did that I didn't like and just kind of like put everything together as far as what I think everything together would be a good puzzle. And that's kind of that's my awesome. plan. Like a lot of the positive stuff I learned in my career was from Mitch and what he does. So I'm going to definitely yeah. 
bring a lot of that of what I've learned there as far as how to deal with the riders and meetings with the riders and that type of stuff. Yeah, you know, it's good. Is it like you got, I mean, I was going to say that, you know, you've you've ridden on a lot of teams. A and lot you've, of Brooks, and you've had a, Peyton. I mean, but Brooks and Peyton right there, those are two right. awesome team managers. And if you, you yeah. can take a little bit, sponged off of and learn from them, you have a lot to give back this guy. More than probably more yeah. credibility than any other guy he's had in that position. I mean, I know there's a couple guys in there like Alan Brown that's been around racing and understands it. But I think when you bring a guy in like that, that it's his way and this is the way I know it works yeah. and you're gonna debate with your with your boss, things aren't gonna work out. Yeah. But if you could but you you're proven. You've you've ridden for Mitch, you've ridden for Brooks, you've ridden for, you know, a million guys. Yeah. So you could go in there and say, Hey, I know this is the way this is going to work. And I know Bobby Reagan had, I think, you know, just seeing him at the races, the way he talked to riders, I mean, I don't think that he could have a lot of credibility, like, telling guys, you know, you need to do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, he has that Mitch Payton attitude where he's just going to drill the guys and, and you know, be yeah. that tough love. But I don't think a guy like that is going to get the credibility back from the rider. The guy yeah, like that you would, that's yeah. been there and done that and saying, like, hey, and explain it to them. He can't, he'll tell you, you need to jump that. You need to go through this. And they're looking at him going, dude, yeah. you know if you know how to start a motorcycle? <clears throat> we got to ask. Uh, yeah. like, we got, we got uh, the hardest thing for me, like, as far as the position I'm in, is, like, when I get stuck in a situation where it's like, okay, like, as a rider, I would want this, but as a team manager, we need to go this. So I get, like, right, stuck right. in situations, <laughs> like, some stuff like that sometimes, and I'm like, you know what, like, the rider is what's making this happen for us. So obviously that's the direction we need to go in. And that's why I, w I would be happy if I was him, if we did this. Right, so right. it's, it's a good and bad, I guess yeah. that I can relate on both sides. So Cunningham and Martin, uh, on the team, Jeremy Martin, Kyle Cunningham, are they doing split yeah. posts? Do we know yet what, what they're doing? Yes. That's one of the things that we changed that I'm really excited about is Kyle will ride West coast lights for us. And, Jeremy or I'd like East Coast. So okay. we'll be able to focus on just one guy, give them everything they need, really focus on them. And, and I think that's going to be really beneficial for them. Like as a rider, I'd be pumped to be on something like that where I was yeah. like, everything was on me, you know? What about, what about, the down, what about the downside to that? And you know what that is. And this is what the sport is made of is injuries. I don't know. It, what, I know. So what happens? Are you guys, would you guys park the truck or would you get the fill-in guy and go out there? Or have you even thought about um, that yet? Uh, we've talked about it, but I mean, I don't really have an answer as far as what direction we would go. Mm -hmm. I guess it would be more of something we would figure. I mean, we have a plan as far as what we plan on doing if something like that does happen, but, um, I can't really, I guess, say for sure. Uh, Hey, I've heard like what route yeah. we would go. Like if like, I don't have a guy in mind, you know, I, uh, I've heard from different people, Cooper Webb, for sure turning pro at Hangtown. Cooper Webb not turning pro. Cooper Webb may turn pro at Hangtown. What's What can you tell us as you know right now? Hey, I can answer that uh, okay. question. All right, I'm going to answer that for uh, him. All right. We'll find out at Sacramento. I know everything. <laughs> How about we find out at Sacramento? Come find me at Sacramento, Steve, and I'll tell you if Cooper Webb's riding or not. <laughs> and you will be there. No, I will. Like, I'm... I'm super excited with uh, the plan that we have for Cooper. Like he did really good this week at Mini Olympics, and um, he will ride the A class for us, and then come out at Hingtown. Okay, all right. Hey, were you there? No, I didn't go up there. Oh man, 
Is this the point? Is this the part where I bring in my mini O's Ryan Moore story, or do we just skip it? Yeah, we'll, we'll just skip. We'll just skip it. We'll just skip it. Um, hey, so I've got two managers sitting right here. Just so much information, it's ridiculous. Ping, number one piece of advice you give to Mo. Number one. <clears throat> Keep it fun. All right. Which you did. You did do that. Our team was a good time. We made sure we had fun. You guys had podium words you had to squeeze in. You had push-ups if somebody used a certain word. Yeah. Keep well, it fun. And, you know, different riders, um, you know, they, they they like different environments. But all the guys that we had yeah. like to keep it light. Right. You know what I mean? When, when they yeah. pulled their goggles on and went down, we let them go do their thing. But in between, you don't let them overthink stuff. Just have fun. Try to keep them laughing and loose. Kenny, number yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that's great. Like, that's the way I've always kind of been, too, is, like, try to keep, you know, positive and have a good time. But when it's time to go to work, you put your race face on and go out there. Right. And no joking around. <laughs> Kenny, number one piece of advice. Um, my number one piece of advice is I, I know you got to keep it fun and do that, but I would say, oh, well, he's... I would say after that, um, st uh, strictly keep it, uh, a business with your riders and, and try to keep that, that, uh, that relationship, you know, not trying to get too close and keep your distance and, <clears throat> and, and keep a business level because, at the end of the day, it is a business, and if you get too close with the rider, at the end of it, it's uh, it's really hard when you part ways from them, and you know it's yeah. it's it just turns into well, a bad deal. Certainly, uh, yeah, Mo, you've been let go from some teams, and you know, so you know that feeling yeah. um, of being like, hey, wait a minute, I still want to ride here. You know, <laughs> I don't like yeah, that. I don't sure. like that theory though, because that's like saying I'm oh, never yeah. gonna get a dog because I know it's gonna die one day. All right. You know what I mean? Well, that's why you're not yeah. a team manager anymore, and you're, you, you, fucking, you punch dogs in the head for a living. F you, dude. Yeah. I mean, you're hey, kind of – My second living, year, dude, I, I almost won 450 Nationals. I was podium in 450 That's your whole career almost. <laughs> Two. This man here. You haven't even been there. What are you talking about? I've won. Yeah. He's won. 450 Nationals. No, I'm not talking 450 125 Supercrosses. Oh, I'm not. Right there. I Almost. We got one. Got one what? Hey, 125 National right here. 125 National right here. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Whatever. So, Pink says keep it fun. Kenny says keep it a business. Sounds like well, I'm saying <laughs> yeah. the, the other part of keep it fun is, is for Ryan's sake. Right. I mean, you're traveling every weekend. It's long hours at the shop. There's a lot of baloney. I'm not saying, know, I'm not saying you can't have fun with your guys, but I'm saying there has to be a point where they know that it's – you know, they, they, they can trust in you and all that, but at the end of the day, that you you have to keep your relationship and business separate. That's a better way to put it. Yeah. There, you no, have for sure. I agree with you on that. And, like, obviously I have a lot of – well, Kyle's been around for a while, so he kind of has his program that he does. And right. We've kind of made a few changes and talked about stuff. But, like, with Jeremy Martin and Cooper, um, with them being so young, like, obviously I – Mm -hmm. I guess I put more pressure on myself with those two just to help guide them and give them the best information I can to um, make sure they right. do what they want to do and help to help them succeed. And so I think it's going to be hard to not get, I guess you would say have like a get attached and like really close with those guys. And, and obviously it'd be really hard when they do leave if they do leave, but yeah. like with Jeremy and Cooper, you know, they're with us for the next, two years so um pretty solid there and and excited to have the the relationship long-term relationship with those guys because i'm 
right now my deal is I'm going to be here for two years also. So, um, Yeah, uh, between Jeremy Martin and, and Cooper Webb, I mean, again, the guys at Verb would know better, but those are two of the t- fastest amateur riders out there. I mean, Martin's t- pro now, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, so the future looks yeah. good. I just – I my thing with the star team, and it's even before you've been there, is Wilbur Hahn, Darren Durham, Gannon Audette, now Kyle Peters, let these guys grow a bit. It's like, hey, if you come in and you you guys have been there paying and, and, and Mo as a rookie, like they've produced enough. Like they just seem to be going through riders left and right and give them a chance and let them go. And, and, and I thought Peters did well at times last year. He was injured a bit. He was up front here and there. And, I mean, Durham and Will Hahn, how much – how much would Bobby Reagan love to have Darren Durham and Will Hahn on their team on, on his team right now? You know, so yeah. I mean that's all uh, from the outside looking in. And again, it's it's me on the outside judging, as Kenny would say. Uh, <laughs> I just I just I'd like to see some consistency in the program, and I think you can do it, Mo. Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, like the only rider that we don't have for you know the next few years is Kyle. Right. With, uh, you know, this is his potentially his last year in the lights class. Mm-hmm. So um, with him, like depending on where he is at in the championship, uh, he wants to ride a 450 on the opposite coast. And I'm more than open with that with him to kind of help him progress right. into that. Yeah, yeah. But as normal team orders, if he's in the championship hunt, it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, hey, switching gears though, Mo, uh, and wrapping this interview up, uh, you never won a Supercross. God damn, you got a lot of podiums. You you had so many podiums, it's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, w- when you weren't injured, you showed that, uh, you know, you had a lot of skill and were, and can run with anybody. Are you happy with the way the career went? Are you uh, are you satisfied? Do you feel like you wasted some time or you should have done this or should have done that? How, how's your outlook on the total career? No, I'm I'm happy with uh, what I've accomplished. I don't feel any regret for anything that I did. Um, I worked my butt off and was really serious, and um, I'm happy with what I've done. A uh, little bummed that I never actually, I guess you could say I'm more bummed on never finishing a complete year than not winning a race. Oh, like, uh, yeah, because you, you completed full Supercross years, but outdoors, you mean. Yeah, yeah, the full season. Yeah, right. but I never, like, done both series complete. So that was kind of ah, Ping never did either. something that yes, I did. really frustrating on my side. And um, I really felt, also in the 450 class, I really felt that I uh, was getting better each weekend in L.A. I felt like I was finally starting to turn it around after my heat race. But mm-hmm. I guess um, as far as that, we'll never know exactly what I could do on that, but right. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm happy, very happy and very blessed to be where I'm at and able to take care of my family. And that's the, that's the most important thing to me right now is, um, building a future and being there for, you know, my wife and son and being able to take care of them and, and be more long-term instead of right. like realistically, what could I race, you know, couple more years and then do what when like this opportunity bobby approached me with it and it was just too good to pass up and just super thankful for it that's funny hey Hey, ryan do you remember that day in la um i think it was the last practice session you know you went through that the little set of whoops that they had you went right went under the tunnel and you made a left after you crossed the start there was like some like five or six or seven rollers remember those Mm -hmm. you remember that part of the track and you were like rolling yes or you were, you were doing it some way where you were wheel tapping something and then tripling 
You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Before the right-hander, before yep. the triple? No. Yep. Um, he was like no, the was, only I guy. I know after you, the tunnel. I know what you're talking about right in front of the gate. Yeah, you're the only guy doing it that way. And I went back and tried to tell all the TLE guys how to, you know, how you were doing that. Nobody and I just remember watching you. <laughs> they couldn't. They couldn't do it. They tried. They couldn't do it. But um, anyway, I, the, my whole point was I was kept started watching you once I saw you do that. And you looked, you looked really good that day. Like I was not, I mean, obviously bummed you got hurt, but I just bummed that. Yeah. I feel like you were finally maybe going to hit your like stride. It could have been a turning point. Yeah. It could have been, yeah. You were just finally yeah, like kind of getting to the point. Definitely where you the were. first two races were rough. Like the first, Anaheim one had some mechanical issue that was mm-hmm. a freak accident in the main event. And then uh, Phoenix, I was there and I had bronchitis and was just not good. It was a rough, a rough night. And um, it was pretty good for LA. Like I got cleared up pretty good and I had to do like, get all that FIM paperwork stuff done so I can use an inhaler and right. all that stuff. And that was definitely kind of what had kind of brought me out of the hole for that race and was finally back where I should have been. So definitely frustrating, but hey, happy with what I've done and where I'm at. It's funny because before we had you on, we were talking about the inside of the outdoors and some of the sports issues. Kenny mentioned some of these guys need to look in the mirror and realize when it's over. And, and and sounds yeah. like Ryan, you know, you had the job opportunity. You were good at managing. You could have kept riding, but you did exactly that. You looked in the mirror and said, "Hey, I can go two more years struggling along, or it's time." And, and it sounds like you made that yeah. decision. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was more of a, a situation where I, you know, wasn't um, being selfish. I guess I was thinking of my family right. and my future, and not. Um, really thinking about, you know, like, man, I really want this still, you know, like, no, like, I still want it, but it's just more of a, a making sure that I'm solid down the road and, and building on to, you know, what, wherever this takes me. Yeah. I hope your, uh, your wife's ready for, uh, a new, uh, a new position for you because she probably thinks like, oh yeah, he's not going to ride anymore. It's gonna be, well, she better better be ready not to see you much because you put a lot more hours in being a team. Oh yeah, she already she already said that. She's like, man, I used to think you were gone a lot when you go ride and train. <laughs> She's like, ah, I would take that back any day. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like I I leave at seven thirty in the morning and I get home at on a good night six thirty at night. Right, right, and it's just going to get worse when the racing starts. I'm sure. Um, Ryan Morris, uh, team manager, Star Racing. Thank you for coming on the Pulp Mech Show, uh, presented by BTOSports.com. Always a good time, and uh, c- good luck on everything uh, on your uh, next move. I think you'll be successful at it, and uh, thanks again, man. Thanks for coming on. Good luck, Mo. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. See you. All right, see you later. Ryan Morris, everybody, of the uh, Star Racing team. You want to get our next guest on the line there, uh, Tits? I'll take this phone call. We'll take this phone call. Tomo. Tomo. Uh, hey, guys. How you going? What's up, man? All the way from Australia. Yep. Yo. Um, Still. I've just got a question. question um, really? Uh, since you got, what's that? Nothing. Pink put his bare feet up on the table. Like, really? I can't get comfortable? How small would his toes be? Because he's not very tall, is he? God, they look like little bits of sausages. <laughs> little shavapis. Hey, um, a quick question for us. Um, Kent or even Pink probably answered being a former and current manager. You hear um, people say, you know, oh, in the dealing of riders, you know, we need a rider and we can get this sponsor on board, or if we get this sponsor on board, we can get this rider. Um, I'm just wondering how true that sort of holds, because currently looking at, let's say, James at Team Suzuki, I don't really see too much branding on their bike at the moment, as in, has James brought money to that team, or are they just 
not stick it in that way. You know what I mean? That would be a good question for Coy Gibbs. Ah. That would be a great uh, question for Coy. (laughs) You wouldn't be able to hear him much. He just mumbles. He'd be all like, "Ah, ask my dad. Ask my dad. (laughs) 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 Ask my dad. (laughs) Well, go ahead, Pink. Well, you know, when you got silly bands, was that because you had Cole Seeley? (laughs) <laughs> well, that was because we, we knew Seagrist. Seely's uh, hot right now. No, Facebook, you know, we, Apple, Chipotle. We had, uh, I'll, I'll give you a real good example with uh, a guy from your neck of the woods. When we brought Townley over, uh, our sponsors were willing to, to pony up significantly more knowing he was coming. How much did he make? BT? Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, that much, huh? <laughs> I don't even remember. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't what he wanted, but it was more than anyone <laughs> For had ever races? been paid by yeah. Troy before, probably ever. For sale. <laughs> probably ever will be. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I don't know as far as Suzuki goes. Yeah, they, they're they kind of just, uh, it's just Yosh. Yeah, I, I don't think James brings any money to the program, though. I mean, does yeah. I mean, I don't think so. Maybe, but I don't see a Red Bull on there. What about James Stewart Entertainment? That's a big dollar. Is it still sponsor. around? Is there still a JSE? Is there a logo uh, on the truck? I think it's going away. I don't know. That's not a pack. That's not a tax write-off, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure as far as Suzuki goes. That's because they don't even have any sponsors. It's just Yoshimura Suzuki, Yosh, right? Yosh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like the biggest name in the sport. Supposedly, you'd think that he'd be bringing some coin with him, but well, maybe that's a good thing, though. You know, like Formula One, you get happy people are bringing money and getting drives where well, the industry I, I, might still I, have some strength. I think in their in their case, I mean, it's. Well, the sponsors in the straight. industry know that it's the factory Suzuki effort, and they're yeah. going to get the best guy they can. And, and yeah. Yeah. it's factory. It, Yoshimura is is Suzuki pays Yoshimura, and Yoshimura handles it. So, yeah. uh, I don't I don't know their what their what their deal is, but um, I'm you know I know Yoshimura probably ponies up and and does some stuff too. But I, it's 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 tough. I mean, I think you have to sell more than just a rider nowadays. I think you have to sell a whole program. B two B. And there is. I mean, <laughs> the people want to see a return. They want to see, okay, if I do this, um, how am I how am I going to show my return? You know what I mean? Activation. I can't believe that. Mike Webb is just rolling the dice with James Stewart and no one else. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're Yoshi, you have no outside sponsor to make happy well, to show up at the don't, races. Let's let's put it this way. I know Yoshimura is trying. I know every team is trying to go outside the box. Um, I think there just has to be a perfect fit. And if there's a perfect fit out there, maybe that perfect fit was Red Bull. But Red Bull can't do it because of they do a deal with KTM. Who knows? Just, you know what I mean? I, maybe a lot of guys want to do more individual deals with just the athlete. Who knows? I can't but I think going race one guy. there has to be uh, – They're not going to go racing at all. Probably that's going to wind up happening. Not, all right. You don't think it's going to rain yellow? <sighs> I don't know. Uh, the track record doesn't look good. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good question, Toma. I mean, there's a, it's, there's a lot of different different scenarios. You know, you could do, you know, you could build it off of branding. I mean, we were fortunate enough to be able to do that and not really have the. Good. Why the, don't you break off some sponsors for the, other teams? The marquee rider to 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 sell, um, but uh, you know, our our whole program is a lot different than a lot of other people are doing it. But yeah. uh, you know, that's about what I'm going to say for it. But all right, Tomo, thanks, man. That's a good all question. right, thanks, thanks you, Tom, Jen. Thank you. See ya. See you. Uh, next guest is on the line. Uh, he runs for Road for David Pingree at Troy Lee Designs Honda. Now he moved on to bigger and better things with better managers and better bikes and better everything, Bing. Yep. Wilbur Hahn. What's happening? I'm just kidding. I don't know if you heard me, but I was joking. Um, I heard. 
What a dick, huh? Wilbur well. Wilbur really stepped it up that that year with Troy Lee with 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 you, David Pingree. <sighs> he did well. I, mean, yeah, he, I feel like he got that big budget Geico ride because of you, and perhaps owes you something. Oh, not me. I mean the team. <laughs> the team was good for him. I think it was a good fit. I think it just worked out good for him. Wilbur, thanks for coming uh, on. The, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Hey, Will. Will, you got to start fun. start us out right now because we just got done talking to Mo. And uh, we were talking a little bit about Bobby Regan. You got to do your Bobby okay. Regan impression. He, uh, he, he'd wind him up. Bobby, come up and tell Will. You got to get, oh, you man. Got to, you got he, to get he, through this. He would this. always tell me I got to pick up my corner speed. But <laughs> <laughs> he wind his arm up. Tell him. Did he yeah, ever... he would. He did this wind, and it was great. And he'd <laughs> kind of like wind the fingers up a bit. And, you know, it was, we were watching, obviously, Jason Lawrence that year, and he was bringing – some serious heat to the table, obviously, you know, and won the title and was riding yeah. good every weekend. So right. he'd compare, you know, me to them or whatever. And, you know, you just got you got to pick up that course, big boy, you know? And did he ever, did he uh, at the time, you know, it sounded all easy and everything, but that wasn't the case. So, Hey, did he ever call you, Will Hahn, you need to pick up your corner speed. Will Hahn. I'm pretty Hahn. sure that's exactly how, how it went I'll, through. I'll, I'll tell you what. There's one. I heard him telling one rider one time, he called him by his first name, and he goes, blankety blank. You fucking suck. I was walking by the truck. I just went, what did that guy just say? And the guy's standing there just I'll, looking I'll at him like he I'll tell to. you what. Uh, I'm buddies with Dusty Klatt, the Canadian guy, and he's a very sensitive individual, Dusty. You know, kind of emo almost. Like I picture him at Cure concerts and things like that. He could not handle Bobby Regan. Bobby crushed Dusty Klatt mentally about round two of the series where he basically told him, you suck. You need to pick this up. So yeah, you def- you definitely can't be soft um, yeah. under Bobby, you know. Right, right. Anyways, let's um, let's, let's move on. Let's yeah, yeah go, on, go go for it. And Ping always wants to rehash old times. It's it's pathetic the way he hangs on to the past. No, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, so uh, 250 West series for you, Geico Honda. How's it going? How's the prep going? We are scarily enough just over 30 days away. Uh, everything is going right, I would say, right on schedule. Um, bike's been good. Testing's been good. Uh, Bercy was great. I had coffee every morning. Yes. Um, yes, you did. Not from you. That was uh, a, I, I, in the sponsorship realm of things, for people who don't know, Will Hahn and Jake Weimer ran a Pulp Mech sticker on their helmets all weekend long. The deal was I had to bring them coffee each and every morning from Starbucks. It's about a 15-minute walk each way. And uh, I got to say, I made out like a bandit. I mean, Weimer won. He's all over the world in pictures with Pulp Man. That's thousands of dollars worth of <laughs> right? advertising. And I bought him twenty dollars in coffee. That's funny. I've, I, I looked at a lot of pictures. I never even noticed it. Yeah, it's probably too small to really matter to you. Oh, it was big. You got hosed. No, I didn't. I I ripped it off on the flight home. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That was only that was only the deal. Um, Bercy, how was Bercy for you, Wilbur? What do you think looking back on it? Do you know Ping and Kenny? Wilbur had never been to Europe before. I, uh, that amazes me. Guy's been pro for uh, five years now. What's up with that, Will? Why didn't you ever go? I just, you know what? Things never worked out. Um, well, in the beginning, I never got invited, to be honest. Um, <laughs> that was I mean, one. they're not exactly <laughs> looking for, um, they weren't looking for me at the beginning, which I understood and get that. And then the other years that I did get invited, it just didn't work out. Um, either injury or um Right. You know, all of the above. Just what timing was bad, or I was testing, or anything like that, or just being plain flat unprepared. Right. 
So, uh, but yeah, it was my first time, and uh, I have to say, I really enjoyed it. The fans were crazy and awesome. Right. Uh, but just the, the whole experience for me was was really cool. Um, just experiencing, like you said, a, a new country and something I've never been around before. Um, the racing was very high paced, quickly and and tough. Um, yeah. And just everything, jet lag, experience and all that. Again, the sightseeing for me was the coolest part. Like just to experience uh, Paris itself as a city, I, I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, you stayed back on Monday. To do some touristy stuff. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. I did yeah. an extra day, and then we we rented bicycles and, and rode around town and just checked it out and really like just soaked it in and and like I said, I, I really enjoyed every minute I was there. How were the French people to you? Were they were they nice? French people cool. Yeah, I mean, that, everyone was pretty cool to me. Other than I, I got slapped by one guy, like a playful slap. But other than that, I mean, I'm pretty. I was pretty good with it. That's pretty crazy to go to your first overseas race and go there. Well, yeah, especially um, when we're talking to a former Prince of Bercy right here next to you, Kenny. How, how addicted to cigarettes are you now? Two time? Um, unfortunately, I've been having withdrawals ever since I got back because <laughs> whether you like it or not, you end up smoking about four packs a day while you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Pink, two time or one, just once? Just once. Just once. Oh, sorry. Okay. That's all you need. Um, you got me. You but, got me. But, uh, you're the man. All hey, three nights. I, I did <laughs> tell Wilbur, I think I told him before on Friday, um, hey man, like just wait till you get out there. Those walls are the tunnels are sketchy, and then afterwards I'm like, how is it? He's like, yeah, it's pretty pretty sketchy. And Ping, you know, the first time you're there, you're you're hauling ass down that down that corridor. Yeah, it's sketchy. <laughs> uh, you, well, you what's start, funny you, is is you don't you don't even think about it until like okay, so first night I walk the track, you know, right. you do your deal, you check it out, you race. The next day I'm looking at the track and I'm like, you know, thinking like maybe you made a mistake here or there. And I'm looking at the wall, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'm pretty – you get really close to that thing, and you're going, you know, everything a 450 has on a straightaway fourth gear. And it's like right. – and you get you get a little bit too close for cover, and then you think about it, and then you're, like, looking at it going, man, I don't know about all that. By Sunday afternoon, you're walking on eggshells. <laughs> oh, God, please don't crash. Slow down this tunnel. Weimer smacked it last year good. Like, right in – broke his helmet and everything. Like – kind of got out of shape and then didn't go right into it, but hit the ground first and then went into the wall. Well, I went back in 96 to defend my title, and right where you go into the tunnel, the very first pillar, yeah, I kind of got off balance and shouldered that thing and oh, yeah. Barsha blew put, my shoulder out. I Barsha put a Frenchman into that pole last year. It doesn't year. go anywhere. No, no. It stays right there. Um, no. Well, yeah, it, was, it, was, uh, it looked like you had a good time. We all had a good time. I mean, I tried to sign you to my team two times. I mean, I felt like, well, we had an agreement at one time. We did. And then, we did early on. And then, you you, you know, you start renegotiating, and then you're making other rules, and then Watson. just the to deal with you on a daily basis, I just, I don't know. Watson, know. Watson sat here for two years now on the show. You know, I gave Wilbur the speech about how I would run a team, who I would sign, Kenny, my attitude towards riders. I mean, you've heard enough of it. Unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, Watson, you've heard enough of it. Yes, I have. So you know exactly what I told Wilbur. <laughs> we had a deal. How, how did how did you, how, Will? What did you think of Steve's uh, program? <laughs> I mean, it was solid I mean, to me. I mean, it was really really good until I figured out that we had no test track. Well, no, I said we. I built something. I'd figure it out. Here's what Wilbur. No. I said Wilbur, you have to wear X brand goggles on my team. It's a it's a non starter. And he's like, I'm and, sorry, I can't do that. Because I, I want to wear Oakleys. I said, no, you, you listen, they're quality goggles. You got to wear X brand goggles. That's the deal on my team. And he's like, okay, well, I want to wear my own helmet. I said, fine. He's like, my helmet brand is going to be called X brand sucks. 
do you have an issue with that? <laughs> so we started we started fighting over that immediately. That and then that was well. It. You should have broke the news to him. Maybe I shouldn't break the news, but I got nothing to lose tonight. Uh, well, I got news for you. X brand is made in the same factory as Oakley's made. Oops. Well, you know what? But you can't give Steve any kind of satisfaction. I know, but believe me, if anyone knows, I do. Why not just name the whole? Yeah. Put uh, say you're bringing on a personal sponsor called Steve Mathis sucks. I mean, he was, Ooh, I kind of like that. He I kind of like that. They're a new clothing brand. <laughs> he was pushing me as a, as a team owner slash manager. He was pushing me to see how far I would go. And, you know, uh, but anyways, it was a good time. We had fun. That was, uh, let me ask you a question, really dude. Time. If you, let's me, say you inherited a hundred million dollars. Yes. Would you have a race team? Yes. You're an idiot. A hundred million. If I had a if I had a hundred million, million, if I had a hundred million dollars, I'd be nowhere near a fucking dirt bike track. Yeah. Amen to that. No, <laughs> I'd be on an Island. Dude, no, I think I, I would not have, have, I, th- I think I would have a team. Dude. I mean, what are you going to do? Sit on an island and do what? I mean, you got to have a passion. You got to have. Yeah, there, dude, there's a lot of other passions to have. It just takes money. Actually, I would probably hire Sammy Hagar to play concerts for me. I would not have a Formula One team. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, he says. Um, hey, Wilbur, um, any plans? Last year, you filled in for Factory Honda on the 450, and uh, it, was, it was all right. I thought you did okay. What about riding another coast on a 450, uh, either for Geico or any? I mean, is there anything in plans like that? Or as Honda said to you, um, hey, if somebody hurt, we'll pull you up again. We liked you. Any Anything like that? I mean, I, I would do it in a heartbeat any minute again. It was great working with those guys. Um, it was a fun experience. Uh, I wish I had been a little bit more prepared for it. <clears throat> um, I was coming off injury and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it was still good for what I needed to do, and that was to get me back in race mode for my right. um, for my activity. So, you know, like you said, it went okay. I don't think it went awesome, but it went okay. Um, but, yeah, I would do it in a heartbeat again. Is there a plan for it? No. No. Um, just being honest, uh, no, there's, I, there hasn't really been any talk about it or anything like that. I don't see any reason to. My focus uh, is to uh, be prepared for my activity when it comes time and, and um, are you West Coast? Over? You said West Coast already. Oh, okay. Thanks for paying attention. Sorry. No, so, so who's on the West? Um, you, you and Tomac. Tomac. It's up in it's it's. I mean, I could change. It always changes. But like I said, yeah, that's right now. It just we roll with it, and right. everyone go to NI prepared, like always. What, uh, what same you, thing, a different year. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you got a question for uh, Wilbur Hahn, seven zero two five eight six Pulp. Hey, what do you what do you think your new helmets? Oh, I was going to get to that. So far, so good, dude. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. And as far as you know, there's been plenty of hate to it because of the, the look or, or whatever, or the fact that people think that, you know, the the team just did it just because they wanted, you know, a bigger check and and all this stuff, and which is couldn't be further from the truth. So, um, well, you know, I, I'm really into it. One of the guys that runs that company is Bob Weber. He used to work at Troy Designs. What's the helmet company? Okay. It's called 6D or D6. What is it? 6D. 6D. Like the number 6 and then D. Oh, really? We didn't quite get that. Well, it sounded like 60 when he said it. No, it said sound like 60. Oh, I said 6D. 6D. I, I'm Stevie on this one. Oh, jeez. I mean, 6 and then a D. Here we go. 6 and then a D. I don't know. No, how, um, I just want to make sure people think it was 60. It sounded like he went a little quick. That's all I'm saying. My bad. I, uh, well, no, but he, bad. Was, he was talking about, not you, I'm saying... Uh, Kenny oh. here next to me. He kind of went fast with it. That's all. 60. Okay. 60. See, you just said 60. 6-0? No. <laughs> He's fucking with you, dude. He's... All right. Anyway, 
uh, Bob was telling me about you know some of the new developments and how they're trying to kind of go to the next level. Helmets have been the same for years and years. You know, there hasn't been any progression in, in terms of how they work for motocross guys. So no, exactly. And you know, and, and all the helmets um, from road race to 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 dirt bike to ATV has the pass the same test, which you know we don't. It's stupid. We don't go around guardrails. We don't go 200 plus. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, scenarios that fit in, and and when it comes time to it, is to build a specific dirt bike helmet. And at the end of the day, it can still pass all the tests, but it's made to uh, to absorb the slower speed crashes that we take more often, rather than hitting that you know at yeah. even say 60. You know, we're we're generally crashing at 10 to 40 miles an hour. Yeah, there's like a little, and, uh, there's a layer of like rubber, uh, rubber little pointers, and that come in. There's a four millimeter layer or something in between the shell. It, the, the, yeah, media, the media launches this Friday, so we'll get to see. Oh, it is it this really Friday? Look at it. Okay. But, hey, in- I got I got I got innovative thinking. I like it. Hey, I, I, there's something better, you uh, know, so than what we've been doing. So I'm I'm glad someone's at least changing, doing. You know, and yeah. that's exactly. You know, at first I was kind of skeptical, just like anybody was. You know, when you hear something like that, you know. And, you know, you, you show you it was a great helmet, um, and I've always thought that and, and still do. Uh, mm-hmm. I never had an issue with it. Um, but so when you're skeptical and you're hearing, you know, man, we may have gone this direction, this and that. And then after sitting down and then talking to Bob and learning the technology and, and then also, like you said, seeing someone step up and step forward and trying to change, you know, just the, the general idea of what's safe and this guideline or that guideline. And uh, I, that that was what to me, and then they just sold it to me right there. Um, when we all we all sat at the desk and talked about it, and I'm like, man, this is uh, this is the way to go, you know. Yeah. And, and to me, like you said, just to have someone step up and try to change it, <laughs> and and they are doing that, which was to me huge. Yeah, well, I got I got a, I got a oh, hope to I hope to God, you know, for your guys' sake that it worked out better than the old uh, than the pro. Can you guys remember that the the latest helmet to come out that did not work out too well? The M2R. No, uh, the M2R helmet. I thought you would know that Langston used to wear it. What do you mean it didn't work? I don't. I don't mean. I... Well, they just went away. I mean, you don't oh, see yeah, them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hope yeah. to God, well, you know, Bob Weber's business, but, yeah. Bob Weber's a good dude, and I think he's he's been around the industry. Hey, a question for I got a question for you. Um, I know that you and your brother are like tight as two brothers can be. After you watched, right. we were talking about the the show. Did you did that choke you up a little bit, dude? Because you know, just knowing Tommy a little bit and seeing what happened with Grant, that was kind of like I watched it with my girl, and I was like, man, that's kind of gnarly. Like it, it it like hit home. Like it 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 touched me a little bit, and I was you know thinking about you know your because I know like, this guy like right Penn here. State kind of touched you. No, oh. <laughs> no, but I mean, I just knowing Will and knowing Tom and you know what what their background is and where they come from and their whole deal is like thinking about like if this is it for Tom like. He always says, oh, "I'll go back and be a farmer." You know what I mean? Like, did did it? Did you? Did that? Did that really like open your eyes up on a, on a lot of different areas? Yeah, just because you know, like you said, I've been there through you know basically all of it with them in and out, and and then you see that part, and you're hearing that part, and you're living that part. But for someone to, to expose it the way they did, and as well as they did, and not only that, but it's it's just good to see that side of it because everyone looking in is just it's so glamorous it's so easy and the lifestyles you know just money and party and, and you know it's like 
it's good for people to see that it's like that. It's unfortunate that Tom has been the example on there, I guess you could say. Right, right, yeah. But it, it really, it did choke me up. It was, it was hard to even, like when I did that interview, because I knew what it was about, and when we were sitting there and we were talking about it, you know, and it's not easy to talk about. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one of those deals where it really does, it does hit you close to home, and I feel like, like you said, it touched you, it touched it, and I'm sure it did to a lot of people. Hey, so speaking of that, what what's what's going on with Tom? What's what's he got? Has he got anything going on? Is he going to race? He's not going to race. Is he riding? What's going on with Tommy? I know he's been riding for fun. He's doing some schools, and that's keeping him going. So, um, I know he would go racing if the opportunity came up, but there isn't anybody you know um, really uh, stepping up to do it. I just know he's not going to do it for free, and I don't blame him. You know, none of us can, and uh, you shouldn't have to. If, if you don't want to or whatever, or the risk isn't there to do it anymore. Or, you know, I know it's, um, come through his mind quite a few times to, to just stop, but you know, obviously he likes riding and he's still riding. And well, I, I guess at the end of the day, he's just waiting you know, for a call. If that happens, great. If not, he's just doing his thing. I mean, I think with, in a case like Tommy, like there's definitely some racers where you'd be like, Hey, uh, you know, you don't have it. It's time to look in the mirror to me. If Tommy right. can stay healthy, he has it. I mean, the guy can ride a motorcycle, but he yeah. just can't stay healthy. Yeah, you know um, what the crazy thing is, But Steve? he has talent. I, I remember last year at Phoenix, after the race, um, Tom was walking. Tom broke his leg. He was on crutches. And Ivan was getting in the truck with him to drive him home, and Tom's dad was there. And his dad was so livid. like He was like, F this. I'm tired of seeing my kids get banged up. We're through. Will got hurt the week after that. And that that conversation <laughs> that that guy did, he was ready to kill Kyle Chisholm. He was ready to kill anybody that walked by him. And yeah. I, and watching that whole thing, that's all I could think about was your dad, dude. I was thinking, like, man, yeah. God, he, he's like – and, and we, we were talking about, too, like how much your parents sacrificed to get you and your brother to where you're at. It's, it's hard enough when you have one kid, but when you got two chasing that dream, mm-hmm. it's like where do you draw that line, you know, as a parent? Like, and, and they didn't, they, they support you still to this day. Like if I'm sure if Tom said, Hey, I'm going to go racing, your parents would do the best they could to help him get there. Would they, or wouldn't they? Yeah, absolutely. You know, even though I think it kills them sometimes, most of the time, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, I know for sure they would, you know, they would give every last penny or whatever it took. If he really wanted to, that's just the way they've always been. And mm-hmm. that's how families work, you know, at the end of the day. And well, you know, most of the time it's just whatever, whatever we wanted to do, they were fully behind us. And that's just, that's always how it's been with my mom and dad. And I know this, 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 uh, this people getting hurt more and more often and starting to hurt my mom a little bit more too. And she's getting more emotional about everything like that. But that's just, I don't know. It's the way it is. I just had this conversation with her this weekend. I wouldn't, I still wouldn't change a thing, you know, like, yeah, I've have been injured plenty and, Anything, if it, you know, whatever, I would not go back any any other day because of the people I've met and the friends I've made and the people or the places you get to see. And I'm sure Tom feels the same way, even if it ends this year right. for him. You wouldn't change anything and go back because, I mean, you, you get to see so many things that you would never see, like where we were from and in Kansas and, and everything like that. Like, you know, yeah. I look back and think what I'd be doing right now had I stayed there or whatever. And, and it's not a bad thing, not a bad thing at all. But I, you know, I wouldn't have seen some of the things I've done, and I haven't. I wouldn't have met some of the people I met, and I don't want it to come off in a negative way. Like I didn't love where I grew up. I still love yeah. going back there, and no. I, I love where I was brought up. But is Tom at the Bay- same time? 
What's that? Is Tom does, is Tom bitter on the industry and bitter on the sport? Like, you know, is he I, is he bitter? Like, he couldn't get like no one wanted to hire him, or was it like? I would say, yeah. I mean, he's a little bummed out, but I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah, maybe he is a little bit bitter, but maybe he should be. Um, uh, you know, I think that I think for sure it bothers him. And um, bitter, I'm not sure. I think he's more. I think it kind of bummed him out. All right. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. And on the flip side of that, if you're Tommy Hahn and you don't race again, you fucking won a national. You podium supercrosses. You, yep. I mean, that's an, think of all the racers that have come and gone and never yeah. even come close to accomplishing what he has done. He's finished top five so many times. It's ridiculous. And like I said, won a national podium. And the thing is with I mean, Tom, he's had great equipment. He's been on the best stuff. He's, Got he's been to that elite program and he can say you know injuries I'm moving on in life and injuries held me back yeah and 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 just move on I mean it's it sucks you know what I mean and and like I it's hard you know it's it's hard because I know a lot of guys that you know that I've known a long time that are getting to that point in their career where it's time to hang it up and it's like dude everything needs to come to an end and you can be mad at you know the industry you can be mad at other men but if you're not Looking at it, when you start racing at a young age, you know, 18, 19, 20, what am I going to do when I'm done racing? Right. You have no one to blame but yourself. Can't all be like Pingree who it, just stepped into. Well, there's, I'm telling you, man, there's a long, a lot of life left once you quit. You know what I mean? At yeah, 30. Yeah, yeah. You got a lot of years left to do something. Yeah. You know, you got to work you got for 30 years. So you got your other half, your, half your life is gone. Yeah. Uh, question for you, uh, Wilbur from Chandler. Chandler, what's up? Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, what's your question for Will Hahn? Hey man, um, I know Will rode the 450, the new Honda 450 in Bercy, and I know Ping bashed it a lot in the Race Tracks review. Thank um, you for bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, I was just, I was just wondering what Will's thoughts were on the bike. I just recently purchased one, and I love it. I've never ridden a better bike, but I mean, uh, my first reaction. Obviously, I spent uh, a decent amount of time on the 12. Uh, my first reaction was, "Wow, they they really." Uh, to me, they really lit the motor up. Uh, it got a lot more uh, bottom end out of it, and I thought all the way around it felt like a lot past your 450 um, to me uh, because obviously I rode a stock one over there uh, and, and here as well. So we didn't do any motor work, uh, nothing like that. So I rode it off the showroom, and uh, we dialed in some suspension and, and went racing So um, and put a put me a nice Yosh pipe on it. So. Uh, at the end of the day, I thought that uh, what they've done to it is great. Uh, the Air Forks um, was it was a change for me. We haven't spent much time with them, but it, it was really good. And then uh, as far as I thought the turning though on the bike was completely different from the old bike. To me, it felt just like my 250, and it, it actually made it feel uh, a lot more, I would say, light and nimble as far as uh, turning and being able to turn tight, especially if, as everyone in the, in the room right now knows about how tight Bercy is. So, um, I to know. me, I, I thought it was a big improvement. Well, Ping, why, why do you think Wilbur? Why do you think that Ping hated it so much? I, I this is this is uh, my thought. I think Ping. Um, I think well, I think yeah. I think Will is politically correct. <laughs> yeah. I think that he's supposed to say that, and, and I don't blame him for saying that. And he that's what the brand he rides. I wouldn't say that's like asking a guy that rode another brand, you know, how good his bike is. If a guy rides a, a green bike, a blue bike, an orange bike, they're the best. So Will's a liar. Here, here's the and thing. A lot of people think because a magazine guy, maybe a different manufacturer gives Ping bikes, so he's going to say that bike's better. I don't believe that. I think it's right of preference. There, there's nobody paying me. 
other than no. Racer X. And there's no favoritism going on there. Here's the thing. I rode the Honda when we did our intro. It was a pre-production bike. So I don't know if there was differences in the two bikes. But on the first time I rode it, I loved it. We got the air f figured out in the fork. I had to increase the air pressure quite a bit to get it where I liked it. But then it was great. Um, it definitely felt lighter. The motor was definitely better on the bottom than, than last year's bike. When we went to the shootout and you get to ride bikes back to back to back to back, you really start to feel where bikes are better and worse than the other bikes. And, you know, um, for us that day at that track, we couldn't get the Honda feeling right. Nobody could. I mean, it wasn't just me. Um, you know, there was yeah. four guys, all good riders who couldn't, couldn't get it to feel right. It was just a matter of the front fork really um, wouldn't let it settle into turns and we all couldn't right. get it figured out. Thank God you didn't have fro anymore doing the tests. Oh, the Cowie. I'll just tell you right now, the Cowie won. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, thanks, Chandler. Thanks for the call. Yeah, man, thanks. Um, hey, can I, let me just, what? if Chandler's still listening no, to you. Ch yeah, Chandler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the thing about shootouts. The Honda, we did, didn't get great ratings, Yeah. but I think everybody prefaced this, the start of their reviews by all these bikes are good. We're, we're totally, you know, splitting hairs here. And going with what bike was more comfortable to us on this day on this track. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Doesn't mean that Honda's a bad bike at all. Right. Just that day, it didn't. Dude, all those bikes are so this. close. All the OEMs are. They're, they're, they're super close. They're. I mean, it's 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 preference. What what's your favorite color? Go for it. Are I tell I tell everybody go find what dealership's going to take the best care of you. And if they say, oh well, at this one, but they've got three different brands, I say, all right, well, you know, yeah. the Cowie's better for a tall guy, so is the Yamaha. Honda and Suzuki a little better for shorter guys. KTM is better for guys that don't like to kickstart. I mean, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, it's exactly right. Uh, last question for you, Wilbur. I'm a little concerned um, going into the year about the the bro down you've been doing with your new mechanic, Sean Irwin. God, you guys. I mean, what? you want to talk about a mechanic rider being tight. Wilbur and Sean. I mean, I, I noticed that Bercy, Will, Will they fall, love Will each other. Hard. They his, love each his other. His mechanic at TLD, Matt. They almost got married. Yeah, like it was yeah, almost right. moved to you know the East Coast, <laughs> yeah, New yeah, Hampshire, yeah. and get married. Find a state that, that yep. will marry. Him and Sean. I mean, they just started working together at Bercy. It wasn't that long. I mean, they were. Were they doing like the they, awkward long hugs? They bicycle together during the week. I mean, they. I mean, th these two. Wow. I mean, mm. and Sean comes from Blake Baggett, who wasn't exactly very outgoing with his love. Mm. So for Sean, he's discovering a true rider mechanic mm. bonding experience. I like it though. Maybe. Possibly too much love? Is that, I mean, Ping, Ping saw it and witnessed it. <laughs> I, I didn't say too much love. Ping did. But, uh, you know, I mean. I didn't say too much. Hey. No, it's just, it's very, it's very, um, uh, I don't know, awkward, long. I don't know. <laughs> but on a serious note, hey, you guys, seem to be, you guys seem to be totally, like, bonding. It's great. Uh, it sounds like on and off the track, you two guys fit well each, with each other. It's good to see. No, I think it, I think it was good. And everything's, I would say. You know, like you said, we've spent a lot of time together already, and and uh, you got to get to know each other pretty damn quickly when you're on a on a flight that long. So <laughs> uh, you find out who each other is pretty quick when you're getting irritable and you're not sleeping, you want to sleep or right. whatever the fact may be, and then especially the hotel rooms not aren't massive there. So he started uh, he started yeah. working for Tim Ferry, so right away uh, he was you know Tim Ferry's uh, practice bike guy. So to me, he's got you know, and he started down the right path. Sean did. So basically, you're saying right away you were sold on him. Absolutely. If Timmy Ferry said he was good, then yeah, you know. Hey, you know your old love, Maddie, is is moving town, moving to Utah. What? I know. You know, I talked to him. I talked to him this week uh, or last week, and uh, told me all about it. It's crazy. What's he gonna do? 
he's just starting up his own little shop. His, his kids, his ex-wife and his kids moved up to Wyoming. So he just wants to get up where he can be closer to him, be a short drive from him. So he's leaving TLD. He's, been the, he's the engine builder yeah, guy over yeah, there. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, wow, that's a big loss did he, for Troy. Yeah. Did, did, yeah. did, he, uh, did he finally get all his papers and everything worked out? Uh, yeah, I don't know. That huh. that He's got, you know, like the visa where every so many years he's got to re-up it and stuff. Right. So. Right. Huh, wow. Not so I thought he got his citizenship. Oh, did he? Oh, maybe he did. I don't know. Wait, so, so him and his chick sure broke did. up? Oh, yeah. Huh? Him and his chick broke up? Yeah, he's remarried now. Oh. So. To the oh. same girl, the same Australian girl, though? No. Oh. No. No. Oh. She lives in Wyoming with, oh, she's with the their one. kids. Okay, yeah. I did not know. Yeah. All right. Um, hey, Wilbur, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for doing the Pulp Mech show. Hey, Will, West Coast? He said West Coast. Um, <laughs> I know. You already told uh, me. I'm not still out in the north. The north, Here, uh, the north here's region. my north hey will hold on a second <laughs> here's my what kind of helmet 60 60 he's 60 and he's the north northeast coast sweet bro 60 helmets good um <laughs> good uh, wilbur hahn win a race this year yes do we all agree well, if he's ever I would, uh, this is gonna happen to. this is gonna happen this year i can picture it i, I would, can see it i would have to everything's cooking and like i said the team and i mean i don't know it's just uh Get to that point where obviously I'm not getting any younger any quicker, so it's uh, it's time to do it on the lights bike. I am. Well, you'll, I'll actually have to hook you up. I found so, this. You, you, what, this do you, what do you have? This pill. I'm getting younger. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he's gonna hook you up with some yeah. brat bars. <laughs> oh, oh my God, there hasn't been a mention yet. Uh, brat bars going out of business. There hasn't here. been a mention. Brat bars going out of business. You didn't hear? Two hours in, nothing. Dude, they're amazing. done. Wait, I read what? It. Brat no, bar. I read it in the brat bars. What happened then? Where are they at? <laughs> what do you I mean read it on the Wall Street. Wall Street. On the Wall Street. On the Wall. <laughs> I read it on the Wall. <laughs> I read the Wall Street Journal and said they're done. Hey, they're fine. The I'm gonna get Street. Will some Paleo bars and he's gonna love them. You watch. There you go. All right, Wilbur. Thanks, Wilbur. Good luck, Thank buddy. You. All right, thanks, guys. See you later. All right, Will Hahn, everybody at Geico Honda. I read it on the wall. I read it on the wall. I read it on the wall in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, let's skip our next commercial. We got Dean Wilson coming on at 8:30, but we got a lot of shit to squeeze in. Uh, Stuff that I was planning on doing in the first little bit, but then we're not we, doing a commercial. We will after Dean. We'll do a commercial. We're firing through stuff here. It's like kind of high speed. Uh, well, we've What's been gone on? for two weeks, bro. Not really. Uh, we've, hey. been, we've been do two hours already. What about what about your DVDs? Yeah, you give some away. Let's do it. What do we do? What, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Tell I us just, about it. Here's tell one of our sweet giveaways. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Let's do giveaway. Can he talk <laughs> shit on it? Uh, I'm not talking shit we, on you. Why don't we wait till next week when he's gone? Right. Yeah. Oh, way to go. Um. Hey, what? You're not gonna do what? You got business next weekend. After right? the commercial. Didn't you say? After the, 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 the commercial. Um, <laughs> tweet at tit segment. Did you do you have any? Yeah. Oh, hey, can I ask you why the f? This guy. Okay, he's the producer, right? He's yes. the producer of the show. But Is that truly, what he does? Over but there? truly, truly, sure. what but does he do to produce the show, Kenny? A lot of petroleum oil. Petroleum. Patchouli. Patchouli. <laughs> Patchouli oil. I don't know what he does. Can over I there. ask? Why you feel the need to text me at 7.30 in the morning asking me what guests are on the night? Like, what, what, what does it matter? Just curious. At 7.30 in the morning. Because he's the one that does, does all your did updates. Did it wake you up? Twitter. Twitter. But he's did not it, doing did it, anything. Did it wake like, you up? like, I totally get you asking me if you were like, okay, shit, all right, uh, I'm going to call these guests, I'm going to get the questions, I'm going to do the second. But you don't do anything with the info. <laughs> I just tell you and you go, okay. I do the questions, yeah. I do the giveaways, I do the updates. Did I, have I ever called you at 7.30 in the morning <laughs> and asked you what Kenny, time? Kenny, you show up here at 6 going, who's on the show? <laughs> um, see, see, I woke up at 5, 
And so I lost track of time, apparently, you know. Why the hell would you wake up at five? Got schoolwork, man. I don't have a problem with you wanting to know the guest. No problem. Did I wake you up? Yeah. Did I really? Yes, you did. You ever heard of the silent mode? It doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't need to know the guest because you don't I... do anything with the information. I... If you want to do something with the information, <laughs> okay. I will gladly share it with you. Okay. Note to saying. self. Right. Happy to give you the information. Happy to tell you all about it. But nothing changes when I tell you what it is. <laughs> nothing changes. He doesn't do anything. He just goes, okay. <laughs> all right. Text, maybe. No, it was a text. It oh, was it was? A text. Yeah, the text woke you up? Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, he apparently doesn't know how to use the silent mode on his phone. Tweet a tit segment. Let's do it. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from ptosports.com. It's the tweets at tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. So, for real, do we wait another week because he's going to talk shit on the DVD? Should we just wait? Uh, or do you want to give him away? I think we wait. We've already done a giveaway today. I mean, I... <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right. So these are real questions from real live listeners. I'm not talking shit on this DVD. I'm just saying the giveaways are always freaking a, a joke. Like there's no – People love them. I know they loved them. I know so they love them. But what do you want to give away? Like a car? Well, he's making fucking fun of Oprah. I know. He's making fun of their hat and shirt. You like, get a car. Yeah, you get a car. <laughs> like, I mean, God, dude. Race tech. Right, give a car away. I'm just what, saying there's give no – Give away something good. I'm saying there's what? no structure behind the giveaways. That's what I'm all I'm trying to get at. Oh. No, you were not. In, you, no. were, you were talking shit. You were kind of yeah. yeah. telling me what I'm fucking – yep. He was making you, fun of yep, the prize pack. You kind of pooped on race Oh, God. You got clowns. Wow. I had a shirt. F you, dude. Exactly. All right. Uh, write, write that down on the to-do list. <laughs> okay. Uh, these are real-life questions. Selected. Yes. Th- you picked the best ones real for questions. Ping, for Kenny, for I. Mm-hmm. What, what, let's have it. Let's have at it. All right. Uh, we know that uh, Dean Wilson signed with Pro Circuit, but he had previously signed a contract to ride shift. Josh Carson wants to know if he will be able to uh, keep that or if he'll have to stick with Thor. He sticks with Thor. But I think – I mean, it's probably good of shift slash Fox. I would imagine they said, see you later. Thanks. No. I mean. Yeah, if they wanted it wouldn't to take be him big, to court. No, that's what it. I mean. Like, they could probably take him to court. Yeah. It, theoretically. Yeah. They probably would never do that. As fans of the sport and yeah. understanding how it goes, they right. probably went, hey, good luck. Right. And we'll see. When you have your gear up, you know, yeah. come see us. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Very nice. All right, um, James Greenlow wants to know, he had heard that Vince Freeze is racing Arena Cross next year instead of the Supercross. I heard that too. Okay, do you know any details about that? No. Stadium I, walls I, everywhere are I terrified. Predict, <laughs> I predict there will be a lot of pissed off riders at some point between uh, Tyler Bowers and Vince Freeze. The, all I got to say is the Arena Cross officials are going to be busy. Right. <laughs> uh, Todd Reed, this question is for Kent. He wants to know... If you guys uh, are still keeping your second semi this year, or if you're not taking that thing out anymore. Yes, we are. What will it be used for? B2B. Activation. What will it be used for? Uh, Give me another buzzword. uh, Bears riding tricycles, tits. Um, No, it's going to – I don't know if you guys see how – A dumb tank. uh, Do you ever see how Honda does it? They have like a hospitality area with their separate. We're going to use that, and we're going to use some of it for Suzuki activation. You don't need to explain yourself. That's pretty obvious what you're going to use it for. No, we're just going to do what we do. Whatever. Build, um, build the brand of Suzuki motorcycles. All right. If um, anybody hasn't ridden the new 13 Suzuki, you should go ride that because that's oh, a really Ping, good motorcycle. What did you think of that motorcycle, the 13 Suzuki? Yeah, it's good. Yeah? Yep. Okay. And if your favorite color is yellow, you're really pumped. 
get a good bike. Last I'll, year, I will say straight up right now, whoever's designing it is a dumb, what? idiotic what? Japanese what person. That bike is ugly. That black fender, who, uh, whose idea was that? Well, they're all going with weird fenders. It's hey. like four or five different colors now. And yeah. if you notice, there's not one. It does not say one word Suzuki on the motorcycle. It just has an S. What's up with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Hey, where do, where do people buy your graphics from, Kenny? For your team? For the Suzuki? Yeah. Stellar MX, Billy Wood. Okay. All right. Note to Swisscore. Um, Stellar MX, or uh, I think, believe BTO is going to carry them. Okay. Uh, BTO Sports, use the discount code Steve <coughs> to save yourself mm-hmm. money. At least for this week. I think we're changing it. Um, Kenny loved the Cowie last year, though. And before that, he loved the Honda. <laughs> Funny how that works. Mm. That is interesting. Very yeah, that interesting. is interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joel Parisi uh, wants ping. Oh, wait, 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 wait. By the way, I talked to Rich Taylor, who did the Transworld shootout, 450s, and he says, you and your testers are on crack. Ooh. So just wait and see. Wait and see. He's telling me the Suzuki wasn't the best bike. Uh, this is coming from a Suzuki test rider. No, I think he did like the Suzuki the oh, best, but you shocker. were wrong in everything shocker. else. You were Stunner. wrong in everything uh, else. Because well, none of us like the Honda. He I think he liked, liked the Honda, Honda and he, he liked probably, the KTM. He thought the KTM we was all liked really KTM. good. KTM was second or third by everyone in our shootout. Okay. Some guys liked the th- I, I like the three. I was talking to him on the phone and I said, "Did you see Racer X's video?" He said, "Yeah, those guys are on crack." <laughs> and you know, oh. at least it's better than when you got fro and those. Guys. That was brutal. But, hey, how do you feel man, that you're the second fastest racer at Racer X now? Ryder. Ooh. Who's faster than me? JT. JT says I got that guy covered. Did you see that look? Do we see that look? Dude, JT said he had you covered, dude. I couldn't believe it. I said, you Did were calling. He? What do you mean? In he, Supercross, for sure. JT outdoors, said that? He said he got you beat. Outdoors, no JT's where. not even qualifying. He, he qualified for a couple. A couple. No, he qualified for almost all of them. Outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Oh, outdoors? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Point he was top he, 25 he, every he race. He up uh, at Lakewood. His bike broke, and uh, maybe one other one he missed. All right. Do we need to do a shootout? We have to have a throwdown. Do we need to do a shootout? Well, yeah. I think he's beating up dogs. He can't be right for <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah. Why don't you go punch another dog, uh, whatever. asshole? Whatever. Okay, next question. All right, Joel Parisi uh, wants you, Ping, to give us your top five 450 Supercross in order. <laughs> go. Uh, series, series order? Yes. Um, RV, Dungey, Barsha. Oh, Reed. Hmm. Reed, Barsha, and then uh, five. One more. Canard. <laughs> Did you say Canary? Canard. Oh, oh Canard. Canard. Bobby would be. What first. about Brayton? What about Grant? What about Millsaps? What no, about? He, he ate them all. No, it's not the hate. I, no, I'm trying believe to... me. I've I've been like. What people... about Stewart? <laughs> I, I think Stewart will crash and get hurt. He's not hurt already. Ooh, where'd you hear that? I don't know, dude. I don't think he'll make it through the whole season, at least without out a bunch of crashes. I don't know. Kennard, maybe? I'd like (laughs) to say Kennard would be in the top five. You had a man crush on Kennard. What about Short? He's a great guy. Make him a sandwich. Yeah. Short could be fifth. Uh, That fifth, I mean, fourth and fifth is hard to say. Peyton. Maybe. If if a lot of guys get hurt, Weimer Weimer could be fifth. All right. Dude, fifth through tenth is going to be a dog fight. It is. I mean, for sure, Kennard. And Chisholm. I would tell you third through fifth. Third through fifth, and then fifth through tenth is going to be gnarly. <sighs> yeah. Tickle, his guy? He didn't even bring Tickle he, up. He, didn't got, he only got Tick in the top ten. Nope, he don't, don't have Tick. Look, they're already got <laughs> names for each other. Tick. He don't got Tickle in the top five. Oh, yeah, you should call That's him the sweet. Tick. 
Hey, Mike, what's up, man? <laughs> oh, you don't hey, like tickle. I, I Not that you don't is, like uh, tickle, but... What's with, yeah. what's with the lack of love for Canadian riders? Um, like, uh, I guess uh, Colton Fasciotti comes to mind. Um, guy's crazy fast. Um, you know, Troy Lee gave him a chance there, uh, what was it, a uh, year before last, and uh, just didn't work out. What, what does it take for a Canadian to get a ride? Dean Wilson had to call himself Scottish to get with Pro Circuit. Um, well, they got to uh, be proven. Mike, there's so many American riders that have proven themselves. Uh, listen, I'm, there's no bigger Colton Fasciati fan than me. I, I think the guy should have spent his own money and come down to the U.S. Is that the guy that rode for Bobby Reagan? No, that was Clapp. Oh, I get those guys. And I think Colton should have spent his money, and he would have came down here, and I think he would have done very well, and he could have got a fill-in ride, and who knows from there. Kyle Chisholm showed up with a broken visor, you know, did it spend his own money. Uh, yeah, wah, yeah, wah, yeah, wah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But you, I mean, you can't, you got guys wah, like wah, wah. Canari and Nicoletti. And, oh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, help me out. Uh, Chisholm. I you mean, have got to get off of those guys' nuts. Dude. Well, I'm trying to name riders that don't have rides that would be picked ahead of Fasciati. So help me out. Give me some, give me some names. Blows. Blows. Okay. Would you hire Blows for a Fasciati? I think I would. He, he'll put it in the main. He's a hardworking kid. Dude, I, I would hire Blows over a lot of guys at that thing. I would hire I would hire Blows in a second if I... Right. Regal? What's Regal doing? I would hire Blows over Regal. He's dating some teen mom somewhere, well, probably. That, but that's, like, if you're got Regal... You know who Fassi- I heard he's dating? And this can turn into the drama show? Put that on. Put that on. Thing. I'm not going to start bullshit, but I'm going to tell Pink. Tell okay. me. I don't. I, you can't. You, okay, yeah, come on. Yeah, all right, all right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, um, gossip. We had a gossip session. Uh, that was a, that Mike. Was a, Mike. We, so that's we that's, pulled, that's we talked deal, about Mike. sixteen and pregnant. <laughs> we got a little squirrely there. Mike, I'm. Uh, <laughs> you believe that one? I, I'm. 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 My chick I'm told me that. Doing the Canadian stuff. Can that be right? I'm doing the. I'm, Cana- uh, I'm pumping uh, the Canadian. Can we? Can we keep the show on track? Hit him up. Hey. Yeah. All right, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. The bike from. I don't think Mike. I don't think Mike got his answer, but I mean, I don't know. Hey, let me ask you a question. What was the answer? No Canadian love. Well, they. Uh-huh. They gotta be. I mean, he had. How about he, this? Colton Fasciati probably has three hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Two to three hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in the bank. I'm guessing. Take some of that money, move to California, bring your hot chick. Maybe he doesn't believe bike. in himself. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, no. This is a problem. There's too many guys, guys sitting at home waiting in, for a phone call. Up in Canada, him and Clat, all those guys are so fast. Clat's up done. There Clat, Clat would never do it. But, okay, yeah. well, still. Right. Bobby Reagan right now. Out. He did. Dude, he's he's in his prime. Yeah, if, if he really wants it, get down here. You're right. Kyle Chisholm it, showed up at riding on a Rock River bike with a stock chain this and is the difference. and handlebars with a crack visor. He hey. couldn't get anybody to call him back to get him a new visor. Hey, this is the, pro- this is the reason why. The American guys grow up riding all year long. They ride Supercross from the time they're 14, 15, 16 they ride Supercross. They're ready. Those Canadian guys don't ride Supercross. They're like the Euros. They don't ride it, so they're not that good at it. So they're behind the ball. They, and could, they, be. they could be, though. That's exactly what right. it is. Hey. Why would you leave up there to be the guy to come down here to be uh, yeah, a gate filler? Depends on what you want to do. Yeah. Maybe Supercross just isn't a Canadian thing, you know? You want to chop wood, tap maple trees. Right. Hey, let me ask you a question. Go there. Hey, Steve. How beaver build a dam? Hey, how did how did how did I was watching this thing last night on YouTube about the whole steroid scandal with Ben Johnson? Very good show, nine point seven nine ESPN thirty for thirty doc. Yeah, I watched that. Canada Canada was devy. They were. Believe me, I was a kid then. 
I don't know what Debbie means. Is that what Devastated. kids are saying? That's what kids are saying? Yeah. Totes Debbie. Duh. I was totes Drums. Debbie. Drums. <laughs> My chick said drums today, meaning drama. Yeah. That's drums. Anyways, uh, dude, that was huge. And how about your American sprinter spiking his beer in the post-race? We do whatever it takes to get to win. That, and that guy admitted it. The guy said, it's not about the they bike. asked him for it's a comment, the and the guy said, I may or may not. Did your guy straight lied. They said, you ever do steroids? He said, no. They all lied. They all lied. Lance didn't. <laughs> all right. Next, all right, question. next question. we got to get Dean Wilson coming right. on the show. Tomo. Let's go. We, we just had Tomo. Nope. He's got a good question. He wants to know who you guys think deserves the ride that they got more, Davalos or Izzy? Izzy. 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 That's yeah. like hands down, no, no question. Wow. Steve's a big fan of Davalos too. That's crazy. <laughs> Izzy was Izzy turned it on last summer. Why do I though? Why do I get persecuted for just saying what everybody in the pits talks about? You know, that's all. That's the cross you bear, my Thank friend. You. Thank you. A goddamn American hero. Well, <laughs> okay. Look at this guy. He's look what he's wearing tonight. Look at the hat. Pookie told me I had to put a hat yeah. on. You're so a hot you mess. Put... You got hair on your neck, like standing straight out. I mean, you need a haircut and I just. <laughs> I do. A... Just some manscaping. I'm going to Geneva Bad. on Wednesday. You I gotta, will be groomed for that. Okay. I will hey, be groomed for that. You need to get your, your neck shaved. Not not like where you shave, but it's coming out of the side of your neck. No, I, I do. <laughs> I, get, I need a haircut. I need a haircut bad. Look at my that's, sideburns. That's not a head cut. That's Look a, at my a neck cut. Hey, when you're cutting my hair, can you get the side of my neck with the clippers? All right. It's very go. easy. You get these clippers and you right. just go when you prep yourself. Okay. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right, not much longer. You're not going to worry about it, bud. L- last one. This is for Ping from uh, Brian Weimers. Apparently, Jim Hollis said on a show, I don't know which one, that riders need to be able to run five miles in 30 minutes. You have it. Is there any <laughs> Holly, foundation Holly to said that? that? Apparently, he said that. <laughs> this is the same man who was training the Japanese rider and, after a bad race, made him run back to the MGM <laughs> from the Samboyd Stadium. <laughs> you serious? Yes. Yeah. That's Jim Hollis, man. Jim Hollis is. Jim Hollis is beaten to his own drum. So... Uh, I'm just going to say that is not necessarily the truth, <laughs> that a rider needs to be able to run five miles in 30 minutes. Maybe that is one of his <laughs> criteria <laughs> for bringing you over from. Sounds like him and Bobby Reagan should get together. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to pick up that corner speed. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's just uh, Hollywood. That's just Hollywood. There you go. Love that guy right there. Hollywood. That's old news, right? I just got a tweet. And I should apologize from the bottom of my heart. Kyle Chisholm also ran a Pulpomex sticker on his helmet. I did not mention him. He won it the year before. No love for the Chiz. Well, <laughs> God damn it. Dude, you're forgetting about Chiz. That's bullshit. I'm not yeah, forgetting you're, about you're, Chiz. You're so hard How on Canadian's no, I should have said it. I should have said it. How quickly we forget. You know why? Yeah. Because I didn't make a coffee deal with Chiz. Chiz didn't need a coffee deal. Weimer and Han needed coffee. Does Chiz not like coffee? Chiz said, I'll run it anyways. No worries, Mathis. No problem. By the Great kindness of his right heart. There. And he won last year with a Pulpomex sticker on his helmet. You're Love undefeated there. Hey, did he yeah. run the number one plate? Yeah. I think it was heavy, huh? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Poor Chiz. Uh, Is he all right, though? I hope he's okay now. Is he okay? Uh, he's in therapy. He, yeah, right? he's got a, I think he's going to be back on the bike in a couple weeks. So. Wow. Especially, I mean, he's probably Debbie after. He's totes Debbie. He's totes yeah. Debbie after you after you after <laughs> him dude, over, Kenny. Dude, that's so I, I heard he was faster than Hill, too. Yep, he was. <laughs> Yeah, he's way better. You're so, you're. He's way don't better. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. <laughs> don't. don't uh, you can get started. It's fine. No, no, I don't want to go out like that. Do whatever, uh, you, do whatever you want. Um, you're gonna go off anyways when I'm not around, so it's fine. Uh, 
I, I can what feel about, it right now. What about Brock Tickle? Ping? I, I, what? He's on your list of guys that you don't favor. Jake Weimer is on that no, list? I, you know what? I don't have any problems with Jake. I really don't. You just don't like his girlfriend. I think his girlfriend's a pile. I still do. If he's still with that girl, I don't know. I, and that, I don't care. I can. I'm. I have no problems with Jake. Nice guy, hard working. Yeah, but I, great think, I think when you say that about a, a dude's chick, you, I mean, well, no, there's no dude that's gonna be like, oh, yeah, cool. He hates my chick. You know. Yeah, I, I don't. And what about Tickle? Can we? I mean, I don't know. I mean, just guy, the, trainer, the guy, the the guy roached one of my friends. I'm just not. Right. I'm not cool with it. But here's the thing that I found on his business, and I'm not saying this is true. There's often three sides to stories. There's each side, and then there's a truth. And I've I've fallen for it, where I get one side from somebody, and I go and I run, I run around, and I get mad, and then I find out uh, it didn't this, quite go like that. This isn't that. This was a contract. Okay. okay. Tickle wouldn't sign. Kept dragging his feet, dragging his feet. All right. And well, it's, it's sad. And he it's, thinks he paid enough, and right. yet it's okay a f- small fraction of what the contract read. And sadly, that's what contracts are tried, these days. Nothing. You, I mean, yeah, we talked about that on our show. I, li- I like, I like the dude he's talking about too. Tons, tons. That guy is a freaking straight up great dude. I got nothing, and that's something that I would never cross the line, to even ask Brock about, because it's none of my business. But if he did do that, he was wrong, one hundred percent. I uh, yeah. Anyways, it's I, water under the bridge. I find I, Weimer. Just, I find Weimer yeah. a refreshing breath of air in the industry. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, how so? I think he, he, he doesn't play the whole, I'm trying hard, I'm working my hardest. He, he, if, he's, if, if he has a shitty race, he's like, I'm frustrated. Goddamn, this is what happened. I need to get better. Um, you know, or if he rides good, he's like, man, I've been working. Like, I feel like as an interviewer, as a media guy, and of course, everybody treats he's me a little bit pretty different. genuine and I open. I feel like yeah. he's, he's a real good interview, and he lays it out there. And, and, you know, he's had a problem with things that I've done, and he's come up to me and been like, hey, Why'd you say that? You're so stupid. And then he'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. He'll be like, okay, I understand. Or I'll say, I'll say, ah, I see your point. He handles his business like a man, which a lot of people don't do in this industry. And so I find Weimer great to deal with. Yeah. Off my soapbox now. Well, okay. he had a good weekend at Paris. <laughs> I think he's going to probably do well this year. Yeah, that, that, that that's, that's really means a lot. That, that race is really going to take – the results from that race into Anaheim one, it's really going to mean a lot. I think it's going to really going to boost his confidence. Here's what I think about me screwing Chiz over. Crap. Let's get our next guest on. All right. So we'll do, you'll, are you coming back next week? Yeah. So we'll do the, we'll do the giveaway yeah. then. We'll yeah. do the giveaway. Okay. Yeah. Shh. Um, we still got uh tweet of tits is all done. We got an X-Brown goggle tear off segment coming up. Kenny, we have uh, some voicemails for you. We have uh, X-Brown Goggle tear-offs for – hey, one thing before we get Dean on. Uh, Adam Cincerillo, you're working with him in the Monster Energy Cup. He um, he won. Uh, he won a moto anyways. Are, are, is, this something that could be, is this something that could blossom into a love? <laughs> um, love? I don't know. It's probably not going to be love. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're buddies. Yeah, he's awesome kid. Right. Awesome family. Like his dad and mom are – I mean, just great, great see, family. Obviously, you're biased, but do you see? I mean, do you see him being? Yeah. An RV, Stewart, yeah. uh, Chad, you know anybody of these guys? Yeah. Like, is that? Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, I mean, without a doubt, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I, I say course, without yeah, a doubt. Of course, of course, yeah. There's all kinds of things that could happen. If but he he's can, going to immediately come into lights class and win a titles, and then immediately move up and like, 
I mean, that's how good he is. He's going to immediately be a player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, judging, I would think he is, but I need your opinion. All right, our yeah. next guest, the talk of the talk of the industry the last few weeks, Monster Energy Pro Circuits, Dean Wilson. Dino. Hello. What's up? Thanks for coming on. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. Big, 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 uh, big couple, mo- big month for you or so. Lots of lots of things going on. I know, crazy, and it's crazy. I I loved. Did you see his Twitter with the signs? Need a, need a ride? Did you guys see that cardboard signs? Yeah, I love that. That's well, awesome. I needed I, th- I needed a ride. You know what I mean? <laughs> Things get tough out right there. So, <laughs> oh man, hey, that was by the definitely way, a struggle. Pingree's in studio with us, and and Kenny Watson, of course. Um, as usual. What's up, Dino? Hey, so take hey, us, take us through the Jeff Ward thing. What? Ha- when did you figure out things were going weird? What what kind of was the ending thing for you? What what uh, talk about the last few days of that and when you saw it, when you began to realize that uh, oh man, I may need to do something. Um well, you know, first off, I just want to say like um well, you know, the reason should, should I talk about why I chose the team though or does everybody already know that? Like no, talk about it cuz we were talking about that. All right, yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, well Obviously, I had a few, like, really good offers and all that. Um, not one, I didn't have one from Factory Cali, but um, that kind of followed down to Factory KTM, which was really good, and then JGR, and then JWR. But, like, my, I really wanted to stay with uh, Kawasaki. So, um, like, JWR just felt the best because, obviously, um, I could stay on Kawasaki, and there's, they offered me an amazing salary. Like, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could bring in Monster. I was supposed to be getting factory parts. Um, well, I could, bring, I could bring my mechanic Paul. So, like, I don't know. I just thought it made, made sense. You know, I got Legend Jeff Ward there to help me. Like, it just made sense. And, it, like, why, w- why wouldn't you take it? But, obviously, it was too good to be true. So, anyways... Um, so I, I was doing circles all year and then finally I got riding and they sent me a bike to Florida. Rode that for a couple of weeks till I got comfortable. And then they flew me out to California and, um, Oscar and Paul and everybody was, uh, really, really, really good to me. And I was gelling well with the team and we started to do some suspension testing with KYB and just outdoors that first just to like, you know, get me comfortable and. Um, so I was doing suspension testing and everything was going good. The bike was good. Um, I was, you know, gelling with the team and then, um, yeah, I just got a call from my agent, Tony Gardia and he's like, Hey, are you sitting down? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, uh, well, I just talked to Craniac and I think, uh, the team's not going to be running anymore. And then all, at first I was like in shock, like, right. what? Like, no way. And, um, yeah, so pretty much, um, you know, from what I got told that they don't have, the, they can't get sponsors um, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, so I kind of got out of there and um, had to do some thinking of what I wanted to do. I was talking to Chad and uh, talking to Pro Circuit and then, you know, a few other teams, Rockstar Suzuki, and there's quite a few good options. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, 
when I think about it, I was like, man, I have one last shot at to get a Lakes Championship at Supercross, and I mean, I, I don't want to not do it. And then I was only to tell you that I wasn't doing it, but then you know, like this could be like a blessing in disguise, and mm-hmm. and maybe give me a second chance. So, um, pretty much. I was like, you know, I don't want to look back when I'm older and be like, oh, what if I stayed lights up last year? So I was like, well, I want to do lights supercross and 450 outdoors. So that was what my mind was pretty set on. And Chad was working really hard on um, getting me a deal. But then I just didn't, I told him that I've made up my mind and I'm going to go with Mitch. So uh, I'm just so happy that Mitch uh, was nice enough to take me back. And it just just feels at home, so... Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the gossip for you. Yeah, no. Hey, um, thanks for thanks for telling us. It, it, I think it is. I mean, if if you have a team disintegrate in uh, in you know, mid November, going back to Pro, Monster Pro Circuit, having space for you, you could do a whole lot worse. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just really happy to be back there. And like, you know, it's like when they built my bike, it's just like boom, they built it. It's the exact same bike as I was riding last year. So it's like. You know, there's not too much changes going on for, you know, that's late in the season. So, um, yeah, it was good. Are you, Dino, are you still feeling pretty good on the 250, or did you get back on it and feel like, ah, this thing's little, slow? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Um, I just told him to build me a 450 for now just to practice on just so mm-hmm. I can, uh, you know, just, like, get my laps in and get comfortable again. And, uh yeah, so the double for so I think tomorrow is my first day on two fifty. So I'm going to I don't know how it's either going to go one way or the other. It's either going to be like man, that four fifty made me feel good on this two fifty, yeah. or it's like oh man, right, it's like slow. Hey, so, uh, I don't know. That would be good. Can I ask you this? Like, what what did Cranyak say to you, or have you had any talks with him? Because to me, um, the first thing that hits me is this: this was like a super douche move on his part. I mean. I understand there's not sponsors in place and it's not coming together the way they wanted, but he made commitments to you and to Chisholm to all those uh, guys. And then, you know, you're talking about a billionaire here. It's not like this is going to put him in the poorhouse to run through the season. You know, if you're going to, if yeah. you're going to say, Hey, I'm not doing this anymore, do it in September, you know, and, and tell guys in June, Hey, this isn't going to happen next year. So find something else. Hey, Pink, um, you know what? I think, yeah. I think, uh, <clears throat> I can't speak for the guy, but, uh, if, if I'm going to, do like Steve does a lot and speculate. I think, you right. know, I think maybe he really, if he was the owner, he was probably, he had guys underneath him at the time, Jeff and, you know, some other guys running the team. Maybe he didn't really know that, you know, they went out and signed Dean and maybe they had some a sponsor that they were working on, like we were talking earlier, that if they signed Dean, they were going to be able to lock down the sponsor because they got Dean to pay. You know what I mean? And I think maybe um, when that didn't happen, they came to him and said, hey, this is what the deal is. This is how much we have to pay Dean, and we don't have the sponsorship dollars. And he just went, whoa. Okay, so they still would have enough sponsorship dollars with whatever they had to cover, in, in Wardy's own words, at least half the budget. Yeah. You're telling me this billionaire uh-huh. can't come up with the other half the budget yeah, to, uh, to, to honor his contracts for I, 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 I think agree. it's bullshit. I, I agree. Okay. I agree. I, I agree. I think that when you sign a contract that you need to be stand-up for it. Um I think if they go about the the route, like I said, I think teams going away is just bad for the whole industry in general. And I'm pumped for Dean, like I said earlier, that he got a ride and that he could go race. But at, on the other end, it's going to be weird if they don't fold their doors and they still go racing. That's when I think it's it's a jack deal. Well, has he said anything to you, Dean? Yeah. Have you well, any- from what I've gotten told, um, they're still trying to get their sponsors, but 
obviously it's not a Jeff Ward team. It's like a Mike Craniac team or something, and they're going to Supercross only from what I've been told. So With who? Who knows? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh. Maybe like a Chisholm or a, or a Hanny or something. I don't know. Hanny, Tedesco, uh, Tommy Hahn, three guys that are still out there. Regal, couple, another, another yeah. guy out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, oh. they got pretty good options, though. Right. Yeah, Canary signed. Kind of sucks for me, but yeah. um, what day. about what about Nicoletti? Nicoletti signed. Oh, Nicoletti no, signed. Yeah, yeah. No, no. believe me, I'd, I'd be there. Uh, 450 motocross, though. So you got half of your wish. That should be interesting. You've seen, you saw Tickle, and I mean, he had a uh-huh. breakout year on a Pro Circuit 450. You got to be excited about that. And, and again, that's where you want to be. Yeah, I'm really excited just because uh, obviously I got Bones, and he's like. You know, work night and day to get your suspension how you want it, so that'll be good. And I just feel like in general, I'll ride a four fifty pretty good. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be it'll be uh, good. But um, I'm looking forward to it. It's just it's going to be really stacked, and yeah, it's it's going to be good. But the thing that kind of sucks for me is I have first place bonuses only all year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you so, should, we got to get that we got to get I'm that gonna, agent deal going. I'm going to be so. Happy just to be on the box on a 450 race, and I only have first place bonuses. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll pass a hat around here. Try to you know, (laughs) try to try to get you try to get you paid. Hey, um, what about what about the um, shift Fox uh, shift? Let you go. They shook your hands. I mean, we saw you tweeting photos of yourself. We thought we talked about this earlier. It's kind of cool of them to do that, just to say, hey, you know, in the future, think of us. But uh, it looks like you'll be back with Thor, huh? Yeah, they were nice enough to uh, kind of understand what what's yeah. going on, and um, yeah, it was kind of a shame, but yeah, um, yeah everything was mutual and it was good. So uh, what about, definitely a, a good company. What about Florida? Uh, you bought a place there. Can you go there? Can you stay there? Well, we know Mitch's uh, feelings on guys not living outside of Southern California. So uh, what, what's about what about that? I don't know. I honestly have to kind of talk to Mitch about that, but um, I have a place like. In Tampa, well, just outside of Tampa, mm-hmm. but uh, so that's kind of like my house now. So, uh, kinda, I think I'm gonna just try and do some testing up here, then uh, get out there as soon as I can. Because I'm talking to Chad and he's riding by himself. He's like, "Oh man, I wish you were out here." So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna definitely be out there as much as I can. Chad doesn't have JT to push him anymore, so it's tough. Yeah, it's true. Uh, um. You like living in Florida? Yeah, I like it a lot. Just because, I don't know, I've noticed just since I came back here, like, I've got, like, too many friends in California. So it's like, every night, I'm always getting invited to go to dinner, and you're like, no, I can't go. Then your friends aren't happy with you. Then you do go, and then you're not eating what you're supposed to eat. <laughs> Where, like, in Florida, it's like, I don't have it. Like, I'm just more yeah. focused, and I, I have my program, and, like, okay. I don't know. It's just, it's two different climates, and I, I really like it just because, you know, I think, if things get a little stressful here, I can go to Florida. Or, yeah, kind of like chicks. There was a time, maybe it was last year, or even a little bit before that. Every time I went to BJ's, you were there. I saw you like three times at BJ's. I think yeah, I saw I you. Uh, Zookies, man. Yeah, I think I saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Pizza and a yeah, they do. Uh, well, and then also to the chicks. I mean, always chicks in SoCal. That's got to be horrible. I mean, that's just probably terrible. Because there's no girls in I know. Tampa. You can't you can't just run like the tech up kit in Florida. It just don't work over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You, you can only run that in Temecula. 
951. What about Parabinos? Uh, longtime mechanic, uh, buddy of yours. He's now working for Baggett. When you left, it didn't work out with Jeff Ford Racing. Is he going to be your mechanic? Are you guys going to be reunited? Do you know yet? What What's the plan there? I don't really know what the story is there, to be honest. Right. Uh, I guess he's been gone at the many years, so every time I've been in the shop, he's not been in there. But, like, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what, what the story is. If he's there. working for Baggett, that's going to be weird. That's weird. Yeah. I'm going to make it weird, too. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm going to. You should. You should. Uh, uh, who would be, be your mechanic if he wasn't? Paul uh, Feeney? Uh, no, Feeney is uh, the boss's mechanic, so I'm, I'm really not sure, honestly. It's, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't th- I mean, I know Mitch. I don't think he – I mean, that's a tough call. you got two champions and one guys that work really good together. Yeah. but I should check my messages. Mitch is called. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. Um. Uh. What about the uh, and your? It looks like Rattray is going to ride 450 MX2. Um. Uh, Mitch has yeah. Mitch has a hell of a team going on over there. He has six guys for yeah. He's got yeah. a bunch of guys, but from what uh me and Tyler have gotten told is that we'll have our own semi for outdoors, so that should be cool. Yeah, that was I guess that's where I was leading to. That's that's got to be almost needed unless. Unless there's some hard injuries in the 250 class, you can't do six guys, two classes out of one truck. No way. There's no. Yeah. Go tell that no. to Star Racing. Except, except uh, <laughs> Vegas. Or Factory East Connection. West will all be under there, but other oh. than that. Yeah, yeah. Or Factory Connection. No. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, hey, Dean, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Uh, good to get the scoop on everything. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing you in 250 class. Uh, I think you're – Probably the odds on favorite. Can we all agree on that? See, so right in the east, the west, the east, east, the east. Yeah, he's, he's riding yeah. east, the Dino. north, northeast division. Mitch doesn't like that, but I think we know that. Hey, who's, who will you be racing against over there, Dino? Do you know? Over where? On the east coast. East? Yeah. I um, have no idea. Uh, Tell you who he's got. I know. No right, idea. I know right now he's got. He's going to have his hands full with old Zacky Poo. I know who, who people on the east coast have to race. Dean Wilson. Oh Wilson. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got to worry about Dean Wilson. That's what that, that's the, all those people, all those guys that rode the that were like, I'm East, I'm East. Dean's riding 450, and then they're like, No, oh shit, they just went bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seen your boy Brock Pickle today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did he, he give you? Th- he came for a chat chat. Did he give you a thumbs but, up? Um, yeah. You know yeah, what? You he, know he what? He told me that. Oh. He told me that Carmichael definitely lays the law down, and he does what he's told. <laughs> You know what? The Kenny's already got a nickname for him. It's super original. Tick. That's not yeah. a tick. Yeah, that's what they call it. I don't, does it call you Dub? K-Dub? No. K-Dub and Dick and Tick. It's all. Um, <laughs> Dean, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Good good to hear all from right. you. Thanks glad, a lot for, thank you. Yeah, glad you will right. on your feet. We'll you come, see ya. Good luck to you. Uh, Monster Pro Circuits, Kawasaki, uh, Dean Wilson. He's got to be the odds in favor to win the East. God, I mean, right? You never know, but... Yeah, he's got Zach know. Bogle. I feel uh, Zach Bell. I feel like I'm. Dude, if I'm guy. Factory Connection, I split. I split. I split. Who's uh, the other PC guy? Uh, Devalos? No, Durham. Oh, Durham. Yeah, Baggett's Baggett's West. So they're not going to put. They're not going to put. They're going to have. They're going to have to put. Davalos is West too. Yeah, Justin, Justin Hill. Hill's starting to ride. So I, I, I would think that they're going to put. I, I don't know. They're going to have three guys on the East. They're going to have Justin Hill, Durham, Rattray. and. Rattray's Dino, West. Dino. Rattray's West. Yeah. Does does Durham get healed up? I keep hearing. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying yeah. if he does, if that's he does, why they're right, doing. Right, right, But I, how, about, I how about if you're Mitch? Durham's hurt. Baggett's in a cast. But no, we how, forgot about that. Hill. Where's Baggett right? What close is Baggett right? West apparently. 
West. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, I'm anxious to see how he does in Supercross. Bad I mean, he was he was awful last year. It was awful. He won a couple races for him. He was, it was yeah, not good. yeah. It was wasn't as good as were you at Daytona. Awful is not the right. Were you word. at Daytona? Right. right. He was the fastest guy on the track at Daytona. Dude. He was faster than the 450 guys. How do you do? He won. There you hey, go. What about the, what about the seven? That's an that's not even seven a Supercross race guy. though. Daytona last year. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know about that, dude. I'm oh, pretty yeah? sure. Okay. Um, I don't know. That's I was too not, busy that watching isn't my a guy. Supercross race though. Yeah, I'm just saying he did he did have some bad races for sure. Um, we're going to have Travis Preston come on along with the winner of our Travis Preston riding school, um, after careful consideration. So let's take a commercial break right now. Our second and final commercial break of the evening on the Pulp and Mech show presented by BTOsports.com. Thanks to FMF, X-Brown Goggles, Works Connection, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear. Are you wearing your free guns right now, Pink? I'm not. I'm free balling. <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, Steve, did you rock out to your Rockford Fosgate system on the way up here? No, but if they want to give me one, I will. Steve. Yep. Check him. Kenny Watson. Boom. Not free balling, free gunning. F- supporting the go. sponsors of the show, uh, like I do. I really only wear underwear when Let I'm me ask you this, going Pink? to a, a nice classy function or if I'm riding. <laughs> so. Pink, do you ever use, you ever use uh, FMF Racing? Yeah. You ever use He was uh, on the FMF team, bro. Dude, right there. What are you talking about? Yeah, FMF okay. Honda. Or Works Connection? Never works connection. Ever. You never use their never, perch. You ever. never use their case guards. Oh, works connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said, I was thinking factory connection. Sorry. Sorry. Brain fart. Yeah, uh, works connection. D sixty. D. What about fly racing? Have you have you worn uh, their comfortable gear and helmets? No, never. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah, you have. And uh, AGV helmets. <laughs> good. Negative. Yeah, no, really what? good. Okay. Yeah. JT. Uh, JT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dover. Right there. Right there. Yep. There it is. Uh, I don't think you wore that helmet when you raced. Nah, though. I didn't. Yeah, Black Ops Moto. Oh, oh, thank you, Black Ops Moto, for coming on. What's, better better what is starting. Black Ops Moto? Increases the spark of your bike. Better starting. Better throttle response. If you don't have... Helps. If you don't have... Michael Lessie uses if it. If you do not have a tech guy, an engine guy, to map your stuff, and you're not on a works bike, you need to have Black Ops. Hands down. Boom. Black Ops? Is this, is this what you're ops. saying? Black Ops. What kind of racist uh, police department do we have going on here? The same people that made Black's Black Friday. <laughs> All right. I went to the mall. I didn't see one. It wasn't too black there. <laughs> you went to the wrong mall. Go to Atlanta. Thanks for listening. Oh, see snap. you in a little bit. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulp Mech Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code, Steve, S-T-E-V-E, and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show, and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. 
Works Connection, the little company that started it all, is back with a new invention that writers like Andrew Short, Ivan Tedesco, Brett Metcalf, Josh Hansen, and more can't live without. Our brand new pro-launch device makes getting whole shots easy. It's a set-it-and-forget-it deal featuring innovation and design that has made Works Connection the number one company for your bike's needs. Also check out WorksConnection.com for our complete line of elite clutch purchase, which we now allow the customer to customize for his wishes. You can choose the color, the lever ratio, and more in what we're calling the one, two, three, easy build. Skid plates, hour meters, throttle tubes, radiator braces, and more. Works Connection is the company that is killing it in Northern California and proud to be a sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. As a matter of fact, enter Pulp MX upon checkout and save 20% off your order. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at AGV.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing continues to push through the boundaries of innovation and technology, function and fit. Worn by factory motocross pros Andrew Short and Trey Kennard, as well as off-road pros Stuart Baylor and Team JCR Honda, Fly Racing designs products for the serious rider and racer. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 
15% off your next order. So go to TechOneDesigns.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top writers like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. I'm Justin Barsha, number 20 on the Geico Honda, and I wear free gun underwear. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun. Get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Rockford Fosgate has been in the business of sound for over 30 years. At Rockford, we know you're fanatical about your music. You take it with you on the road and off. That's why Rockford Fosgate designs and builds audio gear that will deliver big, clear sound for your car, truck, motorcycle, or boat. Rockford Fosgate, car audio for fanatics. Rockford Fosgate is a proud sponsor of the Dodge, Saquon Casino, Harden Huntington, Bellray Racing, Supercross team. Pulp MX Show listeners, is it time to change that fork and shock oil? Well, for this and much more, look to Racetech, the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S Custom Series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. Pro racers like Ben LeMay, Derek Anderson, Mike Corbin, Cody Gilmore and more depend on Racetech. So should you. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Essie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners 5% off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike.
there goes my hero indeed on the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Welcome back, uh, the Foo Fighters. There goes my hero. I can't think of a more appropriate uh, song than that. Um, every day, every Monday night, my hero comes in and my hero leaves. Watson, what's up? What's going on, Mathis? You got an announcement. I do. You got a, you got something you need to say. I do. All right. And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to come on the show to say this, and I didn't want to just be that guy and, and not do it the right way. Um, first and foremost, I just want to thank you and Tits for giving me the opportunity to do the show. It was it was totally fun. Um, my life has changed um, dramatically in the last, you know, few months. Um, having a family and um, a kid is a lot more – It took a lot more of my time. It's going to take a lot more of my time than anything um, I ever thought that I would have to do. Um, but uh, I have to put um, my family and seeing my kid and be with my kid more um, as I can because once the season starts here in a month – I'm going to be on the road three days a week, and when I do the show on a Monday, that's four days. I don't get home until 10 or 11 at night. I'm not going to be able to spend any time with my family. So I had to take that into consideration, and I had to take um, just uh, a bunch of things that's been happened on the show in the past, which I can't blame anybody but myself for, um, say some things and put my f foot in my mouth. And, you know, there's some things that happen with you, and you, you know, are awesome at what you do. You're, you you know, well, at least you think you're awesome at it, and that's all that matters. Um, but the, I know everything. There's been a lot of, uh, you know, grief going on lately, more than lately, about, you know, things you say and things that you do, and it it always comes back to me, and um, that is not the reason why I can't do the show anymore. But the, there's a lot of things have added up. But I'm just here to say, you know, this is the last time I'm going to do the show. Um I will come by once in a while when I have time and check in and check out, but I am, you know, going to uh, walk away with pride and dignity, as they say, and just wanted to thank everybody <laughs> and all the haters that hate me in the chat room. You guys got your wish. People that like me, hey, you know, I'll be around. Come by and say hi at the races, and it's uh, about it. So we'll leave it at that. We'll go back to the show, and I just want to thank everybody that supports the show, all the sponsors, and, you know, David for coming in. Maybe him and JT will take over, and uh, wish wish the show the best of luck, and you know, it's time to move on in my life. That's it. Yeah. You've, you, you, I mean. Nothing's, nothing's forever. Nothing is over. Yeah. So. Um, no, I mean, hey, look, at, uh, you were never, you did it longer than I thought you would. Uh, <laughs> like, there's no doubt in my mind I didn't think you'd last this long. No offense. Well, that was brutally honest. I didn't think he would last. I, I mean, I just didn't think he'd want to do it. Not that he's not good at it. I didn't think he would want to do it and keep doing it. And every time I said, hey, are you coming back? He'd be like. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, all right. So, hey, you know what though? I well, as long as you as long as you come back, we I, need, I, we need you back as a I guest mean, here I, and there. I, I, yeah, yeah, for sure, I'll come back when, when I can. But I'm just saying, it's not when I first did it. I didn't know if I was. I didn't know if I was going to like it. I didn't know if I was going to be able to do right. it. But then it was just like part of my routine, and you know, I I enjoyed it. But like I said, there was too many times that I've got grief from my everyday job. And it had nothing to do with anybody but myself, things that I've said, things that I've done. and Which made for radio gold. It but, did. But didn't it, always. It yeah, did, but right, it's, it's right. you know, where I'm at with, you know, with the job I have right now and the team, it's, it's a lot different than it has been. And it's, you know, there's a lot of other guys that are in my position that, you know, aren't really going to go out and say the things that I say. And I have to protect my integrity 
down the road, and and there's more to it than you know. You 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 and Ping are you know journalists. That's what you guys do. You guys are here to talk about the sport and talk about the ins and outs. And you could talk about riders and talk about motorcycles and talk about manufacturers. Well, I can't do that no more. I can't you know belittle people and I can't <laughs> take jabs at people. And I can. Yeah, I'll step in. You and Steve could keep up and do what you do, especially <laughs> Mathis, because he's great at that, and and I, I respect him for that. And he his job is and sometimes I like to disagree with him, but at the end of the day, Steve Mathis's job is to report. If it's good or bad, people like it or they don't like it. That's his job, and that's what he does. And like he said, he's made more money every year doing this, and he's succeeding at what he does. And you know what? Amen. Keep doing it. You know, keep fighting the good fight, my friend. And I am. No, and I you am. are. And I am. And I, I would like to immediately announce the new host, co-host of the Paul Mech Show, Dave Osterman. Dave, come on in. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Chad's bike's working really good. Ah, yeah. <laughs> My mustache is it's really sweet. I got some Grecian formula to get the gray out, but uh, it's all good. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mike Bell's bike in the 81 was awesome. Yeah, water-cooled pumper <laughs> cone head pipe. No, but uh, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, no, thanks for, for coming on. Uh, it's been two and a half years? Three, Whatever it was. It, it went by fast. but Two and a half. He did it all last year. He did it all uh -huh. this year. Although he's bailing this, out yeah, This is my second year. so Yeah, um, he, and he did it before you got here. Yeah. So, two yeah, and a half two, years? Two and a half years for Watson. How many shows? At least I did 100. Uh, you, did, you did more than 100, yeah. yeah. You probably did just over 100 shows. Probably 103 shows. Wow, 103. Tortelli? Something like that. Yeah. Um, I wish I would have quit at 100. Let, let that uh, the Hunter show was good. We could have let it off. Yeah. But um, Kenny, what was your favorite show? I would, I, would, I would say the show with, with Phil and those guys. I would really say that was awesome. And at any time Berlut was here, it was good. Was the la the, your, late, your, last, your least favorite one the one you walked out on? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Right. Hey, I don't think pretty good show tonight, not too great. That, that show was hey, the worst show you guys. Pretty good show tonight, not too great. I'll say it. That was the worst show ever. What? That one when Cox and Dan News were fighting. That, 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 was, <laughs> that was hideous. That was not good radio. It was lame. I mean, yeah, I don't want to go out fighting. Um, <laughs> I disagree, but let's get let's get our next guest on, Travis Preston. Uh, Ping, you you probably and well, actually, I don't think you were here, evil. Watson, were you here when this when we did this? What's no. up? Was it last show? What's up? Travis Preston riding lesson. No, I wasn't here. Are you aware of it? Yeah. Travis Preston does riding schools now. Just finished uh, second at the World Vet Races. Is giving away uh, a free riding lesson on the show to uh, we open it up to listeners. They had to send a photo in of themselves and a story on why they deserve the free lesson from Travis Preston. Has to be in Southern California. I guess that was sort of the hitch. Uh, he'll donate four hours of his time to a lucky listener of the show. Um, and he'll teach him everything he knew when he won the 2001? 2002. 2002. Yeah. 125 West Coast title. So Preston will carry that knowledge on and teach this uh, teach the lucky listener. And uh, we've got Travis on the line. Travis, what's up, man? How you doing? Thanks for coming on, and uh, thanks for giving away the free lesson. Pretty, pretty awesome. Well, yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, TravisPrestonMX.com, right? Yes, sir. Uh, David Pingree's in the studio, by the way. I don't know. If what's up, Travis? New co-host. Hi. New How co -host. you doing, David? I'm doing all right. David. He gave me the David right now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't. They don't they, like they each don't, other. No, they oh, don't. Are you guys? 
No, they Fighting? don't use nicknames yeah. like McGrath and those guys. Hey, what's up, MCO? What's up, right. TP? No, uh, they're too old for that shit. Okay. Everybody's getting too old for the nicknames. Yeah. So right. it's kind of – I can't call J-Bone J-Bone anymore. Really? Oh, yeah. We Well, we were, and then we decided, it, like, we sounded yeah. like a couple of, you know, hipster right. jackasses. <laughs> so let's just go with Jeremy and David. Uh, yeah, I guess – I mean, I use J-Bone still. I use I – use, I use Kenny for him, though. I don't use Dub or K-Dub or, you know. Well, what I, I know. We're all used to using them, so that's uh, what I'm saying. Wow, we're getting Step old. back yeah. now and look at how what an old fart you are, and yeah. you look like an idiot saying that. <laughs> yeah, good point. So. <laughs> well, I want my name to be S. Maisie. <laughs> so I was thinking. Breezy. Uh, breezy. <laughs> hey, uh, Travis, though, um, uh, th- back to you. Um, what's been going on since we last had you? What, what have you been doing? Are you still in SoCal, still teaching? Yeah, still in SoCal, still teaching. Uh, testing for Yamaha. I actually I went to Day in the Dirt Sunday, so that that was very uh, interesting. interesting. How, how was that? Uh, it 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 was a different crowd. It, it it was definitely a lot of people on the track at one time, so mm-hmm. it was kind of scary. Right. Um. And 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 um. So what? I mean, we we gave you dozens of entries uh, for this contest, and thanks everybody for listening. Um. What? What made you pick out the winner? And without giving away the name yet, what what made the winner stand out from everybody else? Well, you know, there was a lot of good entries. Uh, there was a lot of tough ones to, to pick from. I, I I narrowed it down to about three, but, yep. but the guy that that got it was he he has a a challenge that most of us don't have riding right. a motorcycle. Right, and that, and you really that really uh, sort of tugged at your heartstrings, huh? Yeah, it, it, it and I felt like it was going to be a challenge for me because maybe some of the things I'm teaching, you know, I might have to twist it a little differently to uh, help this person with uh, something that he's lacking. Right, right. And it's not Eric Sorby, but Sorby was one of the entrants, but you, you skipped him. Yes, yes. Do, do you know Sorby's Racing, Anaheim 1? Did you, are you aware of that? Did you, did I, you guys know that? I, what? Did, I did not hear that. He, he is racing Anaheim 1. He'll qualify. He'll make the for top the, 40. For the night show? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He's he good will. for a lap. He'll, he'll, he'll throw some sp- right. time down, especially where, where he can jump. Did he race Bercy? He raced Bercy. How'd he, he look? Yeah. Uh, Did he cut the course at all? Yeah, he cut the course. He's <laughs> world famous for that <laughs> at that track. <laughs> they, he cuts the corner that one. T- they, had a, they had a pole, a super pole, uh, one hot lap. And, I mean, he had no chance in hell of, of coming even close to top five. So he would do the section, and there was like a switchback, and he would launch off the single across the banners into the corner. But even that didn't help him. It didn't help me. Like even cutting the cutting a whole corner out only put him to like top six or seven. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, anyways, um, good times. He might need to have that talk with himself in the mirror. <laughs> the one we, we the one we the one we talked about. Um, hey, Travis. So what? We have the winner on the line. Um, as we as we said, uh, it's a free tra- riding lesson from Travis Preston in Southern California. How long? TP four hours. Six hours, no, twelve hours. It, it, it just depends what we're going to do until the job gets done. Wow, I like that determination. Um, and uh, TravisPressonMX.com. Um, we're going to have you and the winner probably back on the show to talk about how it went. Uh, whenever you guys do decide to uh, to hook up and get this done, because I, I do want to find out what you know. Preston. Yeah, let me let me introduce the let me introduce him. Introduce the rider that won, Mr. Ryan Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Travis wants to help you go through corners. He said, uh, 
Uh, hey, and the winner's on the phone. It's Steve Halminski uh, from SoCal. Halminski. Uh, nice. S- nice name, yeah. Steve, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, and congratulations, man. What's up, guys? Thanks. I really appreciate it, man, for giving me this opportunity. Um, yeah, and for people who, people who want to know what Travis was talking about, Steve, you uh, you were born with only one one hand, right? Yeah, I um, I actually was born with uh, missing my right hand. So right, uh, racing dirt bikes and riding dirt bikes has you know been a challenge since day one, especially previously when you have two strokes and it was a little more difficult uh, switching the throttle over to the left hand side and making it you know twist the the right way. Right, and so it's been it's been uh, I mean God, so what do you? You work the clutch, the throttle, and everything with your left. Yeah, basically what it is is uh, on a four-stroke, I put the throttle on the left-hand side and change the push-pull down underneath in the, uh, on my bike's a carburetor bike, so down underneath there, and um, put a, a wristband on and a glove over it and pretty much just, just put my hand in between the front brake and the, the bars and, and hold on. So the left, left side has the clutch and the throttle at the same time. So, How do you start how do you start off a gate? How does that work? Oh, man, just pulling the clutch and, and you know, leaning forward and uh, two fingers on the clutch and the rest of the fingers on the throttle to make sure that, you know, you have the right uh, How do you hold the brake? Amount of, uh, I, I, don't, I don't use the front brake. Just rarely do I lose the front brake because the opportunity to take my hand off the bar and, you know, hit a braking bump or something like that probably put me over the bars. So <laughs> I don't really use my front brake too often. Travis, oh, wow. yeah. So Travis, what do you uh, what do you make of all this? What do you, <laughs> Travis? I mean, you got your work cut yeah. out for this handicap. <laughs> good, good luck. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be interesting, you know, watching them ride without being able to use a front brake. Um, Steve, what's the biggest challenge for you? The hardest thing to do? I mean, I guess I have written down maybe head shake. Uh, did you do you experience that quite a bit? Um, you know, it's uh, the biggest challenge is usually are the the braking bumps, you know, when it's mm-hmm. uh, coming in the corners at high speed and trying to make sure, you know, if you hit a double and you come right into a corner afterwards, uh, getting on that back brake for me, being able to make the corner probably is one of the, the biggest challenges for me, you know, hitting the jumps and 100-foot doubles and triples usually don't pose a challenge to me, but uh, pretty much cornering and, and uh, you know, big braking bumps is pretty, pretty difficult. So, TP, he's saying he airs out the jumps. Yeah, I mean, to to me, that that sounded like that that would be a big challenge. But um, sounds like he has it handled pretty good. Get it? Um, uh, yeah. Hey, so Steve, do you do you have a hook? How do you secure the left? <laughs> Not the a right pirate, hand? Steve. No, but how do you secure the right hand onto the bars? Um, well, you know, I still have I have my wrist, so I have part okay. of my hand after my wrist, so it allows me to you know move it up and down. So. Um, almost just like curling your, your wrist down on, on any of your hands oh, there. Uh, it's pretty much the same thing that I do, minus, minus the fingers. Oh, wow. Okay, so you can get something around there. I wasn't, your photo wasn't, I was looking at the photo, and I was like, how, how's he doing this? Because there used to be a guy, Preston, you probably remember, that raced Binghamton every year with a hook. Yeah, yeah that's what I was wondering. Are, are, are your handlebars, like, modified on the right side, like, does the bar sweep up towards you a little bit closer, or do you run stock handlebars? Nope, everything's stock, stock handlebars, yeah, just regular stuff. Steve, wow. Steve you're a goddamn hero. I can't <laughs> believe that you race with that's, – that's gnarly, and, and props to you, man. That's awesome that your love of dirt bikes and, and riding has uh, 
you know, it hasn't held you back at all. That's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. It's one of those things where you either just figure out how to do it and, and go get it done and have a good time, or you sit back and feel sorry for yourself, you know, and I wasn't willing to do that, so. Yeah, that's great. Um, what do you, Steve, what do you, uh, obviously you guys are going to get together. Uh, we'll pass on the contact information between these two tits uh, via email. Um, thinking about Travis Preston teaching you the 2002-125 West Coast champion, um, what do you – what do you want him to teach you with? What do you think? Where do you think you lack? Where do you think Travis can really help you? I think one of the biggest things is probably technique. Uh, you know, cornering, um, more of, of how to hold on to the bike with, without, I guess, you know, for a lack of say, just uh, holding on tight. You know, something with more of a technique that allows me to be able to, to loosen up and maybe relax and not get form quite as, you know, form pump quite as much because that obviously is one of the challenges for me using the clutch and the throttle on, you know, the right. same side. So, uh, cornering is big for me. You know, that's probably one of my weakest points is cornering and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just basic techniques when it comes to, uh, you know, um, riding and right. uh, handling braking pumps and, you know, those, those type of things. So so a lot of, uh, Travis, a lot of the maybe gripping the tank with your knees and, and body positioning, huh? Yeah, that's what it sounds yeah, like to me. It sounds like, he, you know, he, he might have to use a little bit more of your legs. To, to compensate. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm sure it's probably going to be interesting on, on your end, too, given the fact that you're, you're a great motocross, supercross rider, but, uh, you know, trying to, uh, to look at my situation and, you know, be able to give me some, some good feedback and, and what you would think would be a good, you know, idea on, on how to hold on or how to, you know, again, proper body mechanics and, positioning i think that'd be awesome i i think i think that uh for myself um if i were to get a lesson from a guy like preston or you know or, or david pingree you've done a lot of schools ping i'd be like screw the lessons i want a bench race <laughs> right i mean do, <laughs> do you get a lot of that preston and ping do you, do you get a lot of that yeah yeah it, <laughs> it seems like sometimes like today i was working with the guys at milestone and you know the, these guys were in the early 30s and we they, we would sit down and just end up talking for half an hour about you know races from oh two oh three. Yeah, you just got to make sure Steve unlocks his hips. Like it sounds like Steve could have really tight hips. Well, I read that Tomac started unlocking his hips the second half of the year. That the, the first half he wasn't doing it. I, I read that on Racer X actually. Um, so where's this lesson going to take place, Steve and Travis? What what's a good track for you guys both in SoCal uh, that maybe some fans are listening can can check out if we figure this lesson out um i like milestone um i like competitive edge um you know it's 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 kind of up to, to steve in a sense of what track he feels comfortable at but then it also has to be a track to where you know they're kind of cool with me you know standing on the side of the track the whole day right right what do you think steve uh, you know, I live I live over here in uh, Marietta, so you know I'm pretty close to to any one of those. You know, I've ridden Milestone, I've ridden Elsinore, um, Paula. You know, I haven't ridden Comp Edge, but you know I'm always open to yeah. to something uh, new. You know, I, I think the biggest thing for me is uh, to to make it both worth both of our while is the fact that we go somewhere that maybe either has uh, a couple different tracks or something that's bigger, uh, more spread out than something small and tight like Paris, mm-hmm. where, you know, it's, it's real, you know, using the clutch every, 
three seconds to come around a corner and, you know, it just, it ends up giving me pretty bad form pump, you know, so something a little more open. Um, I usually ride the, you know, the, um, the main tracks on all the tracks. So, you know, it'd be cool if you, uh, pretty bigger. do you have a GoPro, Steve? I do. I mean, maybe it'd be a cool idea if you to GoPro it and Steve can post it up on the Pulp MX site. Like, oh you know, yeah, this, that, yeah, this would be cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely do that. This is the shit the show's going to miss my ideas. This kind of yeah, shit, Yeah, I mean, Travis. putting a GoPro on a helmet is fucking brilliant. Yeah. I mean, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you thought about it, fucking idiot. Um, all right. Uh, hey, well, uh, thanks, uh, Steve, for uh, entering, and congratulations on winning. Uh, Preston, thank you for doing this, man. Awesome. Four or five hours out of your time, um, or, or quote-unquote, however long it takes. Uh, thank you for doing it and promoting the, um, the your schools on the show. We're going to get both of you guys back on after it happens at some point to talk about, Steve, what you learned and Travis, what it was like teaching somebody uh, like Steve. Hey, should we, should we let Travis know what's going on now? Because he did pick the winner, and he had no idea who the guy was. He just picked it, and I, I, I looked at it, and I said, hey, check this out. I think we should be straight up. <laughs> you want to say that, that you picked the winner? No, 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 no. I'm not saying I picked the winner. I want, I want to tell you something after you did pick the winner. Okay, I know, I know this guy. I know Steve. Okay, oh, I know okay, Steve, okay. and I didn't want to say, "Hey, he's just the winner." Pick this guy because I want him to win. I wanted you to re- to read everything down, and I didn't want to, I didn't want it to be like, "Oh, he got to win because he knew me." That's not the reason why he won. The reason why he won is yeah. because he has a disability. Travis did not know that. Travis did not know that, and he picked the guy. So if anyone knows who Steve is, and they're like, "Oh, he knows Kenny," that's why he won. No, that's not why he won. He won because he's fucking gnarly. That's why he won. And if anyone has anything to say, fucking try taping your fucking hand to the handlebar and ride with one arm. Bottom line, he's call- I'm calling you out, and I'll put anything I have against anybody against Steve. Steve is gnarly. Thank you. That's all I got Me? to say. Me? To anybody who's listening to this <laughs> fucking show, Steve is fucking sick. Me? That's yeah. a lot of pressure, man. That's a lot of pressure. I got your back. I got your, I got your back, dude. Don't worry about it. That's so fun. All right, guys. Well, thanks. TravisPressNMX.com. Check it out and get Travis, uh, uh, get a hold of him to help you out. He spends uh, on the West Coast, some time on the West Coast and on the East Coast, too. He travels. Uh, oh, Ping, yes, are, we keep, are we keeping you up, Ping? No, you're fine. Okay, all right. Uh, and Steve, thanks again for listening. Thanks for everything. Hopefully you still listen when Kenny's gone, although I doubt it. Um, yeah, no, man. I'm, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity, and uh, I definitely will. So. He'll listen. Dude, I, I said, hey, you're listening to DMXS. He's like, no, what's that? We'll, uh, we'll get <laughs> you back on, Steve and Travis. Uh, once you guys figure everything out, we'll be in touch. And, uh, yeah, thanks again to both of you. All right. Thanks. See you later. I appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Travis. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Travis. Thanks, you guys. Bye. All right. See you later. Uh, Pop Mech Show, helping people get faster. People helping people. Yeah. It feels so good. You know, uh, Kenny does know the dude, but uh, Preston selected him without even, you know, the guy's story is pretty cool. You saw the email? I did. I saw it. Right. Yep. Um, So anyways, uh, yeah, thanks to all those people for for doing it. And uh, And thanks for everybody else that that, um, sent in, you know, why you should win. Does Preston still have a goat? He's donkey, he's, donkey. Oh, it's a donkey. It's a donkey. He doesn't like to talk about it. He doesn't like me asking about it. Uh, <laughs> but he had to give it away to uh, a friend, to a family friend. He still sees it. Bunny. Okay. Bunny. Bunny. I am quite proud of the his fact that, visitation that I got answer, Roger had answer to put doing it for Bunny on the back of his pants a few years back. I feel like that was maybe my legacy in this sport. It's a big one. Thank you. Um, 
Hey, you know what I think? Since I'm not going to do the show anymore, I think I just might just turn on to the chat room so I can just listen to all the shit talkers. I love them. I'm sure you'll be glued on them. I'll be night. fucking glued to them, man. Uh, I, miss, I miss all of them, my all friends right. out there in the Email time. chat room. Uh, Scott. Hey, Steve. One of your last shows, you guys were talking about Jerry Bernardo. He is on the track commentator for the Australian Supercross Championship. The final round That's was awesome. won. Was won, on the, won, won by Chad. Uh, Jay Marmont won the open class from Kenny's buddy, Daniel McCoy. Missed Kenny last week, but Baluti is awesome, man. And LeBig was very funny also. I don't know. Did you know we had LeBig in here? I don't think yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew Big, yeah. Oh. Uh, thanks to you guys. I rarely listen to music anymore. Keep up the good work. Args. Right on, Args. Args says, uh, P.S. I'm a workmate of one of your regular callers, Tomo. How's the producing going back over there? Personal calls? Nope. That was Nash. Uh, JJ. Remember JJ? Yeah. Kid Dynamite? Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't call anymore. Um... JJ said he's got school. That's why he doesn't call in, but he still listens to the show. Hey, Steve, it's JJ. First time I've, for a long time I've heard you say you're an advocate for modifying or tweaking the Supercross format while I have an idea that may never happen, but sounds good. 11 rounds with the regular point system. After 11 rounds, the top six restart points. During season podium points, thir- three for first, two for second, one for third. JJ, they already have that. It's called 25-22-20. Um... Offer bonus points for cash only in taking last gate pick if you win. Why did I pick this email? You're trailing off. JJ. Come on, Jay. Uh, here's a question we get all the time. This let's, is, let's have it. This is this is ridiculous. And if I printed off every one of these, but I, <coughs> every now and then I like to print one off to get Kenny's thoughts and yourself. G. Steve, I currently work for Company X. I don't want to say it. Maybe I'm not allowed to read this on the air. Uh, in the industry. I am getting laid off due to a corporate initiative before March of next year. Having worked in the automotive and bicycle industry, sales slash marketing, for the last year and a half, I feel like I have necessary work experience to leverage towards a job in the industry that I have a passion for. Motocross. What say you, Mathis? Who's hiring in the industry? What advice do you have for someone with a degree slash work experience and a kid in the candy store attitude towards the industry? I get these all the time. Paying to you? Mm-hmm. I, I get, I get, I get them. I get tweets a lot. Yeah, I get them all the time too. Like too. What, what do you say? I, I, I feel bad. I, I feel bad because um, I discourage everybody from getting into this industry. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's maybe that's a, just a bad attitude, but I, I, there are very few jobs where you can make good money. There's very, very little stability. Right. It's crazy I, I mean, travel. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, I remember you told me what you were making as a manager at Troy Lee, and I was shocked. Yeah. Shocked. That much, huh? Yeah, that much. <laughs> and you're not and you're in line with everybody else or close to it. No, I was underpaid grossly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, K Dub here was making probably twice what I was making. Maybe not Dude, quite I that got much. I got news for you, buddy. I until yeah. about t- 2 to 3 years ago, I was very very underpaid. Very, 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 very underpaid. I'd never really made a lot of money, ever. Even Plano days and stuff. Plano days. I mean, triple no. X now, but <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, at Plano, I made fifty grand a year. In the early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's t- like, what do you do? What do you tell these people? I get them all the time. I want to be a mechanic. I want to be an industry person. I want to be a media guy. I mean, do you know how many full time media guys there are in the industry? Full time media. Too many. Not that many. Maybe a dozen. I would think that's probably high. Thing? 
Yeah, I full time. I, I don't know. You counting all the magazines? I'm not counting the ad guys or anything. I'm talking about the you know, the motocross, what? supercross, not cycle world. How you do know? you call media guys? What do you call that? It's like Racer X, Trans World, Vital. I, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I would say there's probably 15 full time guys, if that. If that. I mean, there's photographers that are just shooting races that aren't getting paid. You know? Yeah. Like I mean. There's hey, bloggers. Buy my photos? Hey, I was playing blackjack the other night. You love this, Kenny. Playing blackjack the other night at the Cosmopolitan. By the oh. way, won three hundred and seventy dollars. Good job, good pull. Uh, talking that, to the dealer. That covered your uh, money that you wasted for Guns and Roses. Looking for you there, bro. <laughs> I was looking for you there. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. You, Welcome you, to the jungle. I was there. All right, hey. So, blackjack dealer goes to me. What do you do for a living? I go. Oh, I'm a journalist. He goes. Oh, so you ha- you have a website and a blog. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> Funny. It was Zing. good. Yeah, it was good. Um, but yeah, what do you say? I mean, they're, they're managing jobs. There's what? 15 of those that pay anything. Is I there 15? No. I mean, look, no at the, look at the guys who hold them. Kehoe, Brooks. Watson. <laughs> I know it's hard for you to say. No, I'm saying your job. Hey, Kehoe, Brooks, Albrecht. Albrecht. <laughs> But I mean, Albrecht put in. Well, we all, everybody did. I guess you're right. It's a exactly. Point. But wasn't Tony Berluti a, a freaking team manager? He or, could be. E- easy. Yeah. Dan Bentley. Dude, I, I, dude, someone told me that you said like something with Kehoe. If he might, so I heard some rumor that Kehoe might be out or something. And you, and you, someone on some. Okay, great. Tweet. Lots of facts there. Some, right some, away. Someone Somebody tweeted, someone, someone, someone tweeted something, something about, about you, you said Shane Drew is the next in line for the team manager. I would never say that. Yeah. I, I did like, not say that. Oh, maybe it wasn't you. Maybe, I did not say maybe that. Maybe it was Cox. Uh, Keo's out, though. I think they're negotiating contract, from what I hear. They're still big, they're going back and forth. They're, I mean, is that what you hear? I don't know. He's out. I've, what I do mean, you mean he's out? He's not working at Honda right now. Keo. Keo. His contract was out. Really? He didn't like the terms or whatever, and they're negotiating. So what's a guy like that going to go do? Go manage Star? If, if Fireman. Ryan? If, if Ryan? Fireman. Huh. What? Fireman. <laughs> Yeah, you better get back to school. Okay. Working. So, anyways, what do you tell this guy? What do you tell him, Kenny? I, I I would tell them to really think about doing something different. I mean, if your passion's there, I I would go get another job and still fish around, and if you could find the right situation, but don't just don't jump into some job that has nothing going down. The you know no future. What does a gear it. guy pay? What does a beaker? What does a Roger make? Well, what is you a- can't. I think there's there's different categories, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think like if you're just going to the to the to the races and throwing gear out and walking away and and I mean there's a there's a difference between a gear guy and a guy that services the guys. Mm-hmm. Um I I would think, you know, I don't know, but I I think Beaker would probably make somewhere near 100 grand, I would say. Beaker? For sure. I would say 80 to 100 grand. It's not of their ping. Look at your phone just you just getting depressed. Are we are we taking you away from something? But I I don't I, don't, I might be talking out of my ass. Maybe maybe he doesn't. But <laughs> there's guy. not get the, get the new guy and fucking same same shit happens. Oh man, uh, I'm just listening. I'm just listening. All we need you to do is grab your mic a whole bunch and throw no, just, throw, just, throw your there headphones you on the ground. And perfect. <laughs> uh, I close my eyes. I I don't know who's there. Uh, okay. Next question, Josh. Question for you, Ping. All right. Can you explain the differences in suspension components as you go up in the scale? Revalve production, a kit. Factory, what is being done besides valving, shim settings, coatings, and diameters? That's basically it. He nailed it. He just said everything. What is yeah. being done besides valving, shim settings, coatings, and diameters? 
I mean, exotic materials. They're titanium instead of aluminum. They'll yeah, be, some of your works shims and stuff are like more precision, right? There'll like, be two bushings in a works fork as opposed to one in the production for a tighter tolerance. Yeah. Yeah, he pretty much just covered it. His own answer his own question. Yeah, bigger diameter, more oil, more more options, more flow through, keeps it cooler. What comes out of my butt besides poop and farts? There. That's the same thing. Okay. Um Logan says uh uh I want to start off by saying I love the show. I usually listen to a few days in the archives. Something Watts, I never called or written the show, but something Watson said made me want to write in. It has to do with hiring Hill over Chisholm. In, uh, I like Hill. My issue isn't that Watson team hired him, but his justification on why they hired Hill. On the show, he kept saying we have a lot invested in him. Who cares? <clears throat> Economics, what's called that a, a sunk cost. Just because you spent a lot of money on a guy in the past, there's no reason to spend future money on them. If that were true logic, then RCH would have rehired Tedesco because they have previously invested lots of money in him. Uh, Hill fits the brand better than Chisholm. That's the real story. I liked Hill, and I think he's just as good, if not better than Chisholm, but the logic is the one thing that's driving me crazy. He's team tits. He says screw chunks. Yeah. So, Kenny? Um, he answered his own question, I guess. He, he knows it, so whatever. Um, I know everything. I'm not going to get into this again. It's something that it was like tough decision, and it was something that we made the decision that we went with Hill. And it's, you know... When you say we, that, that's not the main reason why we picked Josh Hill is that we had an investment. That was part of it. I wouldn't even say it was half the reason. Um, I think, you know, he did fit the brand well. I'm not saying Chisholm didn't, but he'll, he never had the opportunity, put it that way. Ivan had the opportunity, and Ivan got hurt. Ivan had the opportunity to even come back this year. Ivan didn't want to do that. That's fine. Is he retired? Do you think he's retired? I, I don't know. I don't know what Ivan's Where's doing. Where's he going to go? Well, maybe Jeff Ward. If, uh, no, McCraniak, I guess. I don't know what Ivan's doing, um, but, uh, to, I mean. Hanny, Ivan, Han. if the season starts tomorrow without those guys, it's three heavy hitters, name riders that will be out. What but, do you know about but, Hanny? But, but you got new kids coming in. That's yeah. what happens. What do you know about Hanny and Partridge doing a team on Suzuki's Chronic Tacos sponsor? I know nothing about it. You know nothing about I, it? I don't talk. Are you just saying that? Uh, no, I don't. I swear okay. to God, I don't. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, is Hill really – Hill was really mad at me for, for saying that? I texted him. Hill, Hill's a non-confrontational guy. He's not going to say it either way. But I know he was upset. He, he, he said hey, something What did you say? Kenny tells me Chisholm was a little bit faster at the test track, but the test track was different. I interview Hill on Racer X, and I try to, I try to make a question like, hey – even though Chisholm may have been a bit faster, the Hart guys are, you know, they're, they're super pumped with your recovery. They stood by you for two years. And speed doesn't necessarily matter. They, they had your back, and that's got to feel good because my question was in the industry, a lot of people would be like, hey, you're out of here. Speed is all that matters, right? That's what it would be like, but not these guys. And I'm going off the, 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 the stuff that Kenny said on the show about Chisholm being and he kept I repeating. He, you repeated it more than once. No, and you didn't write the whole. You, he told me you did not write exactly what he said. You did not write the whole. You 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 put in there what you wanted to put in there. That's what he told me. I told him. And he, you, kept, he kept saying, "Why do you keep saying that?" I said, "That's not the qu the question. Isn't about that. I'm trying to phrase it so that you kept to well, pump the, the up way, the heart way, team. The way the way you made the, heart team. the way you made it. You could go read it yourself, David. The way I, I did read it. The and? way 
the way that it was written was, how do you feel that you got the ride over Chisholm when he was faster? That's the way it was read. Not at all. That, that's the vibe I got, actually. Okay. Not at all. That's what, okay, that's the, the, the second pro- part of the that's question That's the was, problem that we have here, Steve, with your writing. And yeah. I'm saying that's the way you write. That's fine. You're, you're, you're the best You in the told business. me that. I did tell you that. But you asked him that once, and he said, no, the track. And I told you the track yeah, was yeah. different. And I said that to him. But you kept asking him, well, so how do you feel? I said, then we were laughing about it. And I said, look, I, 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 hear me out. Hear me the rest of the question about how I'm, Hart's I'm just, team. I'm just. About Hart's team. I'm is, not even going to fucking you. argue with you about this any longer. This is part of the reason why I'm not yeah, doing well, this fucking listen, show. If, is because of you're gonna, you're 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 always right, and you're never gonna say, okay, you know what? Maybe I was. Maybe I didn't do. Maybe I didn't write that the right way. Or maybe I didn't. Yeah, maybe I'm not, guy, maybe, I guy, didn't, maybe I didn't write it the right way. Okay, but well, that's what nothing, I'm saying. The question was. How cool is it? The I give. Hard, hard I, give back I understand what your question yeah. was, but he gave you the answer, and you kept asking him, and he said, "No, then no, no." Finally, he goes, "Why do you keep saying that?" I'll play you the tape. Why do you keep saying? I'll play that? you the tape. I don't need to hear the fucking tape. I don't care. So we, you don't need to hear the facts. The, no, the you fact- need to just hear what he says. No, I'm not. I'm, you don't I, need to I hear read, the real. I read it. Okay, I read it. There's a tape that I transcribed. I don't care. I read. Again, I so read what you wrote. Want to hear what? I read happened. what you wrote. And I thought I phrased it pretty I well. I read what you wrote. With the, and with I read. It's just a little jab that you don't think you're taking. And once again, you did. That's what I feel. Uh, if I wanted to hear this, I go back to my Thanksgiving dinner. I mean, And I think if Hill's really pissed, it's fucking bullshit. He wouldn't text me back and be like, "Mathis, fuck you." And then we would talk about it. And I'd be like, "Hey, dude." Sorry, bro. I, I, I maybe it came off wrong. I'm very sorry. I think it's really bullshit. I, I just get, told you he's I not. He's, he's not a non-confrontational guy. Man up. He's not. He that's not the, that's not his style. All right, okay. It's hey, all, it's always awkward in mommy and daddy and fight. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> we got a guy, big fan of yours, on the call, on the line. He wants to say goodbye to you, probably. Nash. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. What's what up, up, Nash? What's going on, guys? How are you? Hey, I'm well. Uh, enjoying Thanksgiving, favorite time of the year, and I'm sure you guys are doing the same. Ping, how was the family Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh, I was, you know, rife with dysfunction as usual. Uh, there's no, there's no. Nash, did you go riding with Wygant? Yes, I did. Did you hear about this? Well, what happened? Nash took Wygant riding in the woods on a quad. Uh oh. Oh, you shut your mouth, young man. <laughs> you shut your mouth. I would never do such thing. Hey, I've heard Wygant is sea rider at best. How were his skills? Uh, we had a, a really cool uh, day, and uh, <laughs> I knew Wygant was coming into town, and I emailed him, and I just said, hey, if you're looking to get out of the house, and I know what it's like when you're around your family four days nonstop. Some guys are, were going down in the woods to the area that we ride in, and and, uh, How'd you hey, fucking ride the, up there with a snorkel? Isn't everything underwater? Say, no, it's it, it's it's actually not that bad. It, it's about ten, twelve miles from where all the destruction happened. So fucking sure. The he shore sent, got, he sounds like the, sh- the shore got devastated. He sounds like Weege. Is he not? You and Weege have the same sort of accent and voice inflection and stuff like that. Well, we're, we're I mean, he grew up pretty close to where I grew up. But anyway. Um, I didn't think you would, you know, be into it. It's kind of an odd thing. Like, hey, if you want to go ride and come on out, we'll give you I a think, bike. We'll take care of you. I think Just that's pretty cool. Pretty nice of you to do that. Well, hey, I mean, Jason's a great dude. You guys know him a lot better than I do. Well, Steve knows him better than all of us. So they share rooms together. Oh, my God. The media, darling. <laughs> anyway, he responded back. He's like, yeah, I'm be into that. So four or five of us met, and we had breakfast and went riding for he, 60 miles. He didn't, did he, really good. He didn't, for pay real? For, he didn't pay for breakfast, though. 
No, we wouldn't let him pay for it. Oh, he, he loves was, that. Then he's right in there. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he was he was he was a good dude, man. He's they don't come any better than Weech, but uh, he he rode really well. I'd say he was entry level B rider for East Coast woods riding standards. We weren't waiting long for him. That's it a took a little of, bit for him to get dialed into it because it's not, it's unusual. Yeah. I mean, you guys have ridden east out east before. It's it's different than what a lot of people are used to riding, but. We had a lot of fun. We rode open stuff. We had a little MX pit. We um, had some open trails, had a little bit tighter trails. It was good. Had a great day and uh, All right. went back back to his fam. But, um, yeah, it's true, and we're glad to do it. And Ping, if you ever wanted to come out, we'd treat you like a rock star the same so you don't feel like you're left out. Ah, I appreciate I'm it, I'm sure Ping's on the next flight out I- to ride the East Coast <laughs> Jersey Trails. I've ridden in Jersey. I was staying with Shawnee. And, uh, ah, cool. And you with Yulo? Nice. Yeah, did you uh, go by? Did you go by the late Deb Ilikowski's? Well, that's where we stayed. Yeah, Deb's house. Yeah, yeah. Nice. She's we awesome. took. Uh, we had actually Ghetto Man took us into the city. Oh, of course. Oh my God. Kasim. We, we had a good time. He took us by some uh, Italian ice place. I ate like a gallon of that. <laughs> yeah, that's his buddy that that owned it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that, guy, that guy. That guy should be on the Jersey Shore. The guy that owns the ice place. Yeah, he's a little. That's bit not of... Mike and Jody, is it? No, okay. no, no. Remember, no. do you know Mike yeah, and Jody yeah. from Birdwell? Yeah, yeah, I know Mike and Jody. Right. They, they wintered in California? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, big cans. Jody, yeah. <laughs> um, they, had, they had a house right on the Jersey, sh- right on the water. Tom they Ver- used Tom's to. River. They used to. It's gone? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. anything else. Uh, I mean, anything, was, any house that was on the water in Jersey, this I think was, it's pretty uh, much history. Thir- I mean, it was just on a little river, though. Ping, hu- ping, where'd you, ping, where'd you ride? What's it called? The Hudson? I can't, I can't remember. We went to. Uh, <laughs> no, I was some, there and I see the plane sand in there. pit or sand area. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was some track that they was took like a, behind this, behind these warehouses. Yeah, you went to. Oh, what's this? What's that track? I, I know. I'd have to it's ask called you. the Turnpike. No, nope. Turnpike. Nope. He went to the track. Um, the guy that killed himself out of the track. Um, fuck, what's that guy's name? He, they. they Rikes, Rikes, pl- yeah, that's oh, what it is. Uh, Rikes, and then you went to the sand pit um, down by Danglers and Fife South. Ah, uh, yeah, over by JD. Nice. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's getting deep here. This Jersey talk. There you go. That's where yeah. we filmed Motor Triple X. Oh yeah, beautiful, yep. beautiful. Kenny's right there. Ping. The only requirement would be if you did come out riding, you got to bring factory fill. You can't come unless you bring factory fill. <laughs> All right, sounds that's good. That's so funny. Yes, there it is. Hey, Kenny. In honor, first of all. Hey, we're going to miss you, and everybody's going to miss you, but, hey, you, family first, and obviously you don't need anybody or me to compliment you on that, but it's a wise choice, and you'll be in floating around, but we'll miss you. And, um, in honor of your last night, can you tell us your best Phil story, your best Matasevich story, or your best Mike Craig story? Um, uh, the question is, what story can you tell? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Right, right. I'm Which thinking, one? like, I don't want to throw, like, the one, you can throw Chicken and Craig out the window because I'm not going to do that to those guys. I mean, where do you start besides the only story you I'll, have? I'll tell you, okay, here's a good Mike Craig story, and this is a recent story. This is, like, in the last three-month story. Yeah. Okay, Monster Cup. He's there with his kid. <laughs> Kyle Partridge cleans him. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're Christian, riding, Christian. Chris, yeah. cleans Christian out. They're riding back. They're riding back to the pits, and freaking Christian standing in front of his tent, flipping him off when he's riding by. Mm. Kyle stops, 
looks at him and goes, I'll break your neck, kid. Blah, blah, blah. They get into it, start doing. And then Mike comes out of the truck. Come on! <laughs> he said veins popping out of his neck. He looked like Hulk Hogan, just like flexing. Come on! And freaking Partridge is all, I'll kill you, old man. And he's like, get off the bike! <laughs> so then the mechanic told him, ah, oh, he'll be all right. He'll, he'll go party in an hour and forget all about it. So... I've been, yeah. watching some awesome. old, I've been watching some old Supercross. Craig on the tw- number 24 Cowie. Was badass. Up front all the time, dude. dude. All the time. He, Wearing O'Neill gear. Yeah. What year was that? 92. 94, I think. 93. 93. Was it? He was good. He dude. was good. It was, uh, uh, the guy's a whole shot machine. Who was his mechanic? You'll never guess. Uh, yes, I will. I know it. Not Lunas. That was later on. Nope. It, it, no, it was. Slicer. Uh, nope. Uh, Shane Nally. Nope. No, no, no. It was, uh, I know this. I know the answer. Okay. Fuck. Come on, Mr. Freaking Motorcycle uh, Encyclopedia. Often. I know everything. No, you don't. <sighs> oh. Five, four. You don't know right, it. Who coming. is it? Who is it? As soon as you say it, I know it. Brian Emick. Oh, I didn't know that. No, didn't know that. Brian Emick? Brian Emick. Oh, I did not know that. This is mechanic. I wow. think I was thinking he'd been. I think Slicer. I was thinking he even you know why Slicer. you're thinking Slicer? Because Slicer worked for Metastasis. Chicken, yes. But yeah, I don't I... think he'd ever work for Craig. No? No, the funny thing is I almost, okay. I almost worked for him that year in 94. For Craig? Yeah. Wow. Like I was talking and he's like. No, oh. not 94 because he was on Yamaha then, but it would have been it was 93. 93. Yeah. Slicer it, worked for Chicken when he rode that Yamaha yeah, deal, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The extreme deal? Um, yeah. All right, Nash. So there, there's Kenny's story. Kenny, appreciate it, man. Thanks for all you did for the show, and and I'm Steve. I'm confident that you'll be able to take the helm and you know plug somebody in and keep the machine going. And I'll be honest. Thing, I'll be honest. This thing's already off the rails. It's already going downhill. It's the Titanic, but yeah, bail off now. <laughs> bail out now. Well, hey, hey, you know what? Don't jump the shark, as you, uh, you guys. Are hey, no, to be honest, though, yeah, I've known this day is coming, and I've made like the Titanic. I've made contingency plans. I may not you're on the lifeboat. I may you're not you're have enough. I may dogs. not have enough lifeboats like the Titanic, but we'll figure something out. We'll make it work. Hey, Best. either way, it's awesome. Cheers, guys. Have a great night. Hey, Kenny, I'll see you. All right. See you. Best Later. of the business. He'll figure you'll it see, out. You'll see Nash at uh, some nationals, Kenny. Nice. Because you do nationals now. Yep. Um, the funny thing is, I've talked to Nash. I feel like I know the guy, but I wouldn't even know him if he walked up to me. Well, he probably hasn't. No, he, no, I don't he only know. Because nationals, right? Yeah, so. but dude, he's been around. I've been around. You know. No, you don't go to nationals, dude. I went. I went to nationals for freaking seven years, dude. Yeah, nationals. I didn't miss that. one national in seven years. Hey, buddy. Let's do the voicemails. Seven zero two five eight six five eight six seven eight five seven. You can call anytime. Leave a message. The best ones make it on air, and uh, this is the best of the best. After two weeks off, it's a uh, it's a damn shame. You guys need to get your fucking emails and podcasts and shit back online. I don't know what the deal is, but my damn app don't work. The website don't work. I'm trying to listen to the low show. Get it going. Kenny, stop eating. Hey, just calling from New I blame you. Yeah, it's my fault. I blame you because uh, I will take full credit you love Apple. Yep. And Apple has fucked us. Yeah. They have. They did. No, they did. They did. Yeah. And they won't acknowledge it, will they? They won't I come out and say it. That. We our our shows. You know how many podcasts I've done and how many shows I've done. Yeah, they all there's this new operating system that Apple released. Are you an Apple guy? Are you an iPhone? No, technically not. With I have an old iPad, operating but... system because Thank it's you. updated. But and 
they they we thought it was like an attack on our server. What it ended up being was Apple's new program, Apple, represented here by him. Right. right. Uh, they had something that would, if you requested a show from from Steve Mathis, it would send hundreds of thousands of requests and never realize that it went and got it. We had uh, 27,000 requests in a day. Guinness Book of World Records. For a show. Like we would have been. Oh, the... it's probably great for ratings. <laughs> well, it's really thrown <laughs> off our. Anyways, it got us kicked off our shared server. It got our dedicated server that we switched to ready to fire us, ready to cut us off. Uh, I, there's this thing called uh, a, C, a content delivery system. Uh, I put it on Amazon because they suggested it. Ama- the, and you pay per you pay pennies per download. They wanted uh, seven thousand dollars for a day. That they we refunded it. They got it. Like they realized something was up. Anyways. Apple has jacked yeah. us. All right, and, sweet. And, let's move on. To, let's and move uh, on. I apologize to everybody. The, every, the app is back it, online. It's situated now. Our Android developer has apparently died, so I'm not sure when that's coming up. <laughs> he does not oh, answer dear. any emails. This shit don't happen on DMXS. I'll tell you that right now. Bush is that League. Swizzle? No. Well, it's, it's Swizzle works for me, but that's not his fault or oh. anything like that. No, the Android guy is Swizzle doesn't deal with Androids. Uh. It gets him dirty and greasy feeling. Yeah. So uh, hang in there, folks. Thank you. Sorry for everything. I apologize. Uh, we're working it, our hardest, and it, we think we fixed it. Now. We, well, I don't know. Oh, really? I mean, I think so. But there's if you don't have the old operating, if you don't have the the new operating system, we're gonna have to ban you. you okay, you let's move on. Who gives a shit? Let's go. Thanks for treasuring uh, your time. It, it, well, dude, we're we're talking fans. about internet crap. Who cares? The listeners don't want to hear about that. So let's well, talk just... all, all the disgruntled people. We got a ton of emails. Okay, and he just like... explained it, tits. Let's move on. Gosh, mm-hmm. you want to talk about it, Spain? That's my, what's going my, on. You would think for his. You would think for oh, his. Lo- chilling. Yeah, yeah me too, man. Go yeah. out on, on a happy note. You think so? No. Come on, come on, IT guys. Let's go. New York about last week's show. Uh, on a stomp the tits segment, you guys asked. Uh, what brand Barcia rode before Honda? KTM. It was a trick question, which is wrong. He rode KTM for many years, from 60, 50s, 60s, 80s. He didn't get on Hondas until he was probably 13 or 14. Not a big deal. Just thought I'd call, call and say, what's up? All right, if you, are, if you are an active mm-hmm. listener, you would know, uh, if you listen to the Jeff Emick uh, podcast with Steve, he's seen Jeff Emick seen Barsha riding at Southwick on an 80 or a 60 and said, shit, we need to get this guy. Correct, Steve? I just, I was going to let, let the voicemail finish. Um, no, we're done. Let's go. No, well, we have to listen. To no, you. we don't. Great. Show. Hey, tits. Love, Kenny. Mathis. Get on a treadmill, man. I'm validating you. Get back on a bike. Show people what's up. Fuck you all later. Hey, uh, uh, I, l- let's tell this guy one thing. Do not drink the bong water. Listen, I got five or six voicemails, ten tweets about this. We ran a, we stumped the tits, and we said, "Hey, what brand of motorcycle did Barsha ride for before Honda?" Yeah, and and it was no, it was Honda. He was a Honda supported rider on the eighties, and all these fucking idiots. He rode <laughs> KTM's on a sixty. You know that's what he. You know you, you guys are more. We meant riding for Honda. It doesn't count when you only make one brand makes a 65. That doesn't count. It's not like he had a plethora of brands to choose from. Plethora? A plethora. Plethora. There you go. You Regardless, put the emphasis on the I wrong I answered Yamaha, so I was wrong either way. 
listen, I, I can't believe. I guess it says something for our show that so many people felt the need to Very contact us and let us know that we were wrong. They yeah. always love that. But that doesn't matter. Like, it's like saying Partridge wrote a, uh, a PW. He did. I know. But it's like saying he wasn't on count, you know. He wrote a Yamaha on a PW. Well, no shit. In reality, we can blame this all on... Moser. Moser. Who else? KTM makes the only 65, correct? Is no. there a Cobra? Kawasaki. There's Kawasaki. They don't still make There's it. Cobra. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. What's wrong with you? Get, get, get your shit together, They still make dude. a 65? Well, it's garbage. I'm sure it's garbage compared to the KTM. Hasn't been updated KTM's since got a, like, Yeah, KTM's got upside-down forks and a case read. And, I mean... What are you talking about? They got disc brakes this year. <laughs> don't touch it on Cowie. They got, they got disc brakes this year. Don't so anyways, thanks everybody for letting me know forks. that Barsha wrote a KTM 65. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, Steve, if it really mm-hmm. bothered you that much, then why'd you pick that email? Or, uh, was, I had to stop to the harassment. There. Stop sending me Keep bringing them, dude. Barsha did not stop write a KTM. Stop sending me emails and voicemails. <laughs> Nobody cares. Barsha did not write a KTM ever. Let's go. Hey, it's Johnny from Arizona. Uh, I think it's an official record for me for Pulpamex shows. I was just playing catch-up and uh, Superfan Roundtable. Mm. I made it through three minutes and 15 seconds of it before I... I kind of admitted to myself, I was trying to think, what would I rather do than listen to this? And I came up with, drink somebody else's vomit. That's pretty much where uh, that stands. So let's not ever do that again. Yeah, super fan roundtable. (coughs) I think that's hyperbole, but I agree with him. It, It wasn't good. I, hate, I thought I'd never say this, but the first one was better than the second. Oh, dear. I think you're right. And the first one was no. We, we, got, we get some people who are super fans of the show together to discuss the show. I, I mean, they do it on Howard Stern, and I listen, and I find it interesting. I find it interesting on these Stern wrap-ups. Do you know who Scoops is? Scoops. Scoops. Oh. You should give her a plug for a new site. If I knew what it was, I would. But, yeah, Scoops is cool. Kenny Scoop. Now that Kenny's gone, maybe Scoops will come back. Maybe. Kenny F Scoops over. Anyways... <laughs> So I find it interesting to listen to these people talk about Howard Stern show that I listen to. I don't listen to it every day, but I listen to enough. So I said, let's do it for the Papa Mix show. Because there are some fans of this show that are, that are gnarly, that listen every time, and they're really dedicated. And I thank you for that, even if you're sending in those fucking emails about Barsha. So he has to host it, right? Because we need somebody here. And then we get super – and he's terrible. Oh, come on. Kenny? So, let's so use, you're let's not use in it. The words "not good." No, let's Steve's not, not, not in it. I'm terrible. not in it. He's the host. He's hosting the show, with, and he with, has these listeners on it. So he's trying to carry the show. I, I was conducting the show, but I Scoops even was actually it. the one. Well, we after who, the first was, debacle, we said, "Tits, you're out." Scoops, you carry the show, <laughs> and she was terrible. Rambo was all right. Nash was good. He was on the first. Wait, episode. so Scoops has a site. Yes. And she's Moral running a scoops s- with a Z.com. Scoops is running a site from Omaha, Nebraska from her freaking house and never goes to a race. She goes to a race. Here and there. Here and there. Yeah. She's she's one of those people this is she she wants to get involved in the industry. She's one of those industry people. She wants to report, but she reports someone posts something and she reports it and says, Oh, I got this is from a really good source. <laughs> and I have a problem with that. I'm just like that's not a source. That's you reading the internet. She was trying to come on here and say, I got breaking news. Brett Metcalf's writing for Grant Langston. Like three days before they folded, and I said, that's not breaking news. And I go, I'm not going to say nothing, but call back next week, and we'll figure this out. But well, um, You were like, it was cool that you, you said that, but you were mean to her a little bit. 
I wasn't. Kenny, you were mean to somebody. He was keeping up the status quo. I wasn't trying to, and I of told her. Of just being him? Of just being yeah. I wasn't trying to be mean to her. I was just saying, uh, I, you I don't. like, hey, scoops, get some new scoops. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It, 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 it was the same thing Steve Cox did to Dan's Dunes. It's like, dude, I don't know how you're going to call yourself that you report this and you do this and you say, like, only difference was Scoops is saying, no, I'm not at the race, but I'm still reporting stuff. I go, well, how do you – well, I, I talk to someone that knows this person. I go, that's you, – you, you know, that's, that's just bullshit, you know? And people – you know, it's yeah. just uh, – Reminder. Um, how do I get in the industry? <laughs> I'm going to start a website and I'm going to report on – Stuff I read on Vital. I've seen the best way to get in the industry is to move to Omaha and start a website <laughs> where you can blog about what other people have posted about the industry. And the funny thing is, she lives in Omaha and get this, she doesn't even know Denny. If I was her, I would be banging on that guy's door to get knowledge. If that dude, <laughs> <Get> knowledge. <laughs> dude, I would be taking that guy out for beers and just Hey, you remember that old ESPN where the knowledge was a big thing of hair? Yeah. With feet? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying if you're right. she's in that town, you might as well know someone that at least has Knock some. On his door. At least some has knowledge. some. And just go, hey, check it out. I'm Scoops. I I want to get involved in this. <laughs> I'm Scoops. <laughs> hey, With a Z. Yeah. If she's not completely terrible and Denny's single, he might run it down. Hey, and this is what I was thinking. Know. If she catches him on a good night where he's throwing back a few. Dude, it could be pretty – she could go in the tape recorder and get a really good interview with Denny Stevenson where it would be really good. And that would be something to post. Uh, Correct? <laughs> if you run the iOS uh, 6.0, we're going to be blocking people. So right. you need to update to 6.0.1. Right. So if you get blocked, update your fucking phone. But here's the thing, and I told Swizzle this. The people who are using the 6.0 operating system, mm. they don't have Twitter. They don't listen to the show. You know? The people with the 6.0 operating system? Yeah. That's pretty much the most of it. It's the people that are still running like 4.2.6 or something like that. Those yeah, are the ones. All right, next next voicemail. Let's do this. Yo, Mathis, Watson. Uh, dude, shit's fucked up, man. Like, the AMA schedule just released, and, dude, they cut Steel City, but they, they left now Morrison, which is it's not, it's not right back, but... Like, Elsinore is still there, and they're going to replace it with some dog shit track. I mean, I don't know, man. Shit's fucked up. Like, I don't know what's going on with this series. Shit's fucked up, man. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, wait, wait, wait to stop those voicemails. Yeah. Uh, he's not happy about Steel City being gone. I mean, Steel City was... Steel City was no good. I mean, right? It's a good place to watch. Like, you can see the whole track on the hillside, which is great, but... Have you been to Muddy Creek? I've never been there. Kelly Smith and Steve Mathis dominated an East Coast four-stroke national. There. Good place. Ooh. It's always about Steve Mathis. The dirt is yeah, good. Is. Dirt was good. It's on a hill. I don't know how they're going to park, though. It's literally on a hill. You park yeah. on a hill. Plenty of parking at Salt Lake City. How'd they, how'd they park before? <laughs> where's the, t- where's the, the TVA going to be? I don't know. I can't speculate. Salt Lake. You think? Really? Yeah. Mil- I did hear Miller Motorsports Park. Miller hey, Motorsports Park. You, you've been there. That was when Troy had the golf cart, remember? And he freaking flipped it. <laughs> he was running for the cops. He was all hammered. Uh, I've raced at Miller. That place is fun. But there's obviously not official because they would have announced it. So something's going on. Tennessee. What do you L- got to think about Tennessee? The half mile bank oval. Oh, my god. Supermoto. <laughs> that, that guy That guy's not happy. He shit's fucked up. <laughs> So, it is. He said it several times. He did. It is. Yeah, he's very unhappy. That's All very right. true. Let's go. Joseph, I have a question about something I heard Mr. Timmy Ferry say on part uh, on one of the parts of the podcast you just put out with the Mathis. He said that when he was with Factory Cowie, 
um, the last couple of years of his career. He did some additional testing above and beyond the what the team initially set forth uh, to make his bike better, and that it came out of his own pocket. I guess he paid Cowie the extra money to go test the extra mile. That. I've never heard anything like that happening before. Is that a common occurrence? Is that something that occasionally gets written into a contract? Just wondering if you could shed some light on that. That's pretty normal in a contract what? where the team or the guy, you know, I think it's like uh, Section 16, Paragraph 5, where rider is responsible Subsection for... Subsection 8. Yeah. It, it's rider is responsible for uh, testing after um, June. Um, no, basically the, the contract lays out, Kawasaki will pay all your expenses for 10 test sessions a year or whatever it is. And Timmy wanted 11 because he didn't, wasn't happy with his bike. So they said, we'll test with you, but you have to pay your expenses as per, you know. So Red Dog would fly to California and pay a hotel and test with Cowie. That's all. So I think there's just uh, – correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody? Uh, you know, the contracts I have whenever that right. detailed. Yeah. We tested until we were – Paid expenses, though? You guys paid expenses yeah. for everybody? Yeah. Whatever it needed? Yeah, I mean – it never got so ridiculous. Where town he lived when he was in California? Uh, well, he stayed at Tomac's place when oh, he was okay. in California, but he didn't. He wasn't in California much. I mean, we didn't. Right. We tested more in Florida than we did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you go? Did you fly out? Florida? I never went. We would. His mechanic was down there. We just shipped stuff back yeah. and forth and right. back and forth. Spent a lot of money shipping. Yeah, shipping's crazy. Hey, Watson, shipping yes, for a race is. team is insane. What's up, Pulpers? Hey, Steve, uh, I had a question for you guys. Uh, I was watching the YouTube videos of the Mini Olympics in Florida uh, over the weekend and noticed uh, guys like, I think it's uh, Justin Smith or, um, and uh, Cooper Webb. Star Racing brought them Cooper Webb up and Factory Connection bringing Justin Smith up. Um, what is the, the protocol for when they give those guys those bikes? Do they assign them a mechanic? for that bike, for the amateur rider, or does the father or whoever was the mechanic taking care of the bike before just have those duties? And how much different is, say, a Factory Connection amateur bike compared to, like, Factory Connection pro bike of Justin Bogles? Thanks. Ping, you could probably answer this. Well, like, uh, for, i give you an example for the TLD team, uh, Shane McElrath right now. Uh, they build him race bikes, you know, ship him the engines and stuff like that. And typically they would tell him not to pull those engines apart. They come back to the shop to be rebuilt and stuff. They don't want, you right. know. Are they the same? Probably not. Eh, not exactly. It's not quite the right. same. You know, they'll they'll run like, um, they probably won't run the race valves, which are really expensive and some of the parts. But most of it would be, yeah. you know, it would be 90% which is still plenty yeah. faster than amateur level. Right. But I know, I know like uh, Factory Connection and Star, they'll, they'll send full race program. I know Factory Connection has... The they full have, deal? They, yeah. have full on am, they have a full-on amateur program with their yeah. own truck, their own guys, their own mechanics, and those are their guys. It's crazy how this has gotten with these guys, huh? Like, you, that's how you got to do it anymore. So, yeah, though. if you want I mean, the guys. I mean, Geico was really come on in the last few years. I mean, they are... They got it. They, gra they grassroots it just like Pro Circuit yeah. was doing. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, like, uh, you know, Adam, he's an amateur kid, but he has his own mechanic, but he's probably 
you know, down there at Pro Circuit working and learning about the bike and all that kind of crap. He he runs or he works in the service department at Pro Circuit. Yeah. And then on the amateur races, oh, he does? flies in oh. and works for Adam. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, Team Green's just got such a great amateur program. Those guys, you know, right. they've got kids locked up from the time they're on 60s. So, Geico and now TLD and you Star gotta, and everybody, it's it. like, okay, yeah. well, if we're going to be, we're either going to be sucking well, I mean, high and tit, I, grabbing, you know, guys no one wants, or we're going to have to get in there and grab when them early. When I was at Yamaha. Oh, you I worked used, at Yamaha? I used to bug Guerra because, I didn't know you know, that. Troy, Yamaha and Troy had like Kelly Smith, Andrew McFarlane, um, Andrew, Craig Anderson, uh, Metcalf, great riders, and, and they delivered championships to Desco and all this, but... You know, they had Villapoto. They had Alessi. They had Hepler. Tedesco didn't even win championship with them, did he? No, he won some races. Yeah, he won a race. He won a supercross race. And yeah, stuff. One or two. But my point was, like, all these dudes in amateur Yamahas were coming up and then going. Like, Green, Honda's getting them, Suzuki's getting them. And I was just like, you say, Garrett, what are you doing? Like, he used to give us shit. So I'd be like, what are you doing on the amateur end of things? Like, where are these guys going? You had Villapoto. You had Alessi. You had all these. I forget the other guys that I, that I thought of. And we don't have anybody. Like, there's nobody on Yamaha Troy who's like a Yamaha-groomed kid. And he would just... Buckaloo. The beach yeah. from the east. Yeah. Um, you know, he would basically lament and say that Cowie and Honda were offering way too much to these kids. And Yamaha couldn't do it. They just didn't have the budget. He was like, we're just losing them because Cowie's coming in with expense money, <coughs> triple the bikes, you know, all this. And that's it. So... It shows in the championships one on a lights program. Now, whether that equates to sales, I don't know, but it shows. <laughs> That's the question right, right there. Right, right. All right, what else we got? <coughs> Mathis, <coughs> Jared Quinchess here. Hey, Jared. Calling quick, just to ask you a quick question. You're going to have a show tonight. I love the show. You guys do a great job. I want to talk about oh, why Cian Cirillo wasn't at the Miniosis <coughs> Uh, I didn't get anything in the media to figure out why he wasn't there. He talked about it a bunch at the um, Monster Energy Cup, how he was going to get there, race A class, and then I, I didn't see anything about why he wasn't there. So um, if you could bring it up on the show, let us all know. It'd be nice. Keep up the good work. And uh, that's it. Tell J JT I said what up. Broke his shoulder or collarbone? What, he didn't what, break what? it, no. Oh. He had a, an wrist. issue with one of his shoulders where it kept popping out. Okay. Um, it was a crash maybe a couple of years well, ago. Well, he's so beefy. I don't know. And he was do. down at Ferries just uh, not too long ago. You, you know, um, gosh, within the last year yeah. riding, overjumped something and the shoulder came out. Um, and I guess it was a hospital right by Timmy's place. Yeah. So they ran him over to the hospital real quick. And the doctor, he said within, you know, 30 minutes it was back in. Yeah. And... Um, but just something that's nagging. Slid right yeah. back in. He went, rode the next day. Um, and then, yeah, it just happened again while he was out here testing. And so they all sat down and just decided, let's. I mean, you got to. It's so, I yeah. mean, it'll never get better. Yeah. It's going to keep up. happening. Yeah, yeah. So let's just right. do it. Fix it now. Right. So. Um, had does, it fixed and he's chilling. Does, do, when does he turn pro? They haven't made that decision yet. I mean, when do you I, think I know, he turns pro? I think he probably shows up for Hangtown. When? This summer. What? That's what I think. No. Yeah. He can't, can he? Why yeah. can't he? He's 16. Why can't he? Really? I guess he can't. Hey, you know what? You know who will know? Scoops? Me. Oh. I'll let you know at Sacramento. <laughs> Come by and talk to me. Um, 
Speculate. Dude. I, I think just, about this, Steve. Think you about think this. That. You think he's going to turn dude, pro this year? Tweet that. If think well, about it. If he can he? fill out a little bit, he's too skinny right now. If he can fill out, he has eight months to fill out. You know, time how, to, it, it could happen with the kids his age. You know, they shoot up, thicken up, especially right now. Wow. Maybe if he's eating a lot and chilling on the couch. I'm. I was thinking, like. Maybe next year or the year after, but no way. Well, 2014 was kind of the original goal. Okay. But yeah. then it's like, well, they don't like to jump right into Supercross. He doesn't want to wait till summer 2014. Well, no. Mitch always jumps into the Supercross with his guys, but Geico has sort of set the trend now and with guys just, coming in for outdoors. Did you see the schedule, that's, though, for That's going to become more and more yeah. the norm. What about the outdoor it? schedule is going to be over in, like, the second week in August, uh, the third, third, week, in third August. week in August. Yeah. So, so Loretta, coming in after Loretta's doesn't work anymore. Yeah, you're going to have one race. After Loretta's one I never or two. Of that. I never well, you of need that. to start speculating on that shit. Well, that's know? not speculation. That's fact. That's it is fact. Yeah, you're gonna miss those facts, aren't uh, you? Uh, wow, huh? Wow, wow. It's it's obviously gonna depend on how he feels. How is his speed yeah. with the other pro circuit guys? Do they think he's ready? Well, you. you know? I mean, we asked you earlier. You think he's? Hey, they're gonna have two talent. trucks now. Fuck it. Bring another guy on, Mitch. Talent. Wow. As far as talent goes, there's no question. Jesus. That guy went out of the, in, at the Monster Energy Cup and was jumping stuff before Reed jumped it on, pre, on press day. I don't know about that. I, I absolutely promise you. He jumped <laughs> all those rhythm lanes second lap. After the finish, when you go right and go yeah. triple, triple, he, he was the second guy to do it. But t- over the table? No. Before that? After the finish. Yeah. Hang a right. And there was a peaky little rhythm section right there where they were going 3-3-2. Oh, yeah, three, yeah, three, yeah. yeah, outside or inside, yeah. <clears throat> they were going outside and triple. Where your boy Bluss fell down when he was in qualifying position? Oh, I didn't see. Hey, what's Bluss doing? Do we know? Anybody? No. No. I hope. Like, what's the deal team? with Metzger? Metzger was supposed to put together some team. I don't know. Dude, you know who I'd really like to see him go? I'd like to see him go back to Allen. I know Allen has a spot, and I'm really, I was tr- really pulling for him. Is he, is he in the running for that? I think so. Do we know? I think I think Alan said he would. You know, he wants. He's right. To, he's one of the guys. I yeah. mean, who else could he talk to? That's really. I know Swanepoel. I heard Swanepoel has a deal. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. I f- forgot where I saw that. Uh, Jessica Patterson's riding Yamaha too. Speaking about Yamaha throwing out. For who, Alan? I don't know. No, I don't think so. For sure. Probably, I would think. I didn't hear, but. Yeah, I know. And I think Fab, they can put. And yeah, Fab. And Fab would Alan would come. I heard out? Alan. Just uh, I heard uh, Alan lost uh, a sponsor. He did. That's that's not cool. No. But I mean, what are you gonna do if you they want to go bigger? And you know want, how it is. No, yeah. I don't. Well, you know how it is, and as far as the sponsor world goes. Yeah. Yeah. They Who's the sponsor? Foremost. So. That was a big one. I think so. I don't know. It seemed like it was a big one. Their big sticker on the truck. So. Yeah, I think it was one of his titles. Um. Expert goggle tear off segment for Ping, right? Uh, I got most of them for Ping, two for Kent, and one for you. So What's this? Do you want to do all of them? What's yeah, this? See this? Oh. I'm taking my place. I don't even know what it is. It's the X brand tear off. The Fox tear off. 15 second rapid fire. Long Q show tonight, a. but lots to talk about. Lots of lots of stuff going on. Um. All right, X brand goggle tear offs. The choice of goggles. We got some big plans for next year. I think you need them. Um, choice of goggle for many great riders. Kyle Chisholm. Who has big plans? X brand. Oh. Good. These questions are submitted by a Corey Moser. They're going to have a yes. team, dude. Did you hear about that? Yeah, team you're teaming X- up with... Uh, team X brand. Team Pulpa Max no, we're not having a team, but I was just telling Wilbur, if I had a team, the rules I would put in place... Because <coughs> you'd and, have to wear these goggles. And the way my riders would act, and the things that I would hire and look for in riders. 
And it's fucking and you'd probably have a national Solid champion triples. within two Thank years. You. Thank you very much. I don't want to say that because you are the greatest. <laughs> Thank you. I don't want to say that. You're the best of all time. Look at uh, look what you did to the media world in freaking less than you're the five boat. You're the best of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I was really trying to think about that. What is that? I was trying to say. What does that mean? Just uh, ask him. He'll tell you um, that he's the. I'm the greatest. I didn't say that. I, I would never say that. Who's better than you? What, what, how do you make a media person better than another? Cock. <laughs> I mean, I, I really, I think I have the least amount of typos out of anybody. I gotta guarantee. Like you know, how do you do better? Who do you who do you have a lot of respect for that does a great job? Besides yourself, Steve. In the media? Yeah. All of the guys. Come on. Well, for one thing, I started shooting photos like three years ago. Uh-huh. And I was all getting into that. You can't. And then you get And then you're up. like, oh, then you're like, you realize, oh, fuck, this is hard work. It's not easy. You got to know a lot of shit about photos. And it's gnarly. So a guy like Cudby, pretty damn good <laughs> at photos. But, he, but he's not a rider. Rider. Yeah. No, he's not. He's not a rider. He doesn't ride. He's not a writer either. <laughs> all right. Let's go. Come All on. right. Uh, first question. For who? For Ping. <coughs> um, in the spirit of the Dean Wilson contract fallout, how many deadbeat teams can you name in 15 seconds? Oh, my gosh. Go. Primal Impulse. Plano Honda. Well, what do you mean deadbeat team? Like teams uh, that I, went away? or that That's what he said. Teams that Buku Honda. People that don't pay their riders. You said three. What? What? You said how many? Three? I said how many? He said how many can you name in 15 seconds? Subway? Subway, Yamaha, Troy. What was that other Honda? Planet Honda. Mach. Mach. Mach 1 Motorsports. Yeah, Mach 1. There's another guy. MDK. Honda of Troy. They're coming Yamaha in. Troy. Tons of money. They're going to change the sport. Change, change the sport. The, change the sport. The sport. <laughs> dude, I'll never forget, dude. Mike Ginobili. Like, I, I got... Ginova. For Ginova. Anaheim won the first year he had his team. There was like I, I look over and he's standing on top of his semi truck, bro, like this, and some dude's taking pictures of him, and I'm like, what's what's that all about? He's taking it over. That's what someone told me the picture was about, and he has like I, I don't know, dude, it was stupid. Yeah, it's funny how that goes, but hey, you know what? We need those people in there. We're not. I mean, they come in and they try. God bless him. If he yeah. if he yeah. wasn't trying to sell hot tubs by racing motorcycles, <laughs> it'd be a lot less guys with jobs. He's not. He doesn't do hot tubs. He does hot tub accessories. <laughs> okay, that's so much better. Thank you. Uh, you know, every time I watch Goodfellas, you ever see Goodfellas where they have the hot tub guy that one of the guys that gets murdered? He's no, like in the no, hot I tub, and I, I always think of that guy. I'm like, yeah, that's. So you know, he was in Bercy, right? Did I tell you that? No, I didn't know that. Dude, what, was, what was he doing there? I'm at Bercy, and I look over, and there's Mike Genova. Was there doing? was a hot tub accessories convention in Paris. No, there was not. Yes, I swear to God. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing here? He's like, sales convention. I'm like, Good wow. for him. Yeah. You got to love that guy's enthusiasm, dude. You really do. You know, I told him, I, when he came in, he bought Yamahas, and he had a pretty good team with Sipes and Chisholm and, and Travis Baker, and he was really pissed at Yamaha. For not doing anything for him. They devoted everything to Troy and Star. If Troy was around then, I don't know, maybe Valley. And I told him, like, Mike, you got to play the game. Star Racing bought bikes for, God knows, eight years before they became a Yamaha team. Hang in there. You're getting good results. You'll get OEM support. You got to hang in there, though. They don't want to just give you the latest Johnny Come Lately, give you everything. And he was pissed. And he, you know, then he went to the Black Bikes. And now I can't help but think if he'd stayed on Yamaha, 
maybe he'd be one of those teams that Yamaha would be opening the door to. You gotta, I told him, you gotta play the game. Look at Star. Bobby Regan didn't just step into that Yamaha thing. He, goddamn, he spent his own money for years and years. You know? So, anyways, yeah. I'm just saying. They want to see that you're not he going wanted anywhere. It, yeah, he wanted it too quick. He wanted the OEM stuff too fast, too Next quick. Next question. And he tips. had good riders. Sipes Chisholm put in good results that year. Yeah. Sipes won a race. All right. Anyways. Se- second question. You had a quote-unquote short-lived commentating career, but who do you consider the best commentator, past or present? So you just couldn't pronounce that right. You just had to throw him under the bus. You know what he was trying to say. No, that's what he wrote. Commentary? If you know short, or sorry, if you know Mosier. But can you, know you, can you answer exactly. it in English, though? You know, I don't you know want, what, I'm you, not a fan of that. You're reading it, but you who, know what he's saying. I'm not a fan of that. Who's your best commentator? You know people don't know what's going on with that. Okay. It's an inside who, joke. Can you your... just read the question the way it's supposed to be written? It's not an inside joke of Tits and Moser show. Hey, it's a Tits and Moser show. It's a Tits and Moser show. Who, Can you ask it in a regular English way, please? Thank you. Who does he lack do the maturity? Consider, to, yes. Not, yeah, who he does. do you okay. consider the best commentator, past or present? Wait a minute. Analyst or announcer? Two different jobs. Commentator or color? He says commentator. Okay. Isn't the same? Aren't they both commentators? Well, there's an Anyways. announcer and a color commentator. Okay. Is what it's supposed to be. All right. Be. So commentator. Um, Ping. Uh, David Bailey for color, for me. I liked. I liked him. I think he understood. Uh, what guys were thinking and doing on the track, he understood. It was very analytical. I like I like David doing it. I don't know why they ever got rid of him. Um, as far as announcer, I don't know. There hasn't been anybody that's just like awesome for me. I used to think Art was good back when he was on, but now I, I listen to him again. I'm like he's terrible. Art's terrible. Why can't Why can't great? I uh, haven't listened to Weege a whole lot, so I think Weege does a good job. I, I think Ralph does a decent job. Ralph does a good job. Yeah. I think that the only thing I didn't like about Bailey was. He talks about himself too much? A little bit that, but more like if JT got a start or Ferry got a start as a privateer or anybody up front that got a privateer, he'd be like, yeah, they're going to get passed right away. Uh, they're going to get, I expect them to move backwards real quickly here <laughs> as the stars come forward. Instead of being like, holy shit, look at Jason Thomas on the, and I'm just pulling JT's name out of, but any privateer, look at Kevin Krein. Riding great, sponsored by blah, blah, blah. Let's see if he can keep this up. Instead, it was like, yeah. I expect crying to find his place back in 20th any time now. I, that's the only thing I didn't like Bailey about. He you, was, know, you know who I actually liked? I just He was a little like nerdy, and he didn't know quite enough about the sport. But Todd Harris, you remember him? I, one year. Yeah, he did. All right. Yeah, Todd yeah. Harris was cool. Yeah. But he, he was like... He was a good at commentating. Right. Probably not for motocross, but in something else, he would be good. Dude, I watched well, last night. I watched. Yeah. I watched the yeah. MMA fight that he announced, and he did a really good job. Yeah, he's a good announcer. He just didn't know the sport well enough. He yeah. would say stupid stuff like, "I can't remember." There was something. He had a PhD in dirtology, and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> Todd, that was not good." I How, thought you did a good job. I thought Denny did a good job. Uh, who's your Who's your like, Who's your worst? Worst announcer was Brian Drebber, the guy I was hooked up when I did it. Oh, I don't even remember that guy. That's how memorable oh, he, he was. Oh, he was awful. I would say the BMX dude. Well, he would be color, and I would say <laughs> Oh, right. Bestwick. Jamie Bestwick. Bestrick. Bestrick, yeah. You got F because your races were on the OLN network a week and a half later. Like it was What, like... Supermoto ones? Well, I was no, doing Supermoto too, but I... Yeah. That was back, yeah. The Nationals had a terrible TV package, so didn't get seen by a whole lot of people. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. 
Second, let's go. Next question. Roll it. All right. Um, Good answer, Dave. Good answer, Dave. Cleaning up his wording, he says, what is your um, biggest flaw when you were the Troy Lee Honda team manager? Getting his white jacket dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude, those white jackets they were pimp. Dude, I remember the first time I saw you at Anaheim, you walked by, I'm all, damn, those are bitching. Yeah. I mean, if you notice you the next year, we had white jackets too, but they had black on them. You know Troy Lee would, you know, come up with something cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. all, those are such bitching jackets, but why in the fuck do you have heat transfers on them? Uh, and the same it, with your it, team Because it was the last minute. Because we didn't same. have our sponsors down. Still so. to this day, he does heat transfers on his team, on his pit shirts. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it's, cheaper. It's, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. There's your answer. Dude, I went out and had. Is Troy Lee a little on the little. Oh, yeah. A little tight? Oh, boy. Hey, dude, I went out and had 12 pit shirts made, supplemented shirts for the Monster Cup. Just for one just race. Just for one race, yeah. And it costs like $700. Yeah, it's expensive. For 12 of them. I was like, all right, but it makes it look professional. It makes it look yeah. good. A heat yeah. transfer on it. It's yeah, just... it looks crap. I, I agree. And you would think a guy at Troy Lee, how sick that guy is designing in, in the look. He would go, in the look, he would go, ah, man, I can't do that. But, hey, he's made it the way he is you, for you, a reason. You know, my biggest thing, I hated the shop work, like – Organizing parts, making sure they had like par- I, I just I finally the stuff that you have to do. I would have rather worked with budgets, getting riders' contracts done, um, making right. sure the the, sh- the 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 truck is ready to go, everything's set up for the race when we get there. The bike parts and stuff like that. I just I never got into it, and I, I eventually just handed it off to the mechanics. And said, look, you guys just right. <laughs> you guys do this. <laughs> yeah, I you're agree. the ones that well, need they the parts. Be- they have a better idea anyway. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that was the thing. I had to, I was supposed to go through and like. Get all these part numbers. I didn't know what anything was. Yeah. Like, they already knew the part numbers and stuff they needed. I'm like, doesn't even make sense for me to come in and try to do this. 5149KZ3-900 is a grip. Anyway. KZ3 is a Honda part, right? Yeah. It's a Honda grip. So. Um, Soft, and, right? And I, I don't know. Just a regular. I like spending more time grip. with the riders, too. Like going out to the track right. with the riders. That was more fun to me. I, I try to. Th- yeah, but. Ping. I try to say, hey, what, what I'm good at, let me focus on that. And right. what you guys are good at, you do that. You right. know what, Ping? That's the difference it's between all like exercise our strengths. doing a satellite team and being on a factory team. Because when you're on those different kind of teams like that, I mean, I was in the same boat. I, you have to do everything, and you're so, you're, you need more manpower, but you don't have it, and you have to do it until your team grows. And I, I don't know if they're still doing it that way, but that's the difference of being on a, on, on a bigger, bigger team or factory-level team where – there's a parts guy just to work parts. There's a, an engine guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a chassis guy. And that's well, it was growing. You got to remember when I took it over, it was their only their second year yeah, in the yeah, Supercross. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? So we and I, you did an awesome job with that team. I'm not the first to say it. Good job. Thanks, man. That's we awesome. we made a lot of progress in two years. We really did. You did. First right. first year we had a uh, Chris Blos, Blos, Mossy, uh, Albertson, Borky. We put a, you know, we let, we, we speaking of Jimmy, what's Jimmy doing? Uh, his own deal. Yeah. His own Honda team, uh, with merge racing or team, I, his own Honda program. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fly racing, Honda. Um, all right. Uh, this one's for you. Thanks for hitting the the tear offs. No, I did it before. Uh, this one is for you, Steven. All right. Um, I think you actually may have answered this before, but what was your biggest wrenching mistake when working for the Tim Ferry? Um, I I don't know. Did what did I say before? Something about something. Thanks, thanks mm. for that. Um, I mean, I'm, there was mistakes. I would DNS, but never like due to my fault. I guess 
The one thing that I wasn't really my fault, but could I could have done a better job at Unadilla 04. Timmy's running fourth. We had aluminum gas tanks for bigger capacity on the YZ450. And what was happening was on the G outs, the frame was actually collapsing and stretching so much that the the gas, the petcock was bouncing off the top of the carburetor. Like you could see a little dent mark there. So 25 minutes in, the pounding of the petcock, pounding of the petcock Moser, I'm sure he likes that, uh, against the top of the carburetor, popped the brass insert out of the petcock, the, the, the pressed-in brass insert. So it just flopped out, and there was gas pouring out. Now, had I been a true mechanic, like a Tony Berluti, at some point, I should have looked at the top of the carburetor, saw black marks, because that's what it was. It was making like it was grinding the aluminum. So you never... You I never... should have said, what is this black mark coming from? <laughs> what is happening here? Why is this scotch previously scotch brighted part dinged up a bit? So you, you take that carburetor off and you put it in the solvent tank and clean it every week. Yes. And you never notice that. Never notice that. I think, uh, I don't know if we ran it, but here's none of the other mechanics noticed it either. Yeah, crazy. We ended up having to cut, you know, the rubber bumper uh-huh. uh, on the frame. that she, we, we cut one and glued it to make the tank higher so that the bouncing wouldn't start. That's like the old deal with the old trick with the, with the two-stroke where you put the piece of rubber under the carburetor. So Keep it would, from bouncing yeah, off the bouncing cases. Yeah, bouncing off the That's cases. Yeah. Same, same deal. Yeah. So that would have been a mistake. I should have noticed that. He had to stop and I put the – My bike's bogging. Do you got the rubber under the under it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that might have been a mistake. Uh, I should have noticed that, you know. So, um, yeah. Everybody's got him. I remember uh, Dave Feeney. You guys are just talking about – he's a pro circuit mechanic now. He's been around forever. Right. Um, 96, I think the year Phil was having his, his good year. Yeah. Before the season started, he got put with Dave Feeney. Like they connected, you know, Dave was his mechanic. Well, Dave worked in 95 for him on Cowies. Well, maybe it was 95 then. Yeah. Because it was right when they started. They were at the Cowie track. Yeah, Phil's mechanic in 96 was, uh, help me out. Dean Gibson? Dean, Dino. Yeah. Oh, was it Dino? Uh, so it was, yeah, it was. It was Dino. Know. No, it was Dino. Absolutely. Uh, okay, so then it was 95 because it was Dave Feeney's first day with Phil. First uh, day out at the Cowie track. Mitch is there. All the factory Cowie guys are there. And Phil's testing a pipe. <laughs> Wait, 96? Phil's mechanic was Dean. Yeah. Great, great yeah, Western. We, we, so anyway, we he, Phil goes out to test this pipe, hits a triple, and the whole pipe falls off. Oh, Mid-air, my God. pipe falls off. <laughs> Forgot to do all the bolts. Uh, I, uh, well, at Test Track with David Villeman, uh changing forks, you know, two mechanics going at it, changing forks. I forgot to tighten the front caliper. I just put the bolts in but didn't tighten them. So DV goes out, test track, off the thing, putts around. Like, if it was Chad, I would have killed him because Chad grabbed a bike off the stand and went, yeah, and did a triple. Like, right, we were always like, dude, what are you doing? Like, there's four guys working on your bike. Shit could happen. Thankfully, DV went onto the track, around a turn, bolts fell out of the caliper, caliper swung into the spokes, and, like, Tossed it, like tipped him over. And I was like, yeah, that, that was me. I had the caliper. So I, that was a big mistake for sure because that could have – he still reminds me to this day. Yeah. But that was with DV. That, that was big time. But, you know, Chad used to just take a bike off a stand and be like, hey, we just changed the motor. He'd be – Always like, what are you doing? All right. Question for Kent? Are we done? We'll do one for Kent. If RC lined up at A1, where would he finish? 
uh, like right now, just without even practicing and going out, like training. If he if he put his head down in road and trained, or just if he just went and, lo and just was said, "I'm racing Anaheim," and went out there. The question was right now. Right now. Uh, I would say somewhere between seventh and twelfth. That's been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment, sponsored by X-Brand Goggles. Thank you for sponsoring us. Check them out, thexbrand.com. Save money at X-Brand. 40% off. Type in look on more code, which we'll have to change, probably. Look um, on more? Yeah, that's, that's my, uh, my name. It's Kenny's Mash.com profile name. <laughs> His slogan, if you will. Vegas K-Dub. Uh, all right. Uh, X Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Dean Wilson. Uh, Ryan Morris, Will Hahn, Travis, Travis Preston, and Ping. Thanks for coming up, man. Appreciate it. Of good course. times. Good Always times. a good time. Yeah, love having you in the studio. Um, we're gonna give away some DVDs next time you're yeah. maybe you're on next yeah, week. We'll or the week after. A, yeah, we'll come up with a cool way thanks, to give them away. Thanks to Race Tech for the prize pack. It was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> sweet. Hope you enjoy your your Race Tech uh, hat. See you at the races, guy. Awesome. I'm going to miss this. I'm going to miss this part yeah. of it. Uh, BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, FMF Racing, Works Connection, Fly Racing, AGV Helmets, Tech One Designs, Free Gun Underwear, Rockford Fosgate, Race Tech, and Black Ops Moto all on board with us. Um, thanks, uh, thanks for everybody for listening. Kenny, we're going to miss you. Yeah. Um, thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. It's been an honor. Everybody, uh, thanks for two and a half years supporting the show. And it's a good two and a half years. Love me or hate me. Uh, it is what it is. But, uh, if I offended anybody, I apologize. Just, uh, it's just, just a freaking radio show, man. Life goes on, and uh, support it, Mathis. Keep up what you do, if what you call it, reporting, jabbing at people. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Ackerman, I'm gonna miss you, buddy. I'll see you. I think we probably lost Ackerman as a listener. Probably. I'm gonna guess there's probably, gonna be probably missed a couple, not many. I'm gonna. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens without you. I, we're gonna gain fans because of. You're probably, not being here, yeah, but probably. we're going to lose fans. Sixty percent. It's have you told? <laughs> yeah, if you, if you told yeah, that's the true. One guy on Twitter said sixty percent gone. Have you, have you told our sponsors? Uh, no. Next year that they're going to have sixty percent fewer listeners. No, I didn't have a chance in the, in the three hours since he told me to <laughs> notify them all. Make sure that I'll get on that. Um, but hey, well, David, David's here. He can bring in Brat. I thought they were going under. You read Brat. it on the wall. That's I read it on the wall. You read it on the wall that they were going under. All right, everybody, thank you for uh, support, and I'll see you guys at the races. I'll be around. Thank you. Look on more. There's something I want to get off. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you, buddy. And it's about that summer. Go your own way, Kenny. Community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and... I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.